Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. The Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Pulp and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's January 1st, 2019, everybody. Happy New Year. We made it. It's a new year. It's a new Steve Mathis. I'm going to be happy. I'm not going to complain about anything. I'm going to be joyful. And everybody's awesome. Every racer is awesome and everything is awesome. That's me. That's the new 2019, Steve. Uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to have a good year, man. Anaheim 1 is this Saturday night. I cannot believe it. Where the hell did the offseason go? But it, it is gone. And A1 is here. And we are going to get a all of the questions answered this weekend. Or a lot of them, anyways, that we had in the offseason. And I'm looking forward to it, man. And I'm looking forward to having you guys around for another year. On the show, things are going great. Uh, we've got a whole cool lineup of co-hosts coming up each and every week of the show and plenty to talk about when it comes to this sport. And, uh, man, it's been an awesome ride for you people. This is show 363. Started a long time ago. Um, and uh, we're still going, man. And it's been really cool. So looking forward to tonight's show. Chad Reed will be on. The 2-2. Chad Reed will be on. Justin Bogle will be on. The new uh, RM ATV MC KTM rider, Justin Bogle, just happened. Uh, Benny Bloss tore his knee up. Will be out for Supercross. Bogle has got the ride. He will be on. Friend of the show, Adam Etignap, will be on as well. Uh, looking forward to talking to him about the new Suzuki and Anaheim and everything else. Uh, it's always fun when we have the 7 Deuce Deuce on. And we are going to debut his brand new rap song, Yellow and Blue. Coming up. Uh, it'll be fun. So thank you again for listening. Don't forget, go to Amazon Widget on publimex.com. Click on that. It takes you to Amazon. Make a purchase, and we get a small slice of that. Helps us out. Uh, also to Patreon as well. If you were a Patreon show member, you had uh, three preview podcasts this week sent to you ahead of time before they were out anywhere else. Um, so if you go to Patreon and you sign up for that, you get a, some t-shirts and uh, access to early podcasts as well. And the Pulp Mex app, of course, as well. You can also do that um, uh, and go there, Pulp Mex app. You can listen to the show there. You can all... Every show we've ever done is on that app, uh, Steve Mathis Show or Pulp Mech Show or anything else. So you can go on that app if you want and uh, check it out. Uh, this Friday, Costa Mesa, California, not far from Anaheim. Seagerstrom Center of the Arts, which sounds super classy, and it means that we don't belong there. Uh, we're doing a live show from 7 to 9 uh, there. It'll be Wygant, JT, Kiefer, myself, we will all be there, uh, and uh, you guys should join us. Tickets start at $25 for that. Uh, VIP tickets are 40 bucks. It's just closer to the stage. We're going to do a meet and greet after, so there's a place right across the street, I guess, where we can go, and uh, we can go there, and uh, you can hang out with us afterwards and talk some, some Anaheim 1 Supercross uh, talk and, uh, yeah, and everything else, man. I'm looking forward to that. Ticket sales are going quick, but we still have some left over, so please check them out, the live show. Pulpamex Racer X live podcast show, Costa Mesa. Uh, what you want to do is oh, go to pulpamex.com. There's a story right there. There's a link in there to purchase tickets. It's easy and easy to do, and uh, we'd appreciate that. So, uh, also Pulpamex Fantasy, sign up now. It's going well. 
we'll talk more about that later tonight, but PulpMexFantasy.com is live, ready to sign up for the year. Uh, you get three entries, uh, a chance to win some motorcycles if you're really good at it, and we'll, we'll give them one, one away as a random draw as well on there. So we thank you for that. And that 15 prizes weekly, 15 prizes uh, yearly for the Supercross and Motocross League. So good times with PulpMex Fantasy as well. Um, Chad Reed, Justin Bogle. Adam Antic Nap, uh, all ready to go. Also in studio tonight, as my co-host, he's got the wheel alongside me, former factory Suzuki mechanic, Tony Berluti. What's up, Berlute? How are you, Steve? Thanks for coming in. Thank you. I feel privileged to be on their first show. Yeah, January 1, yeah. you're here. Uh, I appreciate you coming in on a Tuesday and not on Monday. Yeah, so. well. Um, so Anaheim 1 coming up this weekend, but it doesn't matter for you. No, no. Nothing's going on for you. You know, Steve, it's so busy this time of year for yeah. mechanics and riders and yeah. stuff. It's it's a lot of work. Dude, you know? I, I, and I don't I don't miss that part, but I you know, the excitement I yeah. you know, I miss that. Are you going this weekend? Um, go? As of now, I'm kind of planning on it. Yeah, yeah I think go I might go down there. Check it out and see. Check it out. Root for my the number 10. Yep. Yeah. Jump in and, and help out on the number 10 bike if you need to be. <laughs> sure, why not? If they need me, I'll right, jump right. in. Uh, it, what's the mechanic? Aaron? Aaron's going to be a mechanic. Aaron is a mechanic now. So yeah. you're going to, Aaron, get out of the way. Let me show you what, <laughs> how we won Daytona. Shit. Let me show you. <laughs> right. Yeah, that'll um, be me. Yeah, that'll be you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. You'll be in all year long at some point, you know, co-hosting yeah. as usual. So uh, you've been blowing me off. I've been trying to go dirt bike riding with you. I've been trying to take the blue crew out and show you what's up. I know. And you've been just yeah, busy. Fuck off. Family stuff, whatever you got going on. Yeah, really. well, last minute deal, Steve, when you hit me up like uh, about 12 hours before, you know, I mean, it's difficult. Well, I'm ready sometimes. to go, Berlute. I, I mean, know. I'm ready, so. I'm scared, though. You've been putting in a lot of, you know, time on the seat, so I don't know. Maybe you got you got my number. I went down to the high days. Did you? Training program. See? Just the training sessions. <laughs> And, I, and I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm ready. Oh, God. Uh, so, Western Raceway. Yeah. We will be hitting Let's it. do it. Um, all right. Well, let's do it. Bring, okay. Bring your 2008 RMZ that you kicked my ass on, and, and we'll, we'll head out there. Whatever. Uh, we got one member of RM Army tonight, Chad Reed, your teammate. So, oh, yeah. Um, he literally was your teammate in 09. Yeah, uh, yeah so, it was. He won, the, he won the outdoor championship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, we're looking forward to talking to Reed. Uh, Bogle, of course, just got the ride. Interesting. Yeah. It, I want to talk to him because he was riding a Honda all off season and just got on the skate TM. You realize that him and Bloss were our our uh, Robbie Renard yeah. protege yes, or whatever. Yes, yes, protege. Yeah. yeah. Your yeah. guy Robbie Renard again. Yep. Yep. Um so looking forward to talking about that in the course seven deuce deuce, right? Right on. Gotta love him. Uh thanks to BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross Five, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, all on board with us tonight. Uh FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, W. USA, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Honda World, Downey Ride Engineering, all on board with us. Really appreciate those guys. And we got a couple new people on for 2019, on for the all year long. And we're really excited for that. EVS Sports, Berlute, EVS, you know their name. They've been yeah. around for a long time. Pastrana, Hill, RJ Hampshire use their products. Over the last quarter of a century, EVS Sports has become the leader in innovation and technology when it comes to creating protective gear for today's riders. Riders like Sexton, Savachi, and Pastrana all wear EVS to keep them safe while they ride, race, or whatever Travis decides to do. Head over to EVSSports.com to gear up like the pros and use the promo code PULP19. 
pulp19evsports.com to save on anything from knee braces to chest protectors. EVS Sports, we are protection. Thanks to EVS for coming on board. We're going to do some giveaways as well for them, and they are on Pulp MX Fantasy, of course. You can win a set of braces uh, from those guys. And also, too, uh, Firepower, batteries and chains, exclusively from WPS. Firepower is a leader in providing high-quality chains batteries at a price point you cannot refuse. Six U.S. warehouses guarantee. Guarantees you'll find a dealer near you who proudly carries Firepower. Upgrade your ride. Upgrade to Firepower. So thanks to those guys for coming on board all year long. It's been great. We're going to do some giveaways. We're going to hook those guys up, uh, and we got our usual uh, lineup of great sponsors, and we got one to announce coming up next week as well on the show, so that'll be exciting as well. Uh, with me in studio to talk about the, the sport in general, all things Yamaha, we'll, we're going to announce uh, the next hour. Yeah, less than an hour from now, we're going to announce a real cool contest that Pulp MX and Yamaha are teaming up for that are going to, is going to give back to privateers. Uh, really looking forward to having uh, a good conversation for these guys all night long on the show. And we thank them for coming up. Of course, they uh, they gave me the uh, Yamaha YZ450 to ride, uh, which I've been enjoying very much and uh, really uh, appreciate that. So first up from the Yamaha marketing team, he was on the show uh, three weeks ago or so, and now he's in studio, of course. Uh, I used to work with him at Yamaha. Mike Ulrich, what's up, man? How are you? Hey. Steve, thanks a lot for having us. Thanks for coming up. Yeah, yeah, we're kicking the year off right. Yeah, January 1, nothing better, right? Absolutely. Uh, Also uh, from Yamaha Marketing, uh, Derek Brooks. What's up, man? How are you, Derek? I'm doing great. New year. I can't believe I'm actually in the legendary den here. It's it's really an honor. (laughs) Um, It's not all it's cracked up to be, but yeah, you know, it's fine. Um, Thanks for coming up. Appreciate it. It, uh, I'm excited for this contest to announce what we're doing. So uh, we're going to give back to some privateers, which is neat. A really cool deal. Um, Something you guys came to me and said, hey, what do you want to do? What do you think we can do? I immediately turned into helping the guys on the island because, I mean, why not, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've we've been talking for a while and, yep. and we want to try to do something with you for a little bit. And I think we need to get some some good feelings out in the industry. And, and what better way to do it than, than to give back both to your listeners as well as help the privateers? Yeah. Uh, and speaking of good feelings, uh, I think not 100% confirmed, but probably 95%. We think Bill Poto is going to be a live uh, guest again for our live show this Friday night. We we think. Anyways, RV. Yep, Yamaha Zone. We're going to try and make it happen. Right. And uh, apparently, from what I hear, uh, he's going to be he's ready to go because he doesn't have to race the next night. Remember Vegas, he had to do he had to race the Monster Cup. Right. Well, now he's not racing A1. Right. So he so, says he's going to be ready. Yeah, I think if any of the audience members are willing to buy him drinks, he'll, <laughs> he'll be willing to take them. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about him, too. I got Tito's. some questions about him. Yeah, Tito's. Uh, also, too, uh, Facebook. What's up, Facebook? Uh, RacerX Facebook Live. Thank you for watching. Appreciate it. Uh, always a good time for you people to, to see us in studio here. Uh, Derek Brooks, Mike Ulrich, Tony Berluti in studio. Uh, over there in the corner, holding things down, probably firming up Pulp MX Fantasy as we speak. The Travis Marks. Did you, see, did you say firming up? Firming up. I'm firming something up. Oh, my. I don't think it's Pulp MX Fantasy. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> There's serious shit going on with those guys. I was going to go with... Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, that, that's more like it. Uh, what's up, Mark? How are you? What's up? So you went. You were New Year's Eve. Yep. You're out in the desert. I was dooning and gooning. You got it. You were dooning and gooning. Yeah. And you got a drone. I did. Yeah. And you came straight from the desert, yeah. showered, and came here. Ran home, showered, right. and got here. Uh, the I, dedication I, like I that show dedication. Yeah. to this show. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like it's underappreciated. We gotta fix flat Phil. Yeah, I need to. Fi- I need to fix Phil. Poor, poor Phil. If I was, if I wasn't late, I would have had time to do that right, before right, the show. But right. you know, uh, well, but thanks. I'm here. And let it be known too, Marks. Uh-huh. I, have, I have not paid you for 2019. 
Yeah, so, so if you, so if you see a lack of effort this right, evening, right, right. everybody, <laughs> you know why. Until there's money on this desk. Here we go. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> PulpMexFantasy.com. We're signing up. Things are going well, right? Yeah, sign-ups we're are going We're ahead of last year's pace. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, surprisingly going even better. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see when pick, Jerry Robin picks will, picks will go up tomorrow, so people will start picking their riders. That'll that'll get really interesting. Yeah. Well, Jerry Jerry's on the West Coast now. Oh, Jerry's a lock. So he's on my team. <laughs> Jerry, for sure. Pulpamexfantasy dot com. Uh, please play that. Enjoy it. We got a lot of cool prizes on that, so things are going well. And we put up a podcast today. If you're still unsure about the handicap thing, even though Parabinos was in the studio, uh, him and I did another podcast today. It's on the Steve Mathis feed on how to play fantasy and the handicap system and everything else. Derek, you play? Yeah. And you can figure it out, right? Yeah. It yeah. Is, I don't feel like it's... Even a dummy like me can figure it out. <laughs> well, I don't want to say that, but but I get these people like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, get, I don't, I don't know how to play. I don't know how, I'm just like, it's not that hard, man. No. Once you get into it, you get into it. Like, well, and, that, and that's, I think, what's kind of fun about it is the more you get into it, the more you start using... You know, understanding the strategy behind it. Yeah. You know, then you start watching practice times. Mm-hmm. Then you start logging into the start looking old at pra- app and watching practice. <laughs> then you get all balled up. <laughs> then you start looking at, like when they show the Tomac in the center of the screen, you're looking behind them to see, is that Ray or is that Entignap or <laughs> who, who's there? Right? So uh, it makes it fun. It makes Saturday Night oh, a lot yeah, of fun. For sure. Uh, we have the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment. We have the X-Brand Goggle Tariffs, Race Tech Rant, Gear Alloy uh, segment as well with Justin Bogle tonight. And uh, also, too, um, uh, we're going to have uh, a few other things coming up separately that uh, we'll get to in a little bit. Um, let's get talking a little bit. So, Berlut. Yes. A1. Yeah. It's coming up. Three days, four days. What do you now? The weather looks mm. iffy. Did you guys check out the weather? Yeah, uh, looks just like it's cloudy. Yeah, cloudy. It talk is, about rain. I don't. No, at least not, I haven't seen it. No, that's what I. Uh, I heard it was a mutter, but I checked and it's not no. bad. But um, this is just Tom, t- Tomac, right? I mean, this is just he's got to make a statement here, and well, yeah, he's got to stay upright, right? Right? Yeah. I don't know what we're going to so, see, but what's the story of his back? I don't know. I've been digging around. I've yeah. been asking around. There's inju- there's lots of injury news. I heard today that Anderson was in an ER holding his wrist. Oh, like, shit. <laughs> I didn't have time to, to look into it, but there's all this shit going on beginning of the year, wow. right? Like, I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, so I've talked to Cowie guys a little bit, and I went to a couple of them. Because, so the one I wasn't getting snowed, and I, I was told it's fine. No big deal. Nothing's going on. Mm. He's fine. He's 100%. But I'm like you. I heard a back injury that kept him off the bike for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's what I heard, you know. Uh, Who'd you hear that from? Somebody good, though? Um, Just, I mean, I somebody that would remember. know? Somebody would know? Uh, well, I think I, I read something that you even maybe mentioned something. Did you have something on? Uh, I might have said something, yeah. yeah. I, that's just for kind of what I've been hearing. So. so are you a good source of information? No. Because, oh, no, okay. I'm, not, well, I'm, then, I'm terrible. Then... <laughs> Uh, there is a PR coming out. Uh, there's a, g- a good name brand, uh, a good name rider that is going to miss the first couple weeks of the season. Not, really? Not one of the big guys. Okay. Not one of the the not Marvin, not Roxon, not Anderson, and not Eli. But another guy is going to miss a couple races. And I was sworn to secrecy. I hate doing that. Well, but, but but when you ask the rider and he tells you to not say anything, you kind of have to obey that but i thought the press release would have been out already mm. well just go ahead and say it nobody listens to the show right no i know nobody really listens to the show i mean it's gonna it's gonna be tough to not see the 16 out there right away but, <laughs> but we'll see oops 
The press release oh, should be out geez. by now, okay? It's Thursday. It's, it's, it's Wednesday already by the time you hear this. All right. Um, uh, so, I mean, I so to me, uh, I think Tomac's got to come out and just make a statement. Marv has been off the bike. Marv is definitely behind the eight ball. Hurt his knee before for um, uh, Paris, then uh, took some time off, then went, went riding again, then knee acted up again, and apparently he's just getting back on the bike. So Marv's going to be a little bit behind the eight ball. Um but and and I don't know about Anderson holding his wrist. Like I didn't even get time to look into that. That's just all. Yeah. Well, Tomac shit floating in the air. Or something. Tomac with the statement that you're saying. He's just got to come out and be solid. I mean, he doesn't have to come win the first race, the second race, but he just got to. Yeah. He can't get tenth. Yeah. You know, right out of the box. Right. You know, put himself behind. You that's know? that's like the old thing where you just and then you can't. You have no margin of error anymore to make up any time, right? Exactly. You know. So. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're assuming Anderson will be ready. We, we think he'll be fine. Roxon has been. Is it? You guys notice Roxon being low key this off season? Haven't heard nothing yeah. about right. Him. Yeah. Like not even on social. Usually he's on social, and he's he's been posting some stuff. But like he'll post something on social, and then he'll be like, you know, to all my haters, you know, suck my balls. And you're just like, <laughs> like I just noticed like a very. He's coming in under the radar. Uh, it seems like there's been a few guys, or uh, the majority of them, maybe have gotten a little quieter. A little quiet. Yeah, there's it's a no new thing. There's no Barsha and Roxon Audi A8, A8, A8 things or anything going on, right? There's none of that going on. Like, it does seem everyone's just chill a little bit. Yeah. And I'm interested to talk to Chad here, too, because he's coming in, you know, maybe the best he has in a while. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, Roxon could be the guy that sneaks in there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh opportunity for one of maybe the rookies to really come out swinging, you know, and do good. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you mentioned one, or you said a number of somebody. Yeah. Number, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. But, uh, like, a Savachi. I mean, Savachi looked really good at the, you know, at the yeah. monster. Yeah. Um, no whoops. And, 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 but, but. And, but you want to talk about, like, no pressure. Like, hey, Joey, like, we just yeah. do the best you can, man. And right. if you get fourth or eighth, we're fine with that. Or 10th or, or whatever. Like, the mm-hmm. Cali guys probably are literally like, dude, just – no pressure, and that could be something where that makes a guy shine. Yeah, right. The guy, the guy knows how to win. You know. Yeah. So he's yep. got it in him. Yep. You know. So if he um, gets a good start, you know, yep. he could possibly. You know, I just use him as an example. Yeah. Yep. Plessinger. You know. I think Mike Plessinger could be solid. Like, like well, him. he's going to be solid. Not, I think he will be solid. But Aaron, I like his attitude. I like his mentality. I like I like everything about Aaron as a package, uh, as a guy to be able to handle any sort of Anaheim one nerves. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll be solid. Um, I think the key for him is just to kind of realize he doesn't need to win it right off the bat, just kind of work his way into mm-hmm. into the season and, and build yep. as it goes. And I think he'll be good. I think, like you said, he seems to be pretty laid back, so hopefully the pressure won't affect him too bad. And I, I can't see him being like, oh, like, you know, he just seems like, eh, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, um, have you been to the track lately? Have you been out there? To uh, not in the last few weeks. No. Okay. Yeah. I talked to the guys. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and everybody's Barsha. How's Barsha? What, what's his? Yeah, I think he's good. He's yeah. ready as ever. Probably better than last year. Home you know, life. Start home life. He had eye surgery. <laughs> yeah. Got married. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he raced in Europe. Went really fast there. I think he had some. Yep. Some issues. Otherwise, I think he would have won. Um. Yeah, I think he's ready to go. The bikes are better than they were last year. You know, I think they've have. A is year that of is that just team talk, or is that are you being re, are you being serious? No, I, I'm just. 
<laughs> no, obviously though, you know they have. He's an extra faster year. than ever. He's he's dropped three seconds a lap. Yep. But no, but for reals, no. do you do you? I mean, look, you worked in R and D for a long time. You know how motorcycle works. You know how testing works. All of that. Right. Without giving any trade secrets away, do you believe that? I do. Yep. Because last year he came in, he was kind of a last minute yep. add in, so he didn't have a whole lot of time for development for a lot of testing. This year they have a full off season. He's you know done a lot of testing now. The year is another year along or i mean the bike is another year along you know yep. it's a brand new bike last year um a few of the changes that we made to to make the production bike better also kind of carried over to the race bikes as well the uh -huh. guys seem pretty happy with them so um yeah, yeah. I, I i really like justin chances yeah. this year yeah everybody's happier that that way you're yeah. right if yeah. you think about barsha what do you do you know, three three the first two weeks or three two two thirds out of the first three or something like, like that. that yeah yeah and the guy just jumped on the bike, like, yep. you know, a month ago, yeah. a month before, or not even maybe, yeah. when Davey got hurt, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, man, he looked good at A1. He came out swinging at A1, like revving it, yeah. whipping it. Like, you're just like, he is so comfortable in this, or so confident, I guess, more than comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you could see that already on press day. That's I mean, you know, first yeah. thing, like, he was the first one out on the track, you know, basically yeah. whole shot practice. Yeah. And when you see a guy you know he's feeling it when he does that when he tries to be first in practice yeah, and he's yeah. riding super comfortable whipping it everywhere yeah. and um so yeah hopefully you know he's that much farther mm -hmm. along this year and, and yeah. hopefully do some damage i think i think like barsha seely baggett chad are in that next group of guys um maybe webb webb obviously too like mm -hmm. the next group of guys under those first under those first four that I'm like, okay, who's going to step up? Is there anybody that's going to step up? You know what I mean? Who's right. going to get in the mix with the with the top guys? And we all know that, you know, Marv might be a little slow out of the gate, but Marv's still really yeah, solid. Yeah, he'll be solid. Right. Anderson, Tomac, Roxon, and Marv. So that next group of guys, like, you know, yeah. who's going to yeah. get in? Is there? Maybe not. Maybe there won't be a guy that jumps up. Well, I think yeah. I think maybe you talked about it a few weeks ago. There's going to be three, four guys that finish fifth, sixth, seventh, that you know easily could have won the race and that that's just going yeah. into a one it's yeah. so stacked yeah no yeah like somebody like savachi or 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 brayton or, or brayton will get like 10th and they're going to be ready to drive off a cliff oh yeah do you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. like they're going to be like this is the worst thing ever but when you look at the nine guys ahead of them you're like well right. they're all better riders you know yeah. and justin hill like, yeah. I didn't see Justin Hill coming out. And, you know. Wow, yeah. Um, what do you think about Brayton Berlut? And what do you – he's a year older, coming off his first win. <laughs> I mean, yeah. where do you think he's going to be? I think he'll be solid like he was last year. Yeah. I think he's going to come out, you know, with confidence. I mean, he's he raced even longer into the mm -hmm. the winter series, you know. Yep. Um, what, he raced, what, two weeks ago, right? Mm -hmm. You went to that race. No, right? I didn't. No. Oh, okay. Italy. No. Oh, okay. That was – Torino, Geneva or Torino? Uh, yeah, Turin, Turin, Turin. Yeah, okay. But um, yeah. So no, he's he's been racing. He's, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll yep. be. I think he's top five yeah. material. He gets good starts. You know, so yeah. I think he'll be good. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, when you look at top five, though, you, you immediately cut. I, we just named the four, and then you're looking at Barsha or Seely or Chad or whoever, right? Right. Yeah. So. You're like, damn, dude, it's yeah. it's pretty good. I kind of feel like Brayton, even though, you know, obviously he's going to be there to do the best he can and wanting a top five or something, but I feel like he's experienced enough that if he gets 10th, he's not going to just let yeah. it wreck his season. You know, he'll just 
build yeah, and, and get yeah. better and, and, and just going for the long And haul. traditionally, Anaheim 1 has been an easier track. They do that yeah. on purpose. They want to just warm the guys up, which makes it very start-dependent, hard to make up time on A1, and hard yeah. to really show you know, you're super gnarly at A1 because it's, it's an easier track. Mm-hmm. So when you leave A1, you're like, well, if I'd gotten a start, I could have got this. You know what I mean? So I think, remember, then we go into like Glendale, which is always a great gnarly track. Mm-hmm. So it should be interesting to see what they do for the first first couple of rounds. Yeah. Uh, 702-586-7857. Call anytime. Uh, it, Alex is on the line. What? It, is is, is um, Anaheim 2, is that going to be a three the three format again? You know what? That's the a good point. I, I, they're out. It is. It is? is okay. It? Yeah. yeah. Which are the triple crowns? Anaheim, Atlanta again? I think, I think so. Atlanta. I know Anaheim too is okay. Uh, All right, we can look yeah. it up. All right, we get we get the producer guy to look look it up. Uh, Alex, what's up? You want to talk about the TV deal? Yeah, guys, thanks for taking my call. No uh, problem. Long time caller, first time listener. Well, shit, we're gonna give you a prize then. Do you have a motorcycle? I do have a motorcycle. Do you want a pro filter? I would love a pro filter. I actually want. Hold on, Steve. I Uh-oh. won a pro filter from you six months ago, and I feel bad. Well, I thought you were a first-time caller. How'd you win a pro? How'd you win a pro filter before? No, I'm a I'm a long-time caller. This is a first-time listener. Oh, I'm I'm confused. I'm confused. <laughs> What's up? So, will they talk about motocross, like the outdoor series, because it's on NBC this year? Do you think that's a possibility? Um, have you noticed they've talked a little more about it than they ever did? Like, Ralph and Jeff actually did bring it up at times. Okay. Yeah, they didn't – there used to be, from what I understood, Alex, there used to be, like, a rule – like, remember Ralph at Vegas would be like, see you in Anaheim. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I, and, and Feld used to be like, apparently, do not talk about the summer series. But I think that's relaxed a little bit because I think um, – what's his guy? Michael Prince retired, who kind of ran the TV show, and I think he was the guy behind – not talking about the outdoors, and I think they've loosened up on that a little bit. Um, so I do think they talk about it a little bit, yeah. Do you think it'll be even more because they're both on NBC this year? No, do I don't think anything? so. I think it's still a Feld-driven product, okay. and the mo- outdoors are a, a, a MX Sports-driven product, you know? So no, I don't think it'd be like more synergy. I don't, I don't believe so. I mean, maybe. I could be okay. wrong, but, um, you know, how about some Maximum USA? You want Maximum, Alex? I would love some. Maxima number one after uh, number one oil in America voted that way year after year. They didn't buy their way, they got there by uh uh being the best, uh whether it's Monster Energy uh, Kawasaki, uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit, MaximaUSA.com, the dogger, of course. Albert, you got a dogger story? Yeah. Um everyone's got a dogger story. Yeah, back in the nineties, um I was doing some stuff with the Krusties guys for a little while. Uh huh. Um and we went to the dogger's house, <laughs> and we went riding somewhere illegal by his house. Right. And of course, the cops showed up, and and he split. We all got busted. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> he took off through the neighborhoods on his bike, and and all that. And then some years later, I saw him, and I told him the story. Uh huh. And he just so casually, he's like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I lost that house." You know, like after he went to jail oh, and oh, everything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Like, just, just yeah. like, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. They, they took that house away. Right. I'm like, wow. Maxima okay. USA, everybody. Created for world-class races who challenge the limits of possibility. Thanks, Maxima, for coming on the show. Uh, Alex, stay on hold, okay? Uh, Travis will get your information. All right, man? Perfect. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, guys. No, thank you, man. I'll go perfect with your uh, pro filter. Uh, Chad Reed is coming up very shortly. Skippy, quickly, Skippy, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Man, I was... Uh 
Curious, who do you think is going to benefit this year, especially with the rookies, with the Triple Crown format? I I mean, I think the Triple Crown, two guys stand out for me, and, and it's not they're not rookies, Skippy. Seeley and Brayton. I think they're good starters. They're able to sprint. They're able to go that speed for a while. Um, I think those two guys will again benefit from Triple Crowns. Triple Crown changed, though, now. Each main is 12 minutes. It used to be 8, 10, and 15, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. And now it's 12, 12, 12, which I like. I think that's better. Do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Max. Uh, I think Seeley and I think Seeley and uh, and Brighton are two guys that benefit. So, have you? Did you see Seeley in the off season? Yeah, I saw him at Geneva. Did he look legit? He looked fine. Yeah, really. The second night, he looked better. So that's unbelievable. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think, Mike? Derek, what do you think? Um, I only saw him a little bit from. No, I from meant like Paris? who benefits from Triple Crown? Oh, mm. like um. I don't know. I'll just maybe go with the standard answer and say Vince Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good A2 Triple Crown. One of those races he, he did, yeah. yeah. Um, He's getting better. He be dialed in, though, huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, Vince is – oh, I've said it over. Yeah, like he, He's got a lot of baggage and stuff, but you guys got to stop looking at that baggage and look at Vince Freeze now yeah. in 2017 as a rider. Yeah, and I know him. He's a good guy. He yeah. really is. He bought me a really good dinner in Geneva. He did? Yeah, a nice steak. For, like, I'm, I'm Team Freeze. Wow. Friends right on. on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Guy. Thanks, Skippy. Appreciate it. Hey, Skippy. Uh, hey, heads up real quick. The uh, Pulp and Mech shirts are coming off back order from Western Power Sport. So if you guys are wanting them, uh, start placing your orders with the uh, with your Western dealers because they should be coming in pretty soon. What, what's pretty soon, bro? Uh, I was told it's in the next month. So oh, okay. Quick. Wow, a month. Come on, Skippy. But that's that's good. Good to know. Keep that that's, one on that's, order. That's good back order. Okay. Thanks, Skippy. All right, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, Fly Racing uh, teamed up with Pulp MX to make shirts, and they sold out the initial order. They sold nice. so many. Yeah, couldn't believe it. Uh, hey, Vertex Pistons. Every two-stroke KTM and Escobarna comes with a Vertex Piston from the factory uh, 65 years ago, founded in a small technical workshop in northern Italy. Two-stroke, four-stroke pistons, replica, high-compression, GP-style configurations. VertexPistons.com. Pulpamex Show 2018 is the code to save. 25% off a piston kit. Uh, anything from the Vertex guys. OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. Gas Gas, that's Bradshaw. Yeah, guess, I guess, know he is. Um, and so we <laughs> want to thank Vertex Pistons. Let's welcome our first guest on the show. Uh, he doesn't need much of an introduction. Uh, we thank the Vertex guys for bringing him on. He is a legend. He is 2-2. He is Chad Reed. Reedy, what's up, man? How are you? Happy New Year, boys. How you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, getting getting to work nice and early. Yeah. So this is year – what year is this for you? 17? 16? What are we talking? Well, as a pro, are we are we, are we are we are we talking pro career? Or are we talking American career? Yeah, I was thinking more pro career, like more just well, pro. Career, well, pro. I went pro in '98, so oh shit. Okay, twenty twenty one. All right, I was thinking more like a year before the GPS. You did it, but that's right. You did San Diego in like '99 or something. 90, yeah, '90. Yeah, correct. And yeah, on a Suzuki, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah. you had a funny story about that. Um, Someone said you needed some bars, or Roger wouldn't help you with handlebars or something. Chad, he didn't know who you were, didn't know anything about you. Someone was telling me about that. Really? Were you telling? No, me I didn't. I, uh, I want to um, hear the story. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I I don't remember like a particular like handlebar story or anything. Okay, like that. all right. Roger, 
Roger and Steve, are you making shit up again? No, I'm not. I swear. <laughs> um, no, I mean, there could be some truth to the story for sure, because I did. I crashed in San Diego. There was a, um, what was it? It was kind of like you, you jumped, and it was a gator back down, and then you went around a 180, and then jumped back up over, the, and then, you know, like, gator back again. Uh-huh. So it was kind of like a funky jump. Actually, should I say gator back up? And then into the turn, and then you jump back down it. Um, anyway, I crashed uh, Casey Lytle. Um, I was running third behind Casey Lytle, and he hit the tough block on the top, and it came out, and I crashed um, and hit it and bent up the bike a little bit. So I think that that was when possibly I needed some some parts from Rog. But, yeah, so yeah. Rog, well, I shouldn't say Rog, but um, Suzuki, I was a Suzuki kid back then, and um, – they they learned us. It was when it was Primal Impulse back then. Mm-hmm. So they they learned us. Of course, the Dino bike that had a million hours on it. The thing was thrashed. <laughs> and <laughs> so, uh, but you know, I mean, at that point, I was stoked. I was yeah. I had a brand new I had a brand new ninety nine two fifty two stroke to practice on because I was you know I was racing a two stroke uh, two fifty at the time pr- like professionally in Australia and then um, here in the U S I raced the one twenty five. So basically, during the week, I was getting ready for my own series in Australia, right, right. and then uh, and then I raced the the 125 uh, Primal Impulse bike. So yeah, I gotta uh, I gotta I remember that story. Ended up like maybe 16th or something yeah. like that. But, yeah, someone uh, told me they that you were came to San Diego and they were like trying to find some bars for you, your band or whatever. I, I don't remember. And they asked Rog or they asked maybe somebody from Pro Tape. I don't know. And they were like, no, nah, we don't got no bars for this kid from Australia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But Rog pretty much was like, Rog was like that the whole time. <laughs> right. Even Steve, you know, Steve Butler at the time was the team manager at Yamaha and he kind of cool guy me. And, um, <laughs> and he's Australian. And, and he's Australian. Dave, <laughs> yeah. Dave, you know, Dave Feeney was super cool to me. I grew up with Dave Feeney actually. And then Hopper. So it's funny that, Hoppo and Dave Feeney um, were both on PC at the time, mm-hmm. um, and I was super close with those guys because they were su- they were they were actually really good friends with my uncle. So I knew both of those guys as a as a really really young kid. Okay, um, so it was kind of funny, you know. I hadn't seen them because I mean, shit, they'd been here right maybe ten ten years prior to that, you know. So, yeah, um, and, and you knew and you yeah. knew Kibby and Mick right a little bit. Well, well, Kibby. Kibby might have just came to the U.S. Maybe not even. Maybe he was here, but I knew Mick as well. So Mick, yeah. so basically Mick, Mick Hoppo and Dave Feeney all grew up in my home, like where I grew up in, oh, okay. in Newcastle. So I, I knew all those guys. Um, Mick, obviously, being quite a bit older than me, but his brother raced and sister raced and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, so kind of yeah, funny, you know, like you're completely on the other side of the world, but mm-hmm. yeah. It's so it's so small in the fact that you know everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, even like I used to race against Paul Delorier and Alan yeah. Brown in Canada. Like yeah. no, we were we weren't yeah. tight, but we would see like we raced against each other and then Shane Drew and I as well. And you next thing you know, we're all down in America. <laughs> and we're all like looking at each other in a mechanics area, like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, yeah, like, could you predict this? All those, you know, twenty when you're kids and stuff. No, like, no, hell yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, even like, I, I mean, getting off subject here, but like, I think about Robbie Madison, and you know, probably and the Goberts. You probably know the Goberts, yeah. the name, but Aaron Gobert. So like, we raced like they were, you know, like when you think about like amateur 
um, kids that can win races, you know, it was that who could win was like one of us. Yeah, yeah. And then you think about all these years later, you know, Maddo's doing freestyle completely different than racing. And then I'm racing dirt bikes and then Gobert's off doing road racing, you know? So it's yeah. Like yeah. Pretty, pretty fun. Uh, do you have any Anthony Gobert stories? <laughs> oh, I got a lot of Gobert. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I bet. Um, yeah. We, Aaron was at Yamaha when we were there. He was on the, the road race team. And then, uh, Alan, Alex writes for uh, website down down under. So, um, yeah, um, yeah. Hey, so how uh, how do we feel? A one coming up. Uh, JGR Suzuki, of course. Uh, you're you're set. You're healthy. You know, last year was just shit show as far as you getting ready. So you know you didn't really look ready at A one. But this this year you're you're fit. You're ready to go. You, you excited? Yeah. Yeah. No, I am. I, I'm just excited. Kind of just like it. In in a lot of ways, it feels really fresh and new. And and then you kind of have to remind yourself that it's you've been there a time or two so um but it is i still have those jitters and those those fun you know like that you know when you think about it and you start getting i wouldn't call it nervous but just you know like you start going through the motions you start getting quiet and mm-hmm. starts asking what's wrong what's wrong and i'm like <laughs> you know you kind of like you're already gaming you know you got you're already getting your game face on and you just you kind of yeah. like you're ready to go to battle you know so it's I am. I'm excited. It, I'm, I'm embracing the moment and super excited for the opportunity. And, you know, I'm riding a great bike with a great team and got a great mechanic. So, yeah, no, yeah. Things, are, things are exciting. The Vertex Pistons bringing you Chad Reed on the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you, are, if you have a question for uh, the 22, please give us a call. Uh, Berlute, can you – and Berlute, he moved from Florida to North Carolina. Yeah, so you sold everything down there, Chad? That's crazy. Trying to. It's not it's not currently sold. It's still there. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, like obviously in an ideal scenario, somebody will, you know, we, we obviously expected it to be quiet over Christmas, but, you know, we have quite a few people, you know, looking and whatnot. So, nice. Um, yeah, trying to sell the track and trying to sell my property, which a lot of people kind of think that they're one of the same, but they're they're completely separate places. Um, but yeah, so yeah. I don't know, like where you, life, life in for you know, in Florida, I felt like was just stale, you know, like uh-huh. it kind of just felt like the same and I was excited for change and Ellie was excited for change and, you know, our kids are young enough that they just, you know, you, you kind of just drag them along with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to tell you this, but it actually snows in North Carolina. Wait till it snows. It actually well, snows. to to my kids, you know, hating it. They like that was so. The week before we moved here, they actually got snow, and it was quite a bit. It was like nine inches or something. And we showed them pictures, and of course, when we get here, it's all dried up, and yeah, you know, no snow. So they're all they're actually uh, they're having fun, but they're disappointed that there isn't snow. <laughs> um, um, but I'm I'm happy. <laughs> do you know how like you don't have to worry about watering a track, building the track, maintaining a track? Uh, hey, what's going on at the property? Hey, can we come up? Like none of that, dude. You, you just got to show up. JGR's got it handled. I just, uh, (laughs) you know, I communicate with, obviously, with, you know, certain people on the team. Um, Spence does the, you know, all the track and stuff like that. So if we get weather or rain or it's a colder night, you know, he'll give us a heads up on, you know, hey, it's 28 degrees tonight. You know, let's ride at noon. and Track will be thawed out and everything like that. And it's just, I show up in my truck. I you know get dressed ride and and do my motos and someone completely does everything and then i go home so it has it's, it's been refreshing in that yeah. sense you know and i mean i didn't you know although i grew up in australia and a lot of people think of australia being hot like where i grew up it was also quite cold in the winter time so 
Mm-hmm. It actually seems like I'm enjoying the cold part of it, to be honest. Like, right, right. I don't know. Like, I just, I was so burnt out on, you know, 80 plus degrees, you know, like, yeah. trust me, I love the summer, but I don't know that I want to live just constantly in the humidity like that. It's just crazy. So, Did you, did you get a place like, around Lake Norman, yeah. like where the NASCAR guys are? You get around there? Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's really yeah, nice. No, that's real nice. So, oh. yeah, I'm where we, you know, close to the shop, which obviously the cup shop has the gym and everything like mm-hmm. that. So, you know, it's nice to it's 10, 15 minutes down to the right. shop, go to the gym. And, yeah, it's been nice. I mean, I enjoy, you know, my teammates are, or or younger than me. Everybody's younger than me in the industry. No, Berluti's not. But other than Berluti, yeah. no. Yeah, but Berluti's kind of officially out, you know? He is, yeah, yeah. He won Daytona <laughs> and he checked out. out. Yeah. No, he won Daytona, he, he dropped the mic and left. That was it. Exactly, oh, exactly. Boy. So, uh, I mean, for me, you know, like having Enzo, for, for instance, you know, he's, what, 18, 19 years old. And yeah. He's, you know, full of beans, and he's going into his first ever Supercross, and here I am going into my 230-something Supercross. Yeah. It's completely different, but you kind of vibe off of that energy, and you, you get excited for him. You get excited, and it just, I don't know, it's a good reminder that, that, it's, that it really is fun, and you get to do what you love to do, you know? Okay, so... Here's what I've been hearing. Here's what you can confirm or deny this, okay? Here's what I've been hearing about you at the track. Right. Um, Hill can put together a lap that's faster than you, but he can never back it up. And at the end of like 20 or the end of the riding session, you guys will be very close. Or if not, you'll be a little faster. But faster lap is Hill, but he can't seem to string it together. Is that where we're at? Um. I think I would confidently say that Hill can put a lap together, that's for sure. Right. Um, as far as, like, motos and things like that, I haven't. Uh, unfortunately, he, like, right when I got here, he left. So okay. we've kind of been, we haven't necessarily been on on the same schedule of, you know, me showing up. And so, like, I was here a lot, and he wasn't. He was in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, he was kind of taking some time off, and then, um, I will say that me and Weston were doing some, you know, did the testing with mm-hmm. the Japanese and everything. And then, um, you know, thinking that me and Weston are up to speed and, you know, got the track all down and Hill comes off the couch and goes, you know, 1.5 seconds faster than <laughs> us. And, you know, leaves us thinking, shit, we've got some work to do. But, I mean, it's fun having somebody like that because you know that, you know that that's the level you've got to go to. You know, I, mm-hmm. I really think that when I when I look at the, you know, when I think about practice and one lap times, I'd put Justin, you know, up a bank up against everybody. You know, like yeah, we saw. Look, yeah. I feel I feel that he would, you know, he went to Bercy and he was the fastest guy and and things like that. So you kind of you know, like I feel confident that the speed that he's showing is real. It's a real number. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether or not he can do that for 20 minutes plus two laps, right. you know, we'll, we'll see. But, um, I haven't personally had, you know, motos where I've gone out and he's, you know, been with him. Yeah. I've been motoring down. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so I'm sure you're hearing about my numbers at the end of a moto compared to his numbers and yeah. mine typically get faster, not slower. So, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe they're, they're running dart fish as if. Justin were there, and then they're telling me these things. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So how do you feel, though? How do you feel? I mean, uh, you you know your speed. You know how you know you know when you feel right and when you feel on. Um, like you know, um, you're. How do you feel? I feel good. Yeah. Um, I feel that we're we're definitely at the point where 
Like I feel like uh, Monster Cup Australia New Zealand, we we kind of had some some things that I felt we needed to work on, and mm-hmm. we've I think we've worked on those, and they work great at the track. And then now I think it's just typical you have to go racing, you know. Like I feel like I'm in good shape and riding well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one lap speed. Uh, I don't know if whether I'm 18 years old or I'm 36 years old. Like I've never really been one to have that no. one lap speed. No. Um, so, yeah, like, do, you know, do I say I show up and I'm the fastest guy in practice? No. No. Um, that's never my plan anyway. That really isn't. You know, like, I don't put any emphasis on that. Um, sure, I'd like to be faster on one lap and see my name higher on the timesheets, but it's not something that I get too stressed about. You know, like, no. my starts have been really good uh, throughout basically every, you know, since I jumped on the bike in August. Um you know, I've been, I think, top three, top four all the time on the start. So um, with a lot of hole shots. So I think that that's going to be key for me, mm-hmm. is, you know, just finding my rhythm. Um, I always call it rhythm. I don't really think the pace matters too much. To me. I <laughs> just, that, uh, of course, you have to have pace. But, yeah. you know, like I I think that, you know, you have an understanding of what that pace is and, and when it matters. And for mm-hmm. me, the heat race and the main event is when it matters. Um, but yeah, I think that some good starts and being up front and, you know, being amongst it, that's, that's my plan. Well, one of the things we talked about was a one traditionally is a little easier of a track and, um, that doesn't play into your hands. A start does. If you get the start, you can, you're fine, but you, you, you know, the technical, more technical track, the harder, uh, the better for you. And a one necessarily isn't necessarily that. Yeah. I kind of agree to disagree. I think Anaheim always has its challenges, you know, like you just never, like for me, you're always like when when you look at the maps and things like that, and you know they generally look quite easy or whatever. But you're always at the mercy of the guy on the blade, you know. And mm-hmm. I think that you know the guy feels brave on you know Wednesday afternoon and cuts a set of whoops that are big and steep, and and suddenly the, we have a pretty technical track, you know. And or if it you, we get a little bit of rain, like it shows possibly on Friday night or. Saturday morning and then suddenly track gets a little ruddier than mm-hmm. normal or the dew comes up and she gets slippery. And I just think that Ferris race is always, you know, there's yeah. a reason why not many people, you know, it's, it's always an unpredictable one. So mm-hmm. I, I get excited about that, you know, cause I think that, you know, everybody feels the same crazy, you know, like you're, you're everyone's in their head thinking, uh, you know, did you do enough? Did you do too much? And, you know, is the bike good? Is the bad yep, bike yep. not? Yeah, just everyone's thinking the same thing. So I think it, it, it creates craziness. So, Chad, is it, you got the your starts dialed. You, you had good starts, I thought, at the Monster Cup. Yeah, Monster Cup. I mean, I almost whole shot it all three. Yeah, yeah. Um, killing it. Back, you know, back that up in Australia with uh, with some good starts. Um, you know, whole shot of my heat and, and a couple of one-on-one races and things like that. But um, And then in, and in New Zealand, we had three main events and a heat race and I whole shot at all of them. So, um, I, I really do feel good about my start. So do you use the start, um, the start switch or do you do it on your own? No, I, I don't, I don't use that. I never have been a fan. Yeah. Um, I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I think that I know too much about the engine and the fact that we have a single cylinder engine with a single throttle body and the way that they want to the, the way the way they want to do it is is isn't the correct way you know like i think that if we had fly by wire and you could you know you could uh control the butterfly 
rather than you know rather than cutting it on every Ignition. fourth fire. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that it would be better. But yeah, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be great, man, to see you there. And and the JGR guys are about to get a glimpse of your popularity. I think they they saw it at the Monster Cup and everything else. But I think all year long they're gonna they're gonna be like, hey, man, look at this guy. People are coming to our truck. <laughs> they want to see <laughs> yeah, Chad. Well, you know, I think our, yeah. our truck in general is gonna be busy. You know, like I think that obviously the fans and and you never know, like you know, this you never know when it's the last go around, you know. So mm-hmm. I think uh people are embracing that and for me I'm I'm excited for that and um we've got a VIP experience again this year and so we'll have a busy outside the tent hopefully and then also under the tent we'll have a bunch of VIPs and you know, we teamed up with uh, Feld again this year and make it bigger and better and, and uh, go have some fun. Yeah, so one of the things you're doing for uh, I talked to, to Truman a little bit, uh that's changed. You guys are you teamed up with Feld a little bit to run your help run your VIP program, which is something different for you guys. You were doing it more privately last year with the, with the Husqvarna thing, uh, and the, the VIPs get to go down on the stadium floor, right, to watch a heat race or something. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's kind of neat. That's kind of like for Baluti and I, like big deal. But if you're a fan, like that's cool. Oh, big I time! I think for me, you know, like whenever you do something, you always want to progress from year one to year two, and year two is always the hardest one, you know. Like uh, the first year, it's easy because I think there's no expectations, and then second year, you always want to make it bigger and better. And we always, you know, like we were thinking, how how can we make it better? And we teamed up with Feld, and they've been awesome on letting us uh, do a few more people um, mm-hmm. in the experience, and then also giving us more access, uh, giving us access to the track. Um, yeah, just giving, you know, giving us access that no other experience can, yep. uh, can have. So, um, press box stuff. Yeah. Think, uh, I, yeah. I, press, I, basically press box during the day and, you know, get to, get to check that out. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, see, see the who's who of, you know, supercross kind of up there on the radios and checking it out and whatnot. And, um, the heat races they'll be able to watch from down on the stadium floor, which I think is really cool. Yeah. I, you know, like, just like you said, I mean, you're kind of like, oh, a big deal. But I guess for me, like, that's that's still why I show up to Supercross. Yeah. That, that feeling of getting down on the floor and, um, like, for me, I don't care for the press box. I want to get down on the floor and, and experience the real thing, you know, yeah. smell the race gas and hear the bikes pounding through the whoops and do all the things that, you know, like the average person doesn't get to. And, and this year, our experience is going to provide that for them. So. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be cool. They're going to give some memorabilia away. Um, you, you'll, you'll meet all the VIPs and everything else. So please, people, uh, check it out and, uh, and, yeah, and do that. Yeah, don't forget about the memorabilia. So yeah. Ellie and Truman went through my vault of <laughs> 17, 17 years here in the U.S. So basically from 02. Actually, there's even my um, my GP stuff in there. Um, but, yeah, so we, we kind of grabbed an assortment of – of stuff over the years and mm-hmm. we'll run some contests each weekend, uh, for our, for our VIP people to have the, you know, have the experience of being able to win one of my, you know, who knows what year. Yeah. Whatever. Like, yeah. The Oh, two Oh four five, you know, kind of one of the, one of the old school memorabilia, some pants and jerseys and oh. gloves and stuff like that. So, any, any Tim Ferry stuff? Yeah. Should I enter any, any Tim Ferry stuff? There Should I sign up? And no, no, no yeah. fairy stuff. Okay. <laughs> 
Did you hit up the one five to buy your compound? Did you hit him up, or what did he say? He's got a. Well, I, I think the one five is trying to sell his own compound. <laughs> oh, is he? Okay, all right. <laughs> um, hey, let me ask you about a couple guys on the team before we let you go here. Vertex Pistons bringing you Chad Reed on the show. Uh, Enzo Lopes, a kid I got to know last year. We've had him on the show. I like Lopes. Lopes is cool. Like he's he's super stoked on life. Good good kid. He he's a good kid, and I think that it. It's fun because, you know, I, I just obviously touched on it, yeah. but, like, somebody that's full of beans and, and just young and from a different country and has that, you know, that culture difference and, you know, and just going to the gym with him or going and playing soccer with my kids mm-hmm. or or just going to the track and feeding off of that enthusiasm, it, it's been cool, you know. And, yeah. you know, like, riding-wise, I he, you know, like any rookie, has good days, bad days, and I think for me – like when I watch him, mm-hmm. he reminds me of a young Dungey. You know, he's kind of real skinny, tall, yeah. Um, and he rides a lot like Ryan, uh, actually. To be honest with you, yeah, so, he does. I agree. His um, elbows are up, yeah, and yeah, and elbows up a lot, and yep. so he kind of reminds me of Ryan. Um, so mm. you know, we all know how Ryan's career went. So you know, for me, I hope that he's you know, like he lives up and and, and has fun. You know, and and, uh, and how's Phil? So Enzo's the exact opposite of Phil. How's Phil been? Well, Phil's not. Phil's technically not on the team, right? But, but yeah, um, but, but yeah. I mean, I <laughs> I uh, I get to see Phil a little bit, and we aren't bicycling. Why don't we go bicycling Saturday or Sunday or something like that? Um, and yeah, he had he kind of had his little program, so I, we just jumped in behind him and <laughs> and fed off of him, and basically just told him, "Come on, keep pushing." You know, it's pretty funny. But Phil, um, Phil's awesome. He's blessed. He's funny. He's, he's great. Um, and then how's how's Amart looking? Amart, from uh, from what I've seen of Amart, Amart looks looks good. You know, he, yep. he sounds from the comments that I hear. Um, you know, sounds that he's, he's definitely happy on the bike, and you know, obviously the all new 250 uh, mm-hmm. Suzuki is, is is pretty much same as uh, chassis as what we have on the 450. So, you know, knowing how my bike is, and and hearing his comments, yeah, um, and knowing that you know, coming off of a Husky last year, him coming off the KTM, and hearing kind of similar comments and sim- you know similar positives and things like that so it's it's always comforting to know that what you're feeling is what other people are feeling too so i yep. game art i think he's gonna be strong you know like i think that uh um we have foot pegs that i've never ever seen in my life i, I swear that <laughs> nine inch rises right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so so that we when when we watch uh, when you watch Amar and he looks like he's nine nine inches taller, it's just yeah, it's, pegs, don't yeah it's actually oh it's actually, it's actually just <laughs> foot pegs. Uh, we do have a we do have a call from you. Scott just wants to say hi. Scott, welcome to the show. You just want to uh, say hi to Chad Reed. Yeah, my uh, nine year old wants to have a quick chat if we can, and wants to say Happy New Year as well. All right, hurry up. Sure, make it quick. Hi, Chad. Oh, hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> That's awesome. Happy New Year. Happy you, uh, yeah. Ethan, you run 22 in honor of Chad Reed? Yes. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's awesome. Little tutu. I like that. I, <laughs> I ride a wise at 65. Oh, nice. Oh, you're on a 65 already. Cool. Ripping. All right, buddy. Well, hey, yeah, thanks for calling. Why Zed? He must be from yeah. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is, is that what did he actually say? Why Zed? He did, didn't he? Uh, you know what? They're probably in Canada. Oh, okay, Canada. Yeah. Canada also says YZ or YZ. 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 Yeah. 
he didn't have an Aussie accent, but maybe I just forgot about it. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Uh, well, hey, Chad, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate the time. Uh, please, uh, everybody, check out your VIP program. What's I should have got the website for that. What is it? Oh, man. Oh, that's terrible. I know. Just hack. Uh, hold on. Is your buddy running the show or what? No, 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 no. Um, so you sabotaging me right now? Yeah, no. Well, you'd think you would know it. Um, hold on. No, it's uh, it's the Feld Experience. Uh, there we go. Com, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chad Reed, uh, FeldExperience dot com forward slash Chad Reed Supercross yeah. VIP. There we go. I should have had. Good that. job, yeah. Steve. Um, so please check it out, everybody. We appreciate that, uh, Chad. Always appreciate the time on the show. You, uh, as always, were like we debated about you and the race results. You know, for the last few shows we've done, it's great. It's fantastic. It's the sport's so much better with you in it. Wygant said. On Racer X online, they're just going to run photos of you and Stu and call it a day <laughs> to get hits and interest. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. like, it just, it always, it's, it's, the sport's better when you're racing, and I'm super pumped that you're healthy and you're on a, you're on a good team. And, 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 yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait. So, thanks for the time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Happy yeah. New Year. And, uh, yeah, good, good hearing from both of you. All right. Talk yeah, to you, Chad. Look forward to watching you this week, Chad. Thanks, Blue. Okay, bud. All right. See you, Chad. Thanks. Bye. Vertex Pistons bringing you Chad Reed. What do you think? The interview. Yeah, he's he's typical. I mean, Chad's yeah. like ice, you know. Yeah, was, I mean, he's right though. Like, like watch practice, and then like, who cares where he's in practice? Like, don't, you can't. He never has been. No, really that no guy. you can't be like even back in oh, your Yamaha no, days. No, right? he's off the pace. Like, it doesn't matter <laughs> if he's six, seven, eight. Yeah, but nowadays it's important because of your start. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But see, back in the early days, it wasn't as critical, but right. now it's pretty yeah. critical to try to um, for the start. We talked know. about, as I told him, we talked about him in the Racer X podcast show. We debated with him. I think he can get a podium this year. I really do. I don't know if he can win. Like that's a tall order. Can you see a podium though? I would like to see it. Um, uh, judging by last year, no, I'm you can't judge. By no. You cannot judge you know? last year. You can't. No, well, I mean, I'm just saying. Or judge. How about the? Well, he got the a year podium before, the year before he was on, on a the podium Yamaha. on the Yamaha. Yeah, at, at, at Phoenix, and they finally yeah. gave him his parts that he needed. <laughs> there we go. Uh, what do you think, Mike? Podium? Uh, yeah, I think it's possible. I mean, right? Especially towards the end of the season. You know, yep. we always think at the beginning of the season we're like, oh, these. Yeah. How are these guys going to do it? Yeah. You know, they're so stacked, and by the end of the season, it's usually and, tapered off a little bit, and, and anything can happen. And what do you start. need for that? You need starts. And what has he been getting in Monster Cup in yeah. Australia? Starts, saying, yeah. starts, yeah. starts, right? Starts. Yeah. And, he, and he's smart enough. He's not going to go out to A1 and just lay it all on the line. No, He's, hell, he's smart. He'll, hell no. He'll um, hang on, get through yep. a few rounds. Dude, if he pulls off a podium or a win or whatever, whatever stadium that is, is going to fucking explode. <laughs> it is going to be absolutely mayhem, you know? Uh, um, so it's cool. Uh, like I said, he he's he makes it interesting. Yeah, he, ma- he makes it interesting. Uh, let's quickly run down some calls. We'll go to commercial break uh, after this. Hal, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, boys. Good evening, man. What's going on? Chad, Chad's going to get two podiums this year. Hal, you, you cannot know how you, you are super <laughs> biased. You cannot be... Yep. Um, you're not allowed to. Yep. Um, are you doing the VIP thing again? No, man. No, I'm not. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm going to try to get to Loretta's this year, so I'm going to focus on uh, oh, okay. the areas. So all right, I'm not not going to be doing that, but I'll be I'll be in touch with the boys. Okay. Yeah, I, I know you will be for sure. So, um, what? Hey, do you want a you want a pro filter kit? Do you want something to help you get to Loretta's with some pro filter? 
Sure, man. No problem. I'd take that. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Pulpmex35 at checkout. Profilter.com. Filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, everything in between. Uh, uh, Solid through Power Sports dealers nationwide. These are either filters that are uh, one-use filters, three-use filters, or whatever, or the actual quality foam stuff that you can oil and reuse yourself. So Profilter.com for more information on that. Uh, but what's up, Hal? Hey, thanks, Steve. Uh, how, how many times do you think Ricky Carmichael will mention Ricky Carmichael, either in the first person or the third person during the first broadcast. And how many times do you think he'll use the wrong word? Oh, boy. Did, did you see I put this on Twitter this week? No. Uh, so Ricky's in the booth all round, all year with, with Ralph. Oh, okay. And, dude, my Twitter mentions, they were not good for RC. But then Ricky replied to me, or whoever runs his Twitter account replied to me, and then, of course, because it's social media, it flipped 180 degrees and everyone just loved him. But uh, that's social media for you. And tw- I, honestly, um, he's got to get better, Hal. He does. Um, I didn't notice a lot of Hal of him dropping his own name, though, to be honest. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Marks, do you remember Ricky dropping his name a lot? Um, no, but I usually tune out when he starts talking. So <laughs> if that says anything. I've never known him to do that. Yeah. I don't know, Hal. Um He's got to be better, though, than what he's been doing. So is, is Emig in yeah. there, too? No. Just him and Just, Ralph? Yeah. Wow, interesting. Yeah. There's going to be a cage match between him and Emig, I hear, at intermission. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, look, he's just – any great athlete can be great in the booth, whether it's football, hockey. I mean, I do a weekly podcast, a hockey one, with a guy that played 18 years in the league, and now he's the number one color commentator in Canada, and he does NBC Sports. And he's told me, I don't care if I'm friends with anybody. I don't care. Like Sounds like you. Kind of. But that's what, <laughs> I mean, Ricky's got, look, he's Ricky fucking Carmichael. Yeah. Like, if he says something, and even if I don't agree with it, I'll be like, well, I mean, I kind of, you know, I mean, he kind of knows what he's talking about, right? Like, yeah. that's how I would be. Yeah. I may, I may think he's wrong, but that's what he's got to do. He's got to go in there. He's got to learn the riders, learn the teams, go around the pits. Go talk to Tony Alessi. You think Ricky thinks highly of Tony Alessi? Fuck no. He probably hates Tony Alessi. He probably thinks Tony Alessi's a fucking whack job. I guarantee you he does. But you know what? Tony's the manager with Justin Brayton and uh, Mookie and Freeze. And go talk to Tony. Yeah, Swallow your ego. Swallow your ego and go, Tony, how's everything going? What's what's happening? Tell me about Mookie. Tell me about Brayton. And that's what you have to do. Sure. Yeah. Will he do it? I don't know. Emig did it. Yes. Yeah. But will Ricky do it? We'll see. Right. Well, you know, Steve, JT did a great job uh, on the GPs this year. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah. He did, he did a fantastic job. That He he would be a great, great piece for that. But, uh, no, we got, hey, a, we got, we got a voicemail today that somebody disagrees, and I can't wait to play it with JT on the line. So. Hey, listen, stamp it. Dean Wilson on the podium, Chad Reed on the podium. Stamp it. <laughs> You're so biased, Hal, but okay, we'll stamp it. Thanks, buddy. Uh, stay on the line, all right? We'll get you pro filters. Yeah, for your Loretta Quest. All right, Hal, thank you. A couple more questions here. John, you got a Nationals question? Yeah, this is this is um this is serious. I'm not just screwing around. <laughs> I I love I love Moto like you guys do. Uh-huh. But but especially after the last donations. And I, and I, and I and I know Berlardi hates this topic. But but dude, after what the last five years or whatever? Why would I want to watch the fucking U.S. Nationals? I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the GPs in Europe. Why do I care? 
about the U.S. writers at frickin' Redbud or whatever. They suck. Well, are you, you're aware that Roxon, Muskan, these other guys are not American that race the, the Nationals, right? I mean, you're aware yeah, right. that, that that's the world's, no, right. it's a lot yeah, of the world's handful, riders. You have a handful, you have a handful of guys that are, are competitive at, a, at, a, at an international level, and then you have the rest of them. And it's like, I don't know, I mean, so I love watching. Who, who in Europe would come, and if you just go off Redbud, you're high and or drunk. Who in Europe would come over to America and beat all the American riders? Hurlings. Okay. And who else? Because that's it. Oh, there's a there's 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 a there's a, a, a long list. Of okay, guys. so you think the Glenn Coldenhoff, you think Glenn Coldenhoff, who got seventh in the points this year, or maybe a little higher, you think Coldenhoff? Totally. I mean, just you know, there's a long there's a long list of guys. I mean, I'm 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 really being serious. It's like. I think for you're, those of us, you're drunk. For those of, us love, <laughs> for those of us who love watching the display of skill, you know, in a race, which is, I think, why we all love this, most of us, you just think, as an American, you're watching this and you're going, I'll just watch the GPs. You're, if I really you're, you're out to lunch, dude. You're, Tomac is either the first or second best rider in the world in motocross. Tomac Blue. He sucked at Red Bud, yes, but yeah. give me twelve rounds and he's the first or the second place rider in the world. Tom Berlut. Oh, I, I agree with that. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right. I mean that's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So you now we have one. Okay. Have one American So one Amer- Okay, so Caroli, who was eight thousand points behind Hurlings in the GPs this year, but second overall. You think her Caroli is better than Ken Roxon and Marvin Muskan. No, no, I, I, I gave you the carve out on 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 Marvin and, and Roxon, definitely. But for the most part, we're not competitive. You know, it's a, it's a bummer I, to be an American and just think I want to watch the best racing. That's why we turn the TV on, and we're not getting it at the nationals. It's a, it, it for the most part, it's in Europe. All right, I disagree. Well, I still love you. You okay. guys have a good night. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I I don't know that I was watching races last year thinking, oh, this is boring. These guys are going slow. <laughs> I mean, he's got Hurlings is probably the best outdoor rider in the world. Yeah, you got it. Okay, sure, sure. I'll give you give him that. But after yeah. that, I mean, I'll take Tomac. I'll take Roxon. I'll take Marv. For sure. I'll take Caroli in that mix. Yeah. I'll take Osborne at being on the same level as Paul in. You know, I'll take I'll take Plessinger being on the level of like um, uh, Anstey and those like I'll, it's just to me oh, it's, for sure it's the yeah. same thing it's just yeah. Yeah. if I was to get going on this it, it would turn into the rant it would okay the, the, the race tech the rant. race tech rant. the race tech rant. this is just uh, uh, question for you guys actually uh, Jim what's going on you got a question for uh, Mike and Derek from Yamaha what's up man yeah absolutely how are you guys tonight going good what's happening Pretty good thank you um, so I'm personally uh, an aerospace engineering student. Um, and I know that there's a bunch of aerodynamics stuff going on in pretty much every form of racing. I was just curious for the bikes that are, you know, being designed today. Does that account for anything in the design and engineering of the vehicles, or is it pretty much just on a visual basis, like shroud design stuff like that? Yeah. So I mean, my, I, the, one first, you, yeah. the the first twenty years of my career, Yamaha was in product planning, product development side. So definitely have a lot of 
background along with Mike here was in testing, but yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it does play a big part of it. Um, you know, there's, it's, it, it, it's always a fine balance. We, we, you know, we would work with the, the, the artists, the designers to design the styling of the bike. And then you put that into kind of real world engineering and start making adjustments to it to make it to where it is very aerodynamically efficient. And we're talking more sport bikes here, not, yeah. not yeah. air bikes. Um, but yeah, of course, in, in wind tunnel, you know, in especially this last, I think, was it 2015 R1, you know, it was a really, really big, it was a big, big mandate. deal. Yeah. yeah, just because you're, you know, it, it is, as you, uh, you're, you know more about this than I do, call her on the phone, but <laughs> as you, the faster you go, the more, right, it's exponential, the more uh, aerodynamic wind drag, drag, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, one, yeah. so once you get up to that 170, 180 miles per hour, like two or three percent less drag is is huge. I think it's crazy they put the Tour de France guys in wind tunnels, and yeah. we're just talking slow right. speed. Like that's how important it is. Yeah. Like yeah. well, like on that on that front, like especially because they do it for Tour de France guys and stuff. For for like motocross bikes, is that a factor at all, or do you think it's just too low speeds and with the jumps, I've, it's not really aerodynamically? Yeah. Berlude, I've never in all eleven years of being a mechanic, and you were a mechanic for a hundred. Um, I've never heard that ever even brought up. No, you know, no. Right? I mean, like, the yeah. speeds, the yeah. biggest thing is, ri- ri- you know, to make it strong. Mud, you know, I mean, the design mm-hmm. stuff, like like you were saying, you know, you incorporate a, a look and a design. And, you know, Suzuki sometimes had some really weird designs, but, you know, it's got to be strong, you know, for the mud. But it was mud, things you know? they figured out that. But we never, yeah. it was yeah. never an aerodynamic thing. Yeah, uh, even from the development, from testing and stuff for for dirt bikes, we never did yeah, anything with aerodynamics, but for sure a lot with the street bikes, oh, absolutely. And sport bikes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Jim, it does apply. So good question. Um, hey, FMF Racing, they have a subscription service called the Drop. It's uh, t-shirts every month that have not, not released to the public. Uh, we're we're gonna give a, we're gonna give a subscription of service away, Jim, for you. All right. Because oh, cool. you are you. a uh, you are a poor aerospace engineering student. So, uh, <laughs> ultra exclusive members only. Get it on fmfracing.com. The drop. Uh, I, I'm subscribed to it. Uh, Little D is helping us out. So stay on the line. All right, we'll give you that. We'll give you that. He'll awesome. definitely thanks, be. Have a good night. All right, thanks, Jim. Stay yeah. on. He'll definitely be poor when he gets out of school. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, really, right? <laughs> uh, hey, right before we go, uh, Paul, you had a quick counter to what John was saying about the U.S. Nationals. Uh, well, I was just saying that. Uh, hey. Happy New Year's, guys. Good Thanks. to hear you back in the studio, Blue. Hey, um, thank you. So he was saying there's not competition or whatever. I've already bought bought my NBC Sports Gold Pass. I'm going to watch everything. But I enjoy watching the GP guys more because it seems like they use more technique, whereas our guys are just, you know, just balls yeah. out, just pin it and, and make it work. And those guys are just a lot more technique and finesse when they're on the track. I wouldn't argue against that. And you know why that is, I think. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm right because it's, it's our track. Our track services in America are dist up, uh, sawdust, rice holes, dirt, perfect watering. You can go as fast as you want into those things, and it's no problem. So you don't need technique. Yep. European tracks, sand, hard pack. Uh, all sorts of different soils and terrain, and you need, and they get rough. They don't touch them. They have a lot more. They have 800 classes going in sometimes some of those GP races with EMX and all that and and, and everything else. So you need technique to get around sure. those things, and I don't think you need it in America. And it's suffered right. a little bit. So um, thanks, thanks, Paul. Thanks for calling, man. Thank you. Have a good night. All right, we got some guys on hold. Stay on hold if you want. Uh, Dark side, yes. Pookie, you'll be at A one. So just just I don't know if that's getting weird. Dark side, if you're getting creepy. <laughs> 
Poogie will be at A1. Uh, we're going to go to commercial break. Mike Allrich, Derek Brooks uh, from Yamaha Marketing Department are here to launch a contest that we'll be talking about. And the great Tony Berluti. Travis Marks is working the phones and uh, playing Excite Bike over there. And we'll be right back. Justin Bogle, Seven Deuce Deuce, and more coming up on the show. Thanks for listening. This is Lord Vader. And you jerkies are listening to the Pope MX Show. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing Flyracing.com. they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it Flyracing.com. the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech Engine Services uses the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven, experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services. Whatever it is, rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company 
for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Living 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp, and why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team, and we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so fun. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You don't bring in the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who've purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't 
no. Just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For talent and kite hubs, along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust W. 
No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their Prolaunch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com 
or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing. For has got microphone problems. We'll get there. Hold on, folks. You all right? Yeah, I'm good, Steve. Sorry about that. Lost my headset. Amateur. <laughs> hey, I think I've done this before. Seeger. I like Bob Seeger. He's coming him. to Vegas. Again. Again? I saw him a few years back. Great show, Steve. That guy's 70 years old. I'm going. I got tickets. Uh, I'm going. All right. He's playing... Uh, Where at? I think T-Mobile. Oh, that'd be bitching. Yeah. Seeger, bro. Hell yeah. I like that. You wouldn't think I'm a Seeger guy. Though. I wouldn't have thought that. Ah, Seeger's just, got some good songs. You're just all hailing. You know when I got Seeger to Seeger when I'm driving box fans across the country. Oh, cool. What, what goes better with driving than Seeger? There you go. You know, so... Uh, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, brand new on the show. Thanks, EVS. Appreciate it. Uh, use the code PulpMX. Uh, hold on. What is it? I already forget it. Pulp19. What are you doing with the... What? With the wrapper. I put it away. Okay. Pulp19, EVS Sports, Mission Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. Maxima USA Pro Filter. Uh, FMF, Atlas Neckbrake, Works Connection, Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, WUSA, Eagle Grit, Honda World Downey, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, the job of the week this week. We want to thank these guys for coming on board. Upload your resume for free today. Uh, get started in the industry, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, sales support from the folks at Alpine Stars. So down in Torrance, California, it's a full-time job. Alpine Stars currently seeking an enthusiastic, energetic, sports-minded person to fill a position in sales support department. Department. So, uh, yeah, sales support with Alpine Stars. That's the MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com uh, job of the week. And either one of you two interested in that? Derek? Mike? Oh, yeah. I'll keep it in mind. Possibly. Okay. All right. Um, Tony Baluti in studio here. Justin Bogle still coming up, as well as uh, the Seven Deuce Deuce. And uh, we got some exciting things coming up on the board. Um, yeah, I think, hey, Marks, you're supposed to get his information. Get, okay. Okay. Thanks, Steve. To get his information. I'm on the phone with JT. You're okay, interrupting. Get his information. The, the drop guy. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> um, Anaheim 1 coming up this weekend. West Coast, 250s. We didn't touch on that. Adamson Cirillo. We don't even know who's in it. We do. Okay. Adamson Cirillo, Dylan Ferrandez, Shane McElrath, Colt Nichols. A couple of Yamaha guys that I think will be in the contention for wins and podiums. What about Justin? Cooper? Yeah. East. Okay. RJ Hampshire, Cameron McAdoo, Marchbanks, Dakotas, Lopes, Cantrell. Other kind of, you know, sort of area of guys. Uh, but Ferrandez, I think, can be a title guy. I 100% believe in that in him. Oh, he's, yeah, he's good. He's one of those uh, 
those guys that the guy was talking about as far as technique. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. He'll uh, he'll do a great great job. Uh, I like Adam Cincerello though to win it. I think this is the year he puts it together. Hopefully, knock on wood. I think he's got the best the best speed. I just he's just gotta stay Keep upright. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a joke by the way that we don't really know these coasts. These are the reason I know these things is because I was texting and calling people. It's an absolute joke that, that they don't... <laughs> you hate it, Steve. It's so stupid. You hate it. It's the stupidest thing ever. Oh, hey, everybody, shit. come on to Dallas Stadium this weekend. We don't know who's playing. Your sarcasm, Steve. We don't know who's playing. The Cowboys will play. What do you mean with that? It's a sport where you don't know who's going to sh- show up and race. Yeah, but football, where, where do you come up with that? It's the, the same thing, Berlute. It is? Yeah, imagine showing up at Dallas and not knowing one of the teams. No. Because you're showing up at Anaheim, and you don't know the racers in one of the oh, classes. I get what you're saying, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay. You show up at Anaheim, you lay down your money, you show up, you have no clue who's racing 250 class. If you listen to Pulp Mex, you do. If you, I have access to call Tyler Keefe and Dan Bentley and Will Hahn and all these guys to find out. So you, you bastards are lucky that you have me. <laughs> you're lucky. But I have the connections to find out who's racing what coast but if you're just a fan you read racer x you read Transworld, you just show up at anaheim you don't know who's racing yeah can mike, you imagine mike you better get on those contacts and shut them down and they're leaking in <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly it's it's yeah. the it's the bastard yeah. oems is who yeah. it is yeah, yeah well on it, it can be expecting a call tomorrow <laughs> it's just the stupidest thing ever to me like and so here's what they'll tell you here's what the uh, flyracing.com jason thomas what's up jt what about football players being game time decisions? Like, what if you you are a huge Zeke Elliott fan for the Cowboys, and you all you wanted to do for the holidays was go see Zeke Elliott play, and you didn't know if he was going to play until game time, and then he decided not to play because he's injured. No, because he's injured. But he he may play, may not. They yeah, but tell that, you until it, you've that's fine because you know he's nursing an injury. Because guess what? They'll tell you on the Monday before. No, he was fine. They decided to sit him to rest him. He just decided not to play. No, not the same because that's just one rider. How do you explain all the other ones? It would ruin your theory. No. How do, you, <laughs> how do you explain all the other? How do you explain all the other riders? Like you don't know any riders who are racing. There's an entry list out. Yeah, it's got every every rider for every coast. Right. Well, at least you'll know who's going to be there possibly. Here's what, I mean, here's what they they'll t- force them. They can't force them to tell. Like I, I don't know what your what. What do you think the solution to it is? Uh, just tell us who's racing. Just tell us who's racing the races. All you teams. Is that too much to tell? Too much to to, to do? Clearly, yes. Yeah. Obviously, the answer is yes. Here, the teams are telling you that's too much. To, here's to do. what they'll say to you. We don't want to. We want all our guys to be ready for Anaheim. So if we tell Austin Forkner that he's riding east, he's going to slack off and not be ready for Anaheim. And then if Marchbanks gets hurt, we have to, you know, which can happen anytime, we have to put Forkner on the west. Well, he's not ready because we told him east coast. So we don't trust our athletes. We don't trust our athletes to be. That could totally happen. that. That could totally happen. 100%. We don't trust our athletes that we pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to to be ready. How about eliminate that rule that you can't that there you've 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 got to enter them on one coast and if they get hurt, sol. So I mean the 450 guys can't do that. So 
So do it like, you know, at the beginning of the year, this is who's racing east, this is who's racing west. Right. And then you eliminate that. Fine. Fine. I'm yeah, good. but that's brutal for sponsors. Like, if you're Monster and you're paying big money to Pro Circuit, and they get a guy hurt, they're gonna they're gonna lose their minds about not having a guy out there. Why? You know, I, I don't know if that's the right way to go because you're, all you're doing is punishing people paying the money to have riders out there. Well, you're punishing the fans now. Why? They're, it's not like they're not going to go to the race. You think they're going to stay home because Davos decided to race east? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Marty, Seriously? like that's what you think. You think that they're going to have one fan not show up because Justin Cooper decided to race west or east or I vice just, versa or any of those guys. Give me the sport. Give me the sport no, no, where you don't know half the team. We'll you don't know half the people showing up. Like, show me the professional sport that does not tell you who is racing or playing the game. That's it. NFL. Just NFL. Really, game time decision. But because they're injured. And they'll tell you that because of gambling. They'll tell you they have to tell you beforehand what's going on. Otherwise, they get fined by the NFL. Right. But I, I don't understand what what are the fans losing. They're still going to watch the race. They're still going to go to the race. They're still going to do everything that they would do in every same scenario that they would exactly do the same. It wouldn't matter. But they just change. don't know what happened to just like just what happened to just like letting the fans know. Hey, man, it's going to be AC and Dylan Ferrandis and Shane McElrath this weekend. Come get your ticket. Uh, we're going to sell you the seat, but you only need the edge. Like what? But do you think do you think it's it's hurting ticket sales because you don't know if it's going to be Forkner or Cincerillo this it, weekend? It doesn't. I don't. I don't know. First of all, I have no, no. idea. You know, it's, it's obviously not. I, I don't know. Here. But how dumb is that? Racetech.com rant of the night, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I see that. You it's hate just, it. It's just stupid. It's the stupidest thing ever. And, and again, in the, the, the managers ball. will tell you that they, they, they like it that way because that way the riders will all be ready for Anaheim. Yeah, it gives them options in case of you know worst-case scenario. I, I don't blame them for that. But how about you just tell Forkner, hey, we could have an injury. You're racing east, but we could have an injury. Please be ready. That's fair. Like Forkner, I, I don't disagree with that either. Forkner gave an interview with Racer X. And in the interview, which was, I don't know when it was done, but not that long ago, he goes, I don't know what coast I'm riding. I don't know. They don't tell us. But don't you think there is some, a bit of a shell game going on for people trying to strategize? Oh, my God, dude. Dude, well, maybe that could be it. But, okay, JT, you were a racer. Did you pull up? And you're like, oh, fuck, Reed's here. I'm done. Oh, God. No, no, no. Like, well, yeah, I did that all the time. I well, knew if I was racing him, I was done. Right, okay. That but, was, that's a fact. But, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, is is none of these riders are going to be mentally ruined or destroyed because Marty rolls out. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the teams, right? So you're, you're talking about like a really smart team manager. Let's just say Mitch because we've been mentioning Mitch already. He's looking at, okay, who do I want to have to race against? And I, I think those guys have guys they think that they've got covered and think guys they think they don't, or maybe they're not sure. I absolutely think they have a conversation about who do we think can possibly win the title and where do we want to put them. I would guarantee that conversation yeah, for sure. has to happen. Yeah, sure. I'm sure. But at that level, the ACs and Ferrandis and McElrath and, and, and Marty and Forkner, at that level, like, like there's no sure thing. They're all really, really yeah, good. I, so. I, I mean – this year, this year, I agree that it's it's a bit of a crapshoot. There's a lot of guys that could win, right? But a lot of years, it's not like that. I think there are clear-cut favorites 
many years. And, you know, Osborne had won two titles. I don't think many people wanted to go head-to-head against him the way he was riding. I think it's been that way many times where guys are just like, well, we don't really want to send our best guy against that guy because he's just on a kind of on a different level right now. So maybe this year is the outlier where it's kind of a free for all as far as there's a there's a lot of guys you could say is the best, you know could win. Well, but a lot of a lot of years it's not that way. I mean, you know the the 250 class has been dominated several years in in Supercross specifically. We're in a sport where you don't know who's racing. That's all. That's it. We're, we're in a sport. It's coming up this weekend, and we don't know who's racing. We don't not know who's racing one class. Now, luckily, all you jerkies have me to tell you who's racing. Yeah, so who is it, Steve? You just said it. Yeah, AC, Ferrandis, Nichols, McElrath, RJ Hampshire, McAdoo, Marchbanks, Dakotas, Lopes, Sean Cantrell. See, so you pulled it off, Steve. Now everybody knows. Right. Yeah. And you should thank all me. I am. And build, thank you. And make, you know, build know. shrines to me because that is what I've done for you people. <laughs> build shrines. Well, I think that Feld should thank you for helping sell tickets. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Good point. The stadium's full it's, now. Do, does every corner have nets this year, Steve? I don't know. By the way, there should nets, be more nets. There, you you hit the nail on the head. With yeah. Those. That, and guess who was guess who was laughed at and called an idiot for those nets? I, Me. I know. I've been on your show before. I know right. the whole story. JT was probably one of them. Was it? St- <laughs> it was probably JT. Was they, well, no, not so far as that. I didn't think we would ever see them happen because it was you. But I, I thought the idea was. Well, legit because we needed bull berms back badly. I I specifically argue with people. I don't remember who. I wish I had a list, like a master list. But people were like, "That's never going to work. That's a stupid idea." I specifically remember people saying know, that. I don't know if I would have made that list because I would have probably said that won't make it. But I I did agree with you that something had to happen because the lack of bull berms. And I raced in that era when they got taken away for yeah, seven years. It terrible. Sucked. It was terrible. Right. Uh, all right, we got Jamie on the line from Mexico. We should probably get to him. Jamie, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, buddy. Um, I was going to ask. I was going to talk about the East West, but you're talking about bull berms, and uh, you you talk about you know nice bull berms, and the nets brought it back. But doesn't the nets cut down on the vision of, of the of the racing? No, no, you can't even tell, bro. You can't even. I mean, I don't. I guess I haven't sat behind a net. Have either one, anybody here, sat behind a net? I have. Yeah, I did. Uh, Me neither. I haven't uh, been to the Supercross in a few years, and and you yeah. talk about nets, but the nets does bring back the bulbers that they hit the big triples and and bigger rhythms and and stuff like that. JT, how the um, how were the nets when you sat behind them? It's it's like one of those things where you, if you're looking through any sort of mesh or even like a you know like a goggle lens that has like the bubble in, bubbles in it to. Um, prevent it from sticking. Like yeah. at first you notice it, but then as you're looking through it, you don't see it. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things it's you like kind of look through after sa- a while. It's a sailboat photo. The sailboat. Yeah, I don't know what a, that means. That's a good. That's well, you, a good idea. But on the east-west stuff, yeah. Steve. I yeah. mean, there's no other sport out there that has any type of east-west type of thing, so you can't really compare it. You, you know what I'm saying? You can I mean, compare. But, you compare Jamie that you don't know who's racing or showing up. And that's unheard of in any other sports. Like, but you, it's okay. I think it, I think it adds to the excitement. I, th- I think it really well, it, it adds to the drama. I think you're and wrong. Like that, Adam might Adam Cicerelli might go in and say, "Hey, I want to race East Coast," and then Fortner goes down and, "Hey, I got to race West Coast." And and I think it adds to the drama. I think it's great. Okay, um, well, and you're I wrong. know you don't know who's racing, but that's good. And I had another question uh, 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 for or a statement for Berludi. All right, Berludi. Uh, what do you think, man? Would you rather be working like on two strokes, getting them ready for the race, or a four stroke? 
Oh, I don't know. It's kind of the same, really. I mean, two strokes, I like the sound. I like working on two strokes. Um, I think uh, the mechanics back then, you were more hands-on with the two strokes. So that part was cool. Um, so, so to answer your question, probably be two strokes. Ah, cool, man. Me too. Me too, man. Because the four strokes is more electrical and stuff like that, but I still think the two stroke would be more, uh, not difficult, but more fun to get tuned in for the race, outdoor or indoor. You definitely, um, it was more, you know, mechanical input. I mean, you made changes. I mean, you had to check with your team or whatever, but yeah, you were more hands-on that way for sure. Instead of yeah, like, don't you think a mechanics? Don't you think mechanics? Are not, I'm not going to say more smarter, but don't you think a mechanic has to be more in tune to get a two-stroke ready than a four-stroke? Um, on jetting a carburetor, yeah, the carburetor, that kind of thing, you know. Um, and then four-strokes, you know, as far as even carbureted back then when they f- were carbureted, there a two-stroke is definitely more temperamental, and you can get more power out of a two-stroke if it's if it's tuned right. Yeah, guys at Yamaha yep. here in studio, they love two-stroke still. Very <laughs> two-stroke marketing friendly. Yep. Yeah. And don't you guys feel like it's coming back? Like, I, I, I've i said this a few times. Like, I, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. coming back yeah, around. Comes back. Yeah. Everybody's doing a two-stroke shootout these days. I mean, yeah. even Racer X, uh, Motocross Action, yeah. or whoever, uh, Transworld, they're always throwing the two-stroke fever in there, and I love it, man. And <laughs> Thanks, maybe Jim. if they keep that influence going, they might throw a two-stroke race in the in the Supercross. In a, yeah, uh, I wouldn't hold your breath on that. But uh, <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, Thank you. Later, bro. Uh, right, JT? I wouldn't be looking for a two-stroke race at Supercross anytime soon. I don't expect that to happen, but I would love to see it. I would love to see some sort of 125cc support class added. That would right. be cool. But, yeah, with with the schedule the way it is, I don't know that they have time or whatever. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, what's up? What's going on, JT, for uh, Fly Racing? What's the latest, greatest? Well, you guys are... You guys are four days out or whatever from being the presenting sponsor of Monster Supercross. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> a there's a lot going on. Um, you know, we have the uh, the show with you, myself, and Weege on Saturdays. We finally hammered that deal out uh, the other night, which was uh, I'll say eventful to say the least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, you've met our yeah. demands. Yep. So that's yep. five o'clock on Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. So five o'clock on Saturdays. It's open to everyone. Please come check it out. Um, that's you know what we're trying to accomplish is to get people over to the the WPS fly area to uh to see what we're all about and, and Steve and Weege will will be a nice attraction and we're going to do a you know 30 to 40 minute show um we'll get some riders over we'll talk about practice which will be cool because practice will have just ended so yep. it'll be a, I have a, a recap of practice and a, and a preview of the night's racing which honestly there hasn't been since you know we stopped doing those post practice podcasts uh, so it'll kind of be back to that again where we go over what we just saw and what we expect. So I think it's going to be a huge hit. I'm super excited about it. So that's almost every Saturday at the Supercross, everybody. 5 o'clock, the WPS slash Fly Racing rig. I have a lot to say. So, you know, I'm going to need a lot of time to talk about nets. And- well, I think it's, I think it's going to be good because we're not. it's not like we're going to be struggling for content. We're just going to no. be coming out of time qualifying. Yep. And there's going to be a ton to go over. And we've only got 30 to 40 minutes to do it. Uh, so yeah, I think, uh, it'll be a learning experience a little bit this weekend with logistics of how are the people going to all assemble around it. And I think there's going to be a lot more people than we're assuming. Um, but I am super excited that, uh, that Feld allowed us to do this. Um, you know, we, we basically, (laughs) I begged, uh, you know, our, our side of it to, to make it and, and ask multiple times to do it just because I think for, 
the people going to the race, you know, it's kind of a dead time from mm-hmm. really 4.45 to 6.30. There's nothing going on. And to have this going on where it's nothing but a benefit and added value to any any person buying their ticket, I think it's going to be great. What do we do? Are we sitting? Are we standing? What do we do? Do we have a Do I have a throne? Do I have a, a What do I have? I, I think we're going to have. A, I think we're going to have stools. Okay, we'll have all right, a, that'll work. We're set up to the live Friday night show right. we're doing. Okay, yeah, this Friday night, Costa Mesa. I talked about yep. that at the beginning of the show. Uh, Kiefer, Weege, myself, JT, RV. We think David Coombs will be there. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, Pulp Mex Fantasy JT is kicking off. So and yeah, also- that's uh, yeah. when you ask me what's going on. There's a million things going on. So another project, obviously, we're involved in is is Pulp Mex Fantasy. Uh, we will do our first uh, podcast for that tomorrow, which is exciting. Handicaps will be posted either tonight or tomorrow. I know Marks has been uh, working on that tomorrow. But uh, man, it's, it's yeah tomorrow for anybody who played. For anybody who played the first season, I think you're more than excited for, for season two. Um, it's hard to to play and not get addicted to it. Um, it just changes the whole Supercross experience. You know, even in the most boring race ever, which oh, we've seen those. Yeah. And we've seen boring Anaheim ones before. There is so much going on if you're playing fantasy. I mean, the, the race for 15th or the race for 12th, you're on the edge of your seat, you know, trying to get double points out of it. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it makes a, it fun. A lot of work. What's that? Makes it fun, man. Really does. Yeah, it just changes everything. I mean, it it makes a race that could be over on the third or fourth lap. You know, like Roxon did to everyone in 2015 and 2017. It could, you know, it it gives you something to root for 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 21 minutes. So, um, yeah, I, the biggest thing I would tell everybody if you've never done it before. Give it a shot. You can play for free if if you're like ah, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want to spend money on it. Just try it and play for free and just get involved, and I promise you, you're going to want to be involved you know, and, and go for prizes in, uh, in 2020. I think there's going to be a lot of people that did just that in 2018. They just got their feet wet, learned what it was all about, and they're going to, they're going to come after some prizes in 2019. I'm super excited to see how that pans out. PaulMexFantasy.com. Sign-ups are open now. Weekly prizes, monthly prizes, or series-ending prizes like we talked about. Uh, chance at uh, one of three motorcycles as well. Um, JT, before we let you go, uh, Justin Bogle, uh, where he's coming up here shortly on the show. Benny Bloss tore his knee up. Um, what do you think? That's going to be a tough adjustment for Bogle right off the bat. Yeah, I think it will be. You know, I think uh, the team and Justin both realize that this is the 11th hour and we, we're going to take baby steps. Uh, but I think it was a great opportunity for both sides. You know, Justin had a deal fall apart and uh, I think this was a real blessing for him. You know, not only a fellow, you know, Missouri, Oklahoma guy that he's he knows very well, and Benny, unfortunately, going down. But I, I'm sure if Benny had to have that happen, Bogle would be at the top of the list for a guy to get the spot. So, um, you know, for the team, they're very fortunate that a guy of Justin Bogle's quality and you know just that level of rider was available to step right in. Um, mm-hmm. so I think for both sides, both sides are probably like, man, this. You know, this sucks. Everybody hates to have one of their two riders go down, but if you've got to have a fill-in, that's a heck of a fill-in to step into that role. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he does. Um, should be great Good to see. That bike's already good on starts, and Bogle's good at starts, so that no could, doubt. <laughs> that no could doubt. be it. And on a, for, yeah. you know, for me, my affiliation with Fly Racing, that's, that's huge for us. You know, we were super excited to see where Benny – would uh you know file in this year i know he had 
put in a ton of work this offseason. Mm-hmm. But with that option gone, you know that Bogle's going to get whole shots, right? And, and to get your product and your team on television, uh, that's a huge deal, right? So, yeah, we're, we were bummed. And then, uh, you know, after we got over the – the instant you know kind of sigh of benny getting hurt it was like mm-hmm. well what are we going to do and then that was a that was a great option give me your winners jt this weekend anaheim won both classes <sighs> i don't, don't waffle so back and forth. no i've been so back and forth on this because we know you know eli's rumored about being slightly injured marvin's knee was getting scoped there was just there were more questions than answers coming into this thing but i think with the way those two guys are, and we don't really know, I think the smart money will either be on Roxon or Anderson. And I'm going to go Anderson. I, I just like how he's coming under the radar. He's been so solid this offseason winning races, and I think he's had a really smooth offseason. And he has been known to come out swinging at this race. You know, last year, I believe he was second, and then, uh, you know, he won the second round, and then uh, 2016, he won this race. So I'll go Anderson, final, final answer. Looks like there's going to be a fly racing rider on the uh, sidelines to start the year, JT, we think. PR yeah, should be on. I, uh, uh, I don't have any info to share on that, but that's what I hear yeah, as well. Yeah, 16. Is the PR going to drop on that? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I, my PR window is over. I'm over it. I don't care. You should have yeah, dropped I, on I, that. I already expected it. But. Right, right. Um, well. uh, 250 class, give us your winner. I like I like McElrath to win. Uh, okay. I'll be cheering for Cincerello. That's my my heart will be with Cincerello, but I think uh, I'll take Shane to win the first one. All right. And quickly before we let you go, RC in the booth along with Ralph all year long, <laughs> seventeen rounds. Reggie Carmichael. Yeah, it's it's not a surprising move when you look at everyone knows how much you know Feld and, and Carmichael um, get along and agree and, and work well with each other. You know that's a long standing relationship. So when you look at that aspect of it, it makes sense. Um, you know, it's it's a bummer to see Emig leave after such a long tenure there, but I think changing it up can be good. Uh, but I'm curious to see how it works out. You know, I, I, Ricky has a lot of talents. Um, I don't think broadcasting is the best of those. Obviously, he's the best motorcycle rider ever. Um, but I think if he, like, like you've tweeted, honestly, I feel the same way. If, if he is dedicated to this and puts in – you know, time practicing at home and really works to get better at this, I think he'll do fine. Um, I think that's been a part of the criticism that a lot of those guys have had is, is that it's a part-time gig and they don't have to really spend hours studying and, and researching the guys that they're going to be expected to talk about now in depth. You know, the, some of the back-of-the-pack guys that are they're focusing on on TV and the LCQs and some of the stuff that um, – it aren't really unless you're doing your homework, you don't really know, and that's you're going to be expected to know that stuff now. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he tweeted back to you that he's going to absolutely do that, and and I think that will be critical if he does it and works hard at it, he'll be fine. Yeah, I agree. Uh, FlyRacing.com, please check him out on the web. Big weekend for this weekend for you guys at WPS. Congrats on that and uh, everything else. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Five o'clock in the pits in Anaheim. We're doing a show, Berlute. We'll drag you up there. Sounds you, good. You can tell Tortelli stories. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Or Renard stores. Or Renard stores. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, JT. Thanks, buddy. All right, guys. See, See you, you, JT. Uh, all right. Yeah, interesting. And that's a – how long has WP uh, Parts Unlimited Thor been social sponsor of Supergoss? 
That's a big change. Yeah, that's as far as I can remember. Time. 30 right? years? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that long, but it's going to be weird to see that. So thanks to those guys, uh, Fly Racing and WPS, uh, we're, we're doing that. So, um, hey, so reason you guys are here, Derek Brooks from Yamaha, Mike Ulrich, um, something really cool we're doing, and we're going to announce this now on the show. Um, Mike, you talked to me uh, a little while ago and said, hey, you know, want to get you a, a Yamaha and you ride it and let me know how you think of it and everything. We, you and I go back to the race days yep. when I worked there. And uh, so I got the bike and I've been loving it and everything else and uh, absolutely love that motor. Just, God, is that motor good on that bike. That Once I got the suspension dialed in for my speed, <coughs> not weight, but my speed, <laughs> the, uh, the motor is terrific. Well, you might have to get it redone again because you're losing weight. I know, right? I should got to send it back in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and then you said to me, "Well, hey, listen, we, I'll, I'll let you take it." But you were like, "Hey, what else can we do?" Yeah. So, um, you know, we kind of try to rack our brains and see what uh, what else we could do with you. And, um, you know, obviously, we know your your listeners are a real hardcore group and and really into they they know what they're looking for. They know why why they listen to the show. Um, they're kind of the core audience and, and who we're trying to help out. And, um, we also want to help out the privateers mm-hmm. and we know you're kind of a champion of the par- privateers and you've always done your best to, to help those guys along, whether it's with the privateer shows or, or getting and, money or, and tell everybody what's coaster riding. Right. Also help them with that. That's right. Yeah. Well, well see, I was out. actually Very wondering important. how you guys are going to do a, a, a podcast about your fantasy preview without knowing because racing what coast. because I did the work for everybody. Yeah, yeah there you go. I, I'm build me a shrine. Yep. So, yeah, basically, I we love the privateers on the show. We do the privateer island thing. Uh, we're always trying to help these guys out. Whether it's Alex Ray, whether it's Entignap, whether it's you know any of these guys that we've we brought on the show and people have really got to to know and enjoy them. And there's ton, tons of tons of guys out there. So what we did last year was and it was kind of came a spur of the moment thing. Um, guys in the main event. Lots of support, generally speaking. Um, money on the line. They're doing okay, you know, and you're in the main events. The guys who don't make the mains are the ones that you're like, oh, boy. Like, you're fighting every week to get in the main event. So what right. we did last year was our buddy uh, Smoots at Flying Colors uh, painted us up a Pulp MX helmet. And we did a four-race LCQ challenge with this helmet. And it did pretty good. Devin Raper. So what we did basically is we counted top four in the LCQ, go to the main event, 450 class. What we do is go fifth on back accumulates points so fifth place in the lcq is 25 points for us like you won the race never mind that feld stupidly changed their points to 26 i, I right. don't acknowledge that we, we we changed it fifth to 25 points and then the sixth was 22 uh seventh 20. was 20 and so on i changed it a little bit when it got further down but so i kept track of these points for four rounds as my own uh, felt that a tri- triple crown i went one better quadruple crown mm-hmm. just you know Trying to be a little better, yep. innovator, <laughs> and uh, so we did four rounds, uh, and people put twenty dollars into this, into this uh, 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 raffle for this Pulp MX painted helmet from Flying Colors. Devin Raper won the challenge. He made didn't make the most made events in those four rounds. It went down to the wire with Devin Raper and uh, um, Brandon Shear, yep. Yamaha guy, and and Raper got the money, and it was like three grand or four grand or something nice. you know for, for all the raffle money for this helmet awesome and we just gave it to raper and said here you go man we know you didn't make these main events but we're helping you out anyways yep so thanks to yamaha we're upping the prize quite a bit from a painted helmet which we love the painted helmet but we're upping the prize up uh what we're doing this year courtesy of the folks at yamaha uh a 2019 yamaha yz 450f is up for raffle 
for $20 a ticket. 20 bucks gets you entry into the raffle, a brand new bike. Uh, but thanks to the folks at FMF and Michelin and Roost and Vortex and Guts, and I'm probably forgetting a couple, we're going to dial that YZ450 in with all of our show guys, all of our show sponsors. So they're stepping up also, and you guys are doing the most. You're giving us the bike. And what we're going to do is another LCQ challenge, but instead of four rounds, 17. So at the end of Vegas, at Vegas Supercross, we are, we're going to keep track of these points every week. We're going to put it on social. We're going to let you know who's doing what. And then we are going to uh, make the draw after Vegas. 20 bucks gets you one ticket for the raffle. So it's cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate no, it. I think that'll be awesome. You know, make it a real series, 17 rounds, just yep. like the whole Supercross series. And and for some lucky listener to be able to win a brand new bike with all your sponsors' yep. products on there for basically 20 bucks. Yep. The, the listeners get something totally awesome. Yeah. And then the money that gets brought in from that goes to privateer. So so what okay. we figured out is we'll, instead of giving it all to one guy, we're going to do the first place guy, the guy with the most points out of not making the most points out of the LCQ, let's say, gets 80% of the money. Second place guy gets 15% of the money. Third place guy gets 5% of the money. So we're going to split this 100%, 100% of the proceeds. We get no money out of this. Berluti gets no money out of this. Marks gets no money out of this. So Marks will probably. Do something with the coding and get himself rich somehow. But um, better see some money on the desk, right? Right. Hundred uh, percent of the proceeds go to three privateers, and I think that's awesome. And congratulations to those guys who are going to win. And, and thanks to Yamaha. Thank you, Yamaha. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Thank you, Yamaha, for that. It's fantastic. So I have a question. Yep. yep. So you're not I, taking the I, bike back, are you? Are, no. Well, okay. Uh-huh. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Are, are we going to see a new era instead of like takeout moves in the last corner yeah. of the LCQ to make that main? Are we going to see the opposite? Are we going to see guys hit the kill button on accident? That'll hey, listen. The helmet got saying. us. The helmet got us three or four grand. I don't remember what it was. What's a bike going to get us, right? For for proceeds raised yeah, for hopefully. three privateers, and again, all the money goes to privateers people. So you're helping these guys out. We're, we, we've done this really cool thing, and and thanks to Yamaha for doing it. And you get a bike brand new. And all of our, all those show sponsors that we can fit on it, possibly fit on it, will will be on that bike, and we're going to handle the shipping for you anywhere in the USA. And then if you so, but you're eligible to win no matter where you are. But you got to handle shipping from the port closest port in the USA to, to to there. We do have one technicality we're trying to get wrapped up and okay. signed by our president before we can move. Oh, forward. president, really? Yeah, it's, oh, well. it's whether to allow the ram it. Oh. stickers or not it's a bit of a <laughs> right, sticky right. issue right now. i understand <laughs> yeah, it so. was edgy it was edgy uh, uh we have the ramit jersey right there by the way nice. um did you get that bike back yeah we did okay yeah finally we did <laughs> that was, there was i really apologize for that you guys helped us out and we already screwed it up the very first thing no no that was, it was no problem <laughs> except then a few weeks later all of a sudden Kiefer shows up or, or his guy shows up right, wanting to swap wheels right, in the warehouse right. and the warehouse guys are calling me and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I know. Yeah. Trust us. We uh, is a bit of a cluster. You guys have done one thing yeah. for us and we screwed it up. No, this it is the second good. thing for us. But no, I'm, I'm thank you for doing this. Uh, really appreciate you guys at Yamaha for doing this. It's fantastic. It's a great bike. Someone's going to win it. Someone's going to have everything decked out on it. And the best thing is three privateers are going to battle it out for That's 17 awesome. rounds. Yeah. God, I can imagine yeah. what it's going to be. The money? Ten grand Dude, for probably one guy. I would think, man. Yeah. I don't know. If a helmet can get three or four, like, what's a bike going to get? It's 20 bucks. Am well, I eligible? No. What? No, you're not eligible. Oh, man. Um, I mean, yeah, all of us have, have raced, you know, I mean, I grew up racing flat track on a local yeah. level and stuff. I mean, I remember, it, like, everything was the cost of a tire. 
tire was a hundred yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah. Everything your your monetary <laughs> system was. Oh, that's two tires. No, three, three tires. Right, right, so, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Ten twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Ten grand would be. Awesome. Huge. Yeah. Oh, it'd be it'd be phenomenal. I know? have a feeling a uh, filter they'd be pissed off. Yeah, maybe. Don't maybe. you think? I don't know. Because it's kind of Depends. making their contingency look like shh. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Um But yeah, that that'll be great. And I know near the end of the series, Raper told me he knew about it. You know, he knew yeah. that what was the points because I was putting it on social media. So I don't know whether he took a dive or not, but he knew about it. So that'll be interesting if we see that. Can be some fuel petcocks getting fouled on the last line. I know, right? Like, so, um, you know, so, yeah, and again, if a factory guy wins this, then more power to him, but there's no chance of that. It's going to be a privateer. It's 17 rounds. So fifth place in the LCQ in each week gets the most points in this privateer fund, and it goes down from there. Uh, Marks, the raffle page will be up, right, tomorrow? Ish. Yep, tomorrow. We'll tweet it out. We'll put it on Pulp. We'll do it on Instagram, everything else, so people will know. $20 and win a decked out 2019 YZ450F, man. That's cool. So Antignap yeah. uh, could possibly be that guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not, yeah. I mean, I mean even a though he's on a team. Yeah, yeah, no. It, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't matter. We're not going to break it down that way. Right, if, exactly. You know, just a privateer guy. Mm-hmm. I think the guy that gets fifth every week is going to be out of a van or, or you know, something like that, yeah. especially. So um, that's awesome. Yeah, Thank obviously you. you'd yeah. like to see it go to the guy who needs it the most, regardless of, yeah, we were, of what kind of bike. We or kicked around else he's giving on. the bike away to a privateer. We kicked right. around um, uh, giving the my bike in the garage to a guy. We kicked around some ideas, different things that help privateers. I mean, that's Mike. You as Yamaha, you were just saying like we want to help out. How do we help either a listener, you know, or a privateer? And so we. I think this is the best thing. I really like this because it, yeah. it's going to be suspenseful. People are going to be right. into this thing, you know, yeah. uh, each week. So Yeah, I mean, sure. it, it basically com- just comes down to, you know, money. Like, we, it's easy to come in and just you pay money to sponsor the show, which is great. Yeah. But, you know, as much money as you make, we knew you'd, you really couldn't use any more cash. It's not even feasible, yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. figured, you know. Right. There's nowhere more else to bury in the backyard. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's great because a listener is going to win a bike decked out and a privateer is going to get three privateers are going to get a shit ton of money yeah i mean it's a win-win thing yeah just think about it if somebody over 17 races if they just don't buy a starbucks you know a couple times a week they can get an extra entry every week yeah yeah yeah. absolutely 20 dollars to enter for this bike and uh, we'll handle the shipping so don't worry about that in the u.s so so that part's pretty cool too you don't even got to do anything like that and uh um can you enter more than once absolutely okay you can enter as many times as you want Uh, yeah yeah uh, for, what what do you say, Mark? You keep saying U.S. Just clarify oh, that forty-eight states. I'm yes. sorry, yes, Hawaii and yes. Alaska. Right, exactly. Thank you. You got to be specific with I these know. things. I know. Nope, you're right. Is that on the web page? Yep. Okay, good. Yep. He he made the web page. So. All right, um, That's for the shipping. Is that what you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks to Michelin. Thanks to FMF. We're gonna get a muffler on there. Michelin's gonna get some Starcross fives on there. Roos is gonna put a custom graphic kit on for you. Vortex is sprockets and bars on there. Guts is gonna do a seat cover or a foam for you on that. So all of our guys are gonna step up. Works Connection also. I should mention that Works Connection is doing a complete like Yamaha kit. So chain blocks and plugs and nice. you know perch and everything else. So yeah, Works Connection is stepping up for that. So uh, thanks to those companies. When I sent them an email. And just said, hey, man, this is what we're doing. Yamaha's on board. They're, giving this, they're all, right away, they, they wrote back. So that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so, nice. so we're going to all team up with our sponsors and dial you people in. And like I said, 100% of the money goes to privateers. Uh, first place gets 80% of this money. Second gets 15 Third gets 5%. And uh, tickets are $20. And the webpage will be up ASAP. That's cool. 
I'm excited. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Well, people don't know, but say they're listening to this on Thursday. Yeah, it'll be up by then for sure. Well, yeah, but they think I mean Friday. So that's why. I'm- True. This is why you make more than me. Thank you. This is why. Yeah. Here. So, uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be up. And uh, is it going to be the website? Like, Can I give them the address? Yeah, yeah. It'll be pulpmx.com slash Yamaha raffle. Okay. Pulpmx.com forward slash Yamaha raffle. Check that out. www. Nobody puts that in anymore. You don't have to do www. Right, right. Don't listen to him. That's what my mom still does. Stop it. My mom still does that. Yeah. It's www. We actually had a discussion about that at one point a few years back about the sticker like on our race trucks or yeah. not race trucks but our uh, event trucks yeah we really need the www on there can't we just get rid of that yeah yeah i mean you would think so right yeah. um so again thank you guys thank you listeners for, yeah, for doing this uh uh we really appreciate it it's gonna be fantastic so um as far as that goes everything else uh good at yamaha everything's good right now yeah dude We're you're ready. 250 right now i asked Keith the other day like how's the shootouts going have you guys lost the shootout yet in 250 class Mm, nothing that's come out yet so yeah <laughs> we're, we're looking good i think yeah. it's pretty good right yeah. now yeah i, I was kind of yeah. 450 guys won five out of seven was it yeah four out of yeah we, six? I, I think four we won the most shootouts yeah yeah um so with the 450 so yeah we did really good with that and 250 we're looking really really good so I've got my bosses sold right now on the fact that it's the media guy. Yeah, right, right, absolutely, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, yeah. I, the bike's good. Our development guys are good, and and it's. Don't you wish you could go well. back to 2010 when you guys reversed that motor, and there's James pulling off and James crashing and yeah. issues with that, and shake some people yeah. back then and be like. <laughs> Look at look at what we're doing. We may or may not have wanted to shake some people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, but it's hey, the motors are great, and a lot of yeah. it is due to that design. The design, yeah, I know, hundred percent. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I, I really credit because I, I remember literally seeing it sketched out on a piece of paper, like almost like the cocktail napkin type story. Right. This idea that the, the engineer had, and yeah, I mean, I don't know that it's really revolutionary, but kind no. of was yeah. in in a way and when you make that big of a change that affects the chassis as much as an engine does, yeah, I mean, it's going to take some time to get it worked out mm-hmm. and get the development, but the theory was there. I think the theory and the concept was, was right. Well, yep. I mean, it, it's working now pretty well, so yep. I, I think the yep. concept yep. was right. I think it just, you know, took a little while to get it dialed in. I almost yeah. wonder if the other Japanese might come around. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know I, how it is. You, I mean, they all, the they all right. buy the bikes. They all buy the bikes and they all ride them. I think you know. there's a lot of pride too. Like you mm-hmm. know, they don't necessarily want to do the exact same thing as others. But yep. you know, we kind of went about went on about this a little bit last time I was on on the phone, and I, I truly believe that bike got a worse reputation than than it deserved. Uh, like Derek said, yeah, yeah, it's it's obviously evolved and, and gotten better over the years, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't as right. bad as what what people made it out to be, and. Obviously, we're doing well now. We've won a bunch of shootouts, but you still hear, you know, when people refer to it, even you, you say, oh, the, the motor's great, but actually now the whole package is great, yeah, you know, yeah. and the, the handling's good. Obviously, everybody's always talking about our suspension, but it's it's a good package. It, I think just a lot of things came together at the same time that didn't work out well for us. Mm-hmm. The bike got a bad reputation. Um and you know we've we've yeah. done our best to try to climb back from it, and we finally have. Yeah. But uh, I I think like Derek said, it it's cool that Yamaha does take those chances. 
you know, sometimes it, we pay for it. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't work out. You, you know, look at the, the four stroke chances you took for the yeah. 426 yeah. and the 400 and 400, the 250F, absolutely. right? How yeah. about the bass system? <laughs> that one didn't work out so good. <laughs> the bass wasn't so great. But, yeah. yeah you, but, yeah. you know, always trying something new and, and innovating. And, and I think that's kind of cool about Yamaha yeah. is that, that they're not afraid to try new things, step out of the box. And, and uh, I think ultimately the, the product speaks for yeah. itself. That and, he, hey, and even near the end of the two-stroke run, the YZ250 was the best bike. Yeah. It really was. Everybody copied. Yeah, they that, really did. Suzuki the, copied like bore, stroke, intake. Yeah, the the power valve design, yeah. just just enough to make it. I remember know. Bob Oliver was like, "Yeah, they just put put a Yamaha motor in a these fucking Yamaha yeah, motor." Yeah, like yeah. he was very. The Cowie was too, though. Was it? Okay, yeah, yeah. pretty much. I yep. mean, the way they w- w- work and operated yeah. were a little bit different, but but the same basic idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the 250F shootouts, like I said. Um, Kiefer was just updating me. He's like, "Yeah, I think it's a Yamaha sweep." when it comes to that so um yeah, we're hoping that that's awesome for you Sounds guys good right yeah and again the, it, it, a lot of it is just is that motor design you know it's just yeah. it's fantastic and it works right. out and i think back to how it goes but i mean for me riding it the 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 motor i mean you're absolutely right. suspension's great it handles very neutral i don't yeah. think it carves the tightest but i also don't think it uh uh head shakes the most you know right. I, think, I think i think it yeah. it's such a balanced Right. In, in as far as turning goes, you know, yeah. like I think I think the Suzuki, my Suzuki probably turned a little quicker, mm-hmm. but this thing turns more consistent. Right. But that motor is so it's good. Deceiving. The time yeah. I you wrote, wrote it, it you yeah. wrote it. The thing's unbelievably fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah you don't even know what gear you're in because they're all the same. They're all just like like right. gradual pull. Oh, it's yeah, and I think it's that layout that gives it that mm-hmm. power character. Yeah, you know, I think other companies try to. Some of them have more power, you know, peak power. But yeah. it's not always about peak power. It's no. how the power is delivered, and I think there's challenges to to getting that power character with a traditional air boot. And, yeah, and all yeah, that, yeah, so. and everything else. Yeah. Uh, Weimer wrote it. <laughs> Loved yep. it. Couldn't believe it. He, he yeah. couldn't get off of it. He, at, oh, he rode at, your bike at Western. Oh, cool. He's like, hey, let me take that thing for a spin, and I'm like, okay, and dude, the temp. 12, 15 minutes later, he's still out there. I'm like, how's the gas? I I don't really want to be responsible for this, Jake. I actually wound up talking to him after that, and and sounds like he might want to get on a YZ, so we'll we'll see what we can hopefully get something going with him. Yeah, Blue Crew. Uh, All right, we get some phone calls. Justin Bogle's coming up shortly, Marks. Uh, We want to talk to him. I want to talk to you guys about the 65, too, and how that's going, because we did a big big press conference in San Diego, and you guys revealed it, and I was talking to Peyton about it, Mitch Peyton at Pro Circuit, when we were shooting those race videos, and he's very stoked on it. Yeah. Um, I, so I want to talk. I don't know a ton about sixty-five stuff, but we'll, okay. we'll get that. Cool. Uh, let's let's go to Joel. Joel, what's up, man? What's your uh, question about Ralph? Ralph Shaheen. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Uh, how are you, happy man? New Year. Yeah, you too. Uh, pretty good. Um, talk about how Carmichael is one of the new announcers this year. Do you think it's time for Ralph Shaheen to get replaced? Dude, there's a lot of Ralph hate out there. I don't get it. I, just, I don't know. He just seems kind of like corny to me like i think jason wygant like would be a great person for it or well um, i agree like kevin windham well no windham can't do it that's a the, ralph's yeah, job yeah, ralph's job is the 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 cop the, the airport the, the air the airplane traffic controller windham could never do that job yeah. wygant would know more than ralph and wygant would probably do a better job than ralph but ralph's fine he's setting up his analyst he's asking the questions mm-hmm. he's getting in and out of breaks he's getting the sponsors mentioned he he is he's a very accomplished announcer um, I think Ralph's fine. I don't get the hate for Ralph. I, yeah, I don't. I've heard the same thing. Is that, he perfect? No, but the, yeah, the, the the commentators love him. 
because yeah. he sets mm-hmm. them up and and he's they, that's they rave Dude, he's about they rave about years him. 40 he's guys a pro he's and he's yeah. called he was calling supercross in the 80s he knows what he's he doing he makes those guys look good uh joel did you ever listen to that podcast i did with ralph um how long ago was that one? Oh, he was here for sema so like november uh i might have i listened to it every um week or every monday that i can no it's not it's, the it's, next day. it's it's not the monday it's not the pulp show it's uh this is steve mathis podcast just a one-on-one with oh, ralph yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. Okay, subscribe to the Steve Mathis podcast on your podcast app. Search for okay. Ralph's name. Listen to that podcast. Listen to Ralph talk about it. Because I ask Ralph about stuff because I disagreed with him on certain things mm-hmm. that he does. And mm-hmm. I, I challenge you to listen to that podcast and say and, and come away with it being like, Ralph's an asshole. Like, I just... Yeah. He, he, he's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't think he's an asshole. I just feel like mm-hmm. Jason Wygan is able to, like, you know transition for people that are coming into it for newcomers to explain to them things how things work and then like transition to like people that have been in the sport that yeah you know look for things more and he can make it like more even ralph just seems to like transition for like to me like the newcomers which you know i understand well no but okay ed we cover this in the podcast or joel we cover this in the podcast ralph is definitely listen ralph is under direction Mm -hmm. by the producer to to cater to new viewers so I ask yeah. Ralph, why do you say it's a red Honda, Ralph? Like, we, we don't care. And Ralph answers yeah, that question. You. So he is – that Feld wants the casual viewer to flip the channel and find our sport. I don't agree with I it. You. I don't agree with it. I think we, we are what we are, and if you're into the sport, you'll figure it out. But um, yeah. But that's – Ralph, if you listen to that podcast, Ralph will tell you all about it. But I'm with you, man. I don't want to hear about the red Honda and – you know this and that. I, Ralph breaks it down way too easy, but it's not all him. Yeah, it just sounds like his hands are tied. Then a little bit. Yep. So, so all right, man. I appreciate it. Okay, thanks for listening, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, RMATV MC KTM team gear alloy. Go to SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Type in Pulpamex eighteen. Pick your gear alloy wheel style that you want for your Jeep truck, your SUV. They have tons of different styles, tons of different models that they cover. I have a set on my truck, and I've never been happier. GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. If you go to the race this weekend in Anaheim, the uh, RMATV MC KTM team will have a gear alloy wheel display in the pits. You can check it out for yourself and find out. Uh, which style that you want the best, and then go to SoCalSuperTrucks.com, punch in the code, and save. Speaking of that team, let's talk to its newest rider on the phone. This just happened uh, last week, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing this guy on the track with uh, a great team by him, by his side. Justin Bogle, what's up, man? How are you? How's it going, man? Congrats on the deal, but holy shit, you got some catching up to do. <laughs> yeah, first off, thank you very much. I am super excited. It's been a bit turbulent, if you will, and, uh, a bit a bit difficult here the last few months. But it's honestly been it's been pretty fun. I've been learning a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's, I'm getting better for it. You know, learning to kind of be a bit more like water and go with the flow. So, um, my first day on Supercross on the KTM was yesterday. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. yeah, I got plenty of time, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're good, dude. <laughs> Good. It's got two wheels and an engine. Oh, man. Um, 702-586-7857. You got a question for Justin Bogle, uh, the newest RMATV MC KTM rider, taking Benny Bloss's spot for the whole Supercross series. Um, I guess let's back up a little bit, Bogle, if we can. 
Phoenix Racing, that's the rumor for you for a long time. Uh, you got a Honda. They were going to be on Hondas. Uh, I talked to some guys at uh, Showa. You were going to get some suspension and some help. Things look good. What went sideways with that deal, or what happened to that deal, and when did you find out that you would be just basically on your own? Um, well, finding out, it was it was super last minute. Obviously, we didn't have a whole lot of time. I'd just been riding a stock bike that I uh, that they had loaned me, actually, and once we made it back to Oklahoma, we were at Raynard's, and me and my friend Brad Frace has been helping me out with pretty much everything. We were kind of working on it ourselves. Actually, Trey was there. He showed me how to tighten my chain, so I've learned quite a bit. <laughs> but uh, I had some help from quite a few people. I had uh, Robert Raynard was helping me out. Marshall Plum helped me out a little bit. My dad helped me out. So I uh, was doing that whole thing. It was, it was interesting. There was days I couldn't ride for like a week because I had to order some parts and had to wait on them to come in. So uh, it was extremely interesting, but uh, it was all good. Yeah, the the Phoenix Racing thing, as far as what I've been told, they're still going racing. Just the iteration of the team that I was a part of, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of fell through with, I think, just first team stuff, just hard to land sponsors. Sponsors, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that kind of stuff, you know, it was kind of, last minute even going there to begin with but uh we you know took a chance and tried to uh make it happen but in the end it just ultimately you know didn't fully happen but right. um it's so all good i you know were I, you I had a good time while i was there so, so. were you going were you going as a privateer in your van and a honda for a1 that was the plan uh we were we were actually my agent jimmy button who was an incredible agent but he's also a really great friend of mine he, a lot of people actually throughout this whole thing, my my immediate circle didn't didn't really just stay down with me. They they doubled down, and it's actually pretty pretty incredible that the you know five six people around me we were all going to make it work. So mm-hmm. um, we had things in the works we tried to do, but again, it was just so last minute that yeah. it was it wasn't looking good to make Anaheim just because I didn't even have a bike still. So yeah. Um, it was looking a bit rough for that, so I'm thankful, man. This whole thing that worked out with the Rocky Mountain KTM team is, it is, uh, man, those dudes are heaven sent for me right now. That's yep. a beautiful thing, and it's made the transition a lot easier with the bike being so good. I was blown away by the thing, so. Um, absolutely. Um, the, the ironic thing, though, the bu- the bummer thing, Justin, is Benny Bloss, who also rides with you at Reynards and good friend of yours and a good dude, has to go out with a knee injury. You know the injury part of this sport better than a lot of people. So, but yeah, that's not, you know, I mean, a part of you has got to be like, Oh man, Benny, I got your bike. I got no, your mechanic. I, I was <laughs> definitely bummed because, um, I've been riding with him and he was ripping mm-hmm. looking best. I've seen him look ever. So, and obviously I like Benny. I've known him for a long time. We spent a lot of time together at Robbie's and all that. And actually shout out to him as well. Being a good friend that when he, went down and figured out that he was going to be out for a while. He actually called me and told me, like, hey, I think, you know, you'd be a good fit for this, whatever. You should, you know, mm-hmm. pursue this. So yeah, yeah. That was, that was really cool of him to do. And then he actually came out to the track yesterday when I was riding. He was out there hobbling around. Oh, cool. And just yeah, hanging yeah. out. So good. it's been cool, man, but definitely bummed for him. Um, So you've been riding Hondas, obviously, for a long time. RCH, Suzuki as well. Never a steel frame KTM, so don't tell us to t- 
typical stuff, Bogle, and you won't anyways because you don't do typical interviews. But what's it like? What's the adaption of the bike like? I I this is I shit you not I I love it, dude. Yeah. First day on it, I've only got one day on it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel I feel good. Not I don't feel fast or nothing. I mean, that's fine. Take some time. It's been yep. like I said, it's been a weird off season. I hadn't really been as prepared as I'd like, but I love the bike, and I know I'm jumping in at a point where Benny and Blake did a whole lot of testing. So you know, I got a saving grace with that, not having to go through all that stuff because we don't have time anyways. Yeah, uh, I jumped right on an incredible setting, and I'm yeah. I mean, I it's no secret I struggled with comfort last year. I never really got to ride enough to get comfortable, and just had a difficult time with it. But I jumped on this thing and. Still going to take time, obviously. Yeah, nothing happens overnight. But as far as just riding and comfort goes, mm-hmm. I'm stoked, man. It's a, it's a good motor, isn't it? It's got a good motor. The those. motor, yeah. The motor is incredible, and in that the chassis is it's real forgiving, and I think it's a little bit better for the way I ride, anyways. So mm-hmm. I love it. Um, how long do you think do you need before you feel like you know leg swag, nineteen bogle again? Uh, I mean, I'm closer to it this week than I was last week. So okay, all right. <laughs> I feel I feel better now than I have in a while, but um, I don't know, man. I'm not coming in with anything, any crazy expectations or mm-hmm. any pressures from anybody. You know, I I have a plan for myself that was my plan, regardless of what happened. So yep. I think, obviously, taking time, Rome wasn't built in a day. I know what I'm capable of, but at the same time, I know, you know, realistic expectations. So... Uh, I mean, I'm very confident in what I can do. Mm-hmm. It's just a day on the bike. I'm going to have two before we go racing, you know, yeah. probably two or three. So um, we'll build into this thing. But I think with an opportunity like this and a bike that I love and just time under my belt, it'll be good, man. Yeah. I'm happy right now. So yeah. that's a big thing for me. That That is a big thing. It's a big thing for any rider for sure. I uh, I don't know how well you know Michael Byrne, but uh, I've known him for a long time. Obviously a great racer. Let me tell you, that dude is smart. Well, Brulu, do you worked with him for two years? You, great guy. He's a great guy, yeah. and that dude is smart. Uh, when you are ready to go, Bogle, and up to speed, and feeling it, and you know you want to test and you want to change things, you're gonna really like working with Michael Byrne. So far, so good. Yeah, I've talked to him pretty much every day since mm-hmm. I got on the team, and yeah, man, Byrne, <clears throat> Forrest. Derek, my mechanic, everybody, man. Austin, the other mechanic, JR, everybody over there that I've dealt with so far. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Super uh, kind of laid-back feel. Well, obviously being serious, but I, I really like the vibe. So I, yeah. I, I can fit in there pretty quickly and, and make it work. So it's good. Um, yeah, Burner from guys who worked with him, guys on the team, everything else. He's a really smart dude. He'll, he'll help you with the video. He'll he'll help you with the bike setup and everything else, man. Uh, I yeah, it'll it'll you'll be blown away for sure. Um, where were you when you got the call, or or well, I guess Benny told you, hey, I put a word in for you. You should go for this. But yeah, actually, I just I'm kind of still in the middle of it now, but <laughs> uh, moving back to Oklahoma City. So I was in my house that I just moved into halfway mattress on the floor yeah so that kind of moved in i haven't had time to make anything else happen yet but i was sitting at my table and got a call from benny and pretty much the next day had a flight so yeah wow that that's the life of a professional racer yeah 
Yeah, that's that's cr- right now for me. We've been every few days plans have been changing for a while so yeah just kind of been learning to go with the flow and make the best of whatever we got hey you've been riding at rr's place yep been back at back at Raynard's place man you ride on houses how's his his uh place it's incredible yeah. it's actually it's quite a bit better even than when i left just a couple of years ago that's why i figured he's, he's gotten it better huh yeah, it's cool, man. He's been he's been learning and, and getting better and making improvements to the facility, but also in the way that he does things. So that's good. And Robbie, Robbie and Ashley, that's family. So yeah. coming back there is like going home. That's cool. Yeah, and, and Trey's been riding. What? Oh, you know, Trey's, Trey's been riding, riding a lot. Been ripping, dude. Dude, yeah. Someone just what? someone just told me that he's ripping. Uh, maybe it was maybe Derek. Derek said he's so fast. He's got a Honda, I <laughs> yeah. guess, huh? Yep. Just as fast as ever, just looking like Trey, dude. Just picture perfect, and yeah, it's cool though. With no pressure or anything, he's been having fun. You know, it's been it's actually been really fun. As squirrely as it's been for me, I've been <laughs> in very good company and yeah. around a lot of people that I care about. They care about me, so it's been it's actually been fun. Yeah, that's uh, man. You want to talk about the ups and downs of a professional racer? Like you're winning a national. Uh, not that long ago, uh, you got hurt. You had a shitty year. You, your team fell apart. Or you, you got a ride with a privateer team. That thing fell apart. You don't know if you're making Anaheim. Boom, you're on a factory KTM. Like, <laughs> I, dude, that's that's the thing, man. It's <laughs> it's it's another one of those lessons that you learn as you go through life. That as long as you keep going, and just you know, as long as you believe in what you're doing and you keep going, things work out eventually. So yeah. That's a that's a beautiful thing, man. Through all of this crazy whirlwind of things that have happened in the last year yeah. of my life, to end up here on a factory KTM motorcycle, it's it's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. We got uh we got Tyler on the line to talk to you. Tyler, what's going on, man? What's your question for uh, Justin Bogle of the uh, Rocky Mountain KTM team now? Yeah, nothing much. I just wanted to ask Justin a little bit about actually his music career. Um, you know, I know this is kind of like a blessing in disguise, Justin, with uh. It's, fortunate the whole thing with Benny and all but you know just happy for you that you know you're able to get a ride and stuff like that but um yeah I just wanted to ask you how you know your whole music and that whole part of your life has kind of helped you throughout your career especially you know in rough times stuff like that about working with like Brad Frace and stuff like that yeah it's it's been I mean the the main thing that's kept me together the last 12 months of my life it's been a bit uh a bit rocky at times so uh, to me, when things go on, I don't go to, I don't have a therapist or anything, you know. So I just, I make music, and my best friend is an incredible producer. So we, uh, you know, when I have time, we work really hard at it and have a lot of fun with it. And that's the way that I kind of occupy my time and something that I'm, you know, obviously very passionate about as well. But when I'm hurt as much as I was last year, that's something that we can do for that because to me idle time and you know overthinking and giving yourself time to overthink and sit is when you start to run into that that uh scary little spot where you can maybe dip into some depression you're on you know pain meds with injuries and things like that so that's really helped me kind of stay away from the the demons a bit you know keep running and stuff stop stuff like that will catch you Mm. yeah yeah do do you see it more of as kind of like a career after moto or is it kind of just I think on the side as a hobby, or what are you? What, what are your expectations with that whole side of things? Um, 
I mean, I would love to do this. I'm, I would love to pursue it as a career when I'm done. I don't have the time or anything like that right now. I'm pretty preoccupied with trying to uh, make this stuff happen with racing. But when I'm done, for sure, you know, it's a, and we make stuff that's, you know, hopefully pretty relatable, just about life stuff. You know, I got life problems. I don't really have, you know, dirt bike problems. So um, <laughs> it's something that I would love to pursue in the future, for sure. Yeah. Also, on another note, are you a bit of a wrestling fan? Have you, are you getting along with Jericho at all? <laughs> yeah. You, you got to get into wrestling ASAP, Bogle. <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah we we talked about here? it a little. No, I, I actually don't know anything about it, but. <laughs> Oh, man. I did a podcast with Derek uh, maybe two weeks ago. He, he came to Vegas for a show and then stopped by the house. And uh, I got a lot of people loved it, man. A lot of people really liked that podcast from Derek Rankin, uh, now Bogle's Mechanic. So, uh, Tyler, I guess you're one of those guys that liked it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I liked, liked hearing that for sure. Yeah. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank right, you. Not a problem. Thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, GearAlloy.com, bringing you Justin Bogle. Uh, Pulpamex18, SoCalSuperTrucks.com. And uh, go there and check them out. So for you, Justin, uh, Scott Goggles, Fly Racing Helmets, Fly Racing Gear now, Gear Alloy Wheels for your truck. All new guys. All new guys. And I have to say, too, I, I hate when people get new sponsors and they, they talk crazy, but the Fly Gear, I, I was – so impressed by it the stuff fits so incredible mm -hmm. and it looks sick yeah yeah it definitely yeah it, it the, you know yeah that's exactly you're exactly right they've stepped it up man in the last few years it's phenomenal stuff um definitely so all right so baggett's like baggett's gonna be your teammate how well do you know blake mm -hmm. uh how do you have any interaction with him did you guys ever take each other out back in the day or anything or am i missing something berluti oh uh, yeah you ask him you're okay. asking him the oh. question i'm just i'm okay. just shaking I don't my head this. i don't remember this all right please tell us like baggett stars uh nothing really sticks out to me to no? be honest I've what are known... you talking about berlute what yeah what what am i missing here god maybe i'm missing it maybe okay maybe it's anderson and baggett oh yeah anderson and baggett yeah. okay my bad yeah yeah it wasn't wasn't me i've I mean, I've obviously raised Blake mm -hmm. a lot. He was a year up on me, I think, growing up. But yep. we catch each other ever so often. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've known him for a long time, and we get along fine. Yeah, yesterday at the track was super cool. We were all just vibing, hanging out in the in the box truck. So <laughs> I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be good. No right issue. Yeah, that'll we're all, be... We're all old enough now, and we've all been through this enough to do all of us know better than to have issues with people that you got to be close with because number one, there's not really a reason for it. And number two, we can all work together and be better. So, mm -hmm. and obviously have respect for each other. I respect him immensely. He's a champion. You know, I'm a champion. Hopefully he respects me as well. So yeah. it's all good, man. Yeah. That's why I like, I don't get the Anderson thing. Like he, he, he's got these grudges with guys and Hey, he comes out on top a lot. And he's got the Supercross title, so more power to him. But sometimes I'm like, dude, you're going to get it from a lot of guys in this class if you keep that up. There's going to be a line of dudes that want to tee you up, you know? God, you don't need enemies in this sport. No, because it, it makes it hard. you got to oh, come through the pack yeah, at some point, right? Absolutely. You know, yeah. or whatever. So um, you're absolutely right, Justin, that there is a little bit of etiquette out there for you guys, for big-time 450 guys. 100%. Guard. Yeah. 100%. Especially once you get in this class. It's, everyone's a champion in this class, you know? So, yeah. Um, just a respect thing. That's all it is. It's not anything besides that. Just respect. Yep. 
Um, well, hey, man, thanks for, uh, thanks for thanks for the time tonight. I appreciate it. I'm sure you're wide open trying to get everything ready. It's it's New Year's Day. Uh, so we appreciate the time. Uh, congrats on the deal. I know I tried to steer you a couple of deals in the offseason. I guess it never, nothing really worked for you. But um, I appreciate the time for the show. Good luck with everything. I got a feeling it's going to work out, man, because uh, um, with Michael Byrne and with that bike and the team and everything else uh, and your talent, uh, maybe maybe it won't be great at Anaheim 1, but just give you a few weeks, and I think yeah, you're going to start feeling right at home, man. So. Right on, man. Well, I appreciate you having me on. All right, cool. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Yeah, bye. Gear Alloy bringing you Justin Bogle on the team. Uh, like I said, I think it'll be a rough start, but just stay healthy. Yeah. Get used to the bike. He'll do get some testing. Some starts. One thing about him, when he gets starts, he's not scared to pin it. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, uh, Berlu, we got we got a phone call for you here. Oh no. What? Why you say? Oh no. I don't know. Who is it? It's Ed. Ed, what's up? What's up? Hey, Ed, what's, what's up, happening? What's, How you been? What's up, Happy New Year, guys. How's the big ATL? Uh, it's pretty good, man. It's been raining a lot. Yeah? Yeah, record rainfall, but oh, no other sure. than that, it's good. Yeah. Huh. You're old buddies. Yeah, yeah. Old yeah, buddies. man, you're buddies, Mathis, and- ain't we? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm, I'm drawing um, a blank. Well, he used to I, tell him what. I was, uh, I was Lawrence's driver. Motorhome driver. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Big Ed. driver. Yes, yes. How are you, man? Yeah. Long time no talk. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm good, man. How about you? Oh, we're good. Congratulations yeah. on your show, man. You're doing a good job. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. We're trying. You know, Berlut. Berlut adds a lot to the show. He classes it up and uh, with great yeah, stories. Yeah, he, he. Well, he's a good dude. So he, is Travis. Thank Martin. you, man. Has a he, pleasure working it. with Travis too. He uh, he had to get the Renard story in though. You love <laughs> Renard. <laughs> Love Renard. Uh, Renard is your fairy. Well, you you just egg me on, so I love yeah. it. And Robbie is a good guy. Yeah, no, Robbie is. And absolutely. all those guys love him too. Yep, no, they yeah. do for sure. Um, what else, Ed? What's what else is happening? Uh, I was just out west for Tyler's memorial. That was a pretty sad thing, man. Yeah, I bet that was a really bummer yeah. deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying, actually, trying to get his bike right now. Some guys got it, and. Uh, Trying to get the money up to get it so I can uh, give it to his daughter. No, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, where, yeah, where's the bike? Like on Craigslist or something? Yeah, no. Well, the guy's trying to put it on Craigslist, but oh yeah, um, he's trying to cash in on it. I think, but yeah, that Tyler, sucks. Tyler owed him a little money, and oh really? I told him, look, I I said, look, we'll, I, we'll come up with the money, man. His daughter needs to get the bike. Right, know? right. Yeah, that that would be pretty nice. If Plus, that, if I'd like, like to get it out and put it on display at a couple of the races out west. You know. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a sad deal for sure. We had Evans on the on the show maybe like a year ago, a year and a half ago or so. Yeah, so. he was he was sounding pretty uh, pretty uh, wild on that show. I listened to that. Actually. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you just wonder sometimes where after racing and everything that goes on, where sometimes your life goes and what what things happen yeah, or whatever. You know, that's the thing, man. With these kids, you know, that's all they know their whole life, and then they're done racing, and then mm-hmm. what do they have? Yeah, they no, don't for even, sure. They don't even have a college degree like other sports yeah you know? no sometimes I, I yeah i agree um it's tough man well 
Uh, Ed, I got to spend some time with Kenny, though, too, on his birthday. I seen oh, good. him out there, so that was good. Cool. Uh, good to hear. K-Dub. I haven't talked to Vegas K-Dub for a while. I don't, have you talked to him, Berlin? No, I haven't. No. No, I, I, hopefully we'll see him in Anaheim. trying to put his podcast together, I guess. So. Dude, everyone's trying to put podcasts together right now, Ed. <laughs> yeah, Every, I know, Everyone I know. is. You got a podcast, Ed? Yeah. You're starting one? Uh, don't, don't need one, man. Don't need one. <laughs> uh, well, hey, thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, nice man. to talk to you after so long. All so. right, you guys, too. Tony, right. stay in touch. Okay, thanks, Ed. Good hearing from you. All right. Thanks, Bye-bye. Dude, Appreciate bro. it. Uh, absolutely, I remember, Ed. Uh, Michelin Star Cross 5, uh, hard, medium, soft, and sand, 21 different sizes. Uh, we got some reviews in. Star Cross 5, the best tire around. Uh, although I've sponsored, uh, I've sponsored a ride with another company, I can't wait to get on my favorites, which is Star Cross 5. Hands down, the best tire uh, this person has ridden. This is what Pulp Nation is saying about the Michelin Star Cross 5. Uh, wide range of quality performance products for all uh, tires and uh, bikes and motorcycles and scooters from Michelin folks. Michelin motorcycle.com you want a dis- discount on one you can go simply go to btosports.com mention pulp mx tell them pulp mx sent you and they will give you a deal on a michelin instead of michelin starcross fives uh, great tire uh, easier mounting for a uh, uh, better feature and uh, we thank the michelin folks for coming on and also too michelin is going to give away a set of starcross fives for the yz450 we are giving away privateer lcq challenge announced tonight on the show can't wait to uh to to see that and see who does and See where the guys are placing and everything else. Of course, what are you doing over there, Ulrich? Sorry about that. Um, you can't, uh, 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 you know, one thing about it, the privateers, you can't be like, hey, man, good luck in this thing because no one wants to be, like, they're all in main events, right, in their minds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't really say, like, hey, dude, I think you got a good chance of this. You just <laughs> let it play out because otherwise so, they'll give you, give you the, I think you, know, you got a really good shot of winning this. Right, issue. right, right. <laughs> hey, dude, I think you got a lot of chances of not making mains. Just uh, good luck with that, you know? So uh, let's get to the phone call here from uh, – it's Andy. What's up, Andy? How are you? Hey, what's going on? Uh, I got a question for the NBC Sports Gold. So I live out in Noonan, Georgia, near one of the Yamaha plants. Oh, okay. I'm out in the sticks, so I don't have good uh, Wi-Fi at all. I can't get anything but HughesNet. So I can't stream this stuff. What's your input on that? I think you're screwed, dude. Um, yeah. Because well, the races are all NBC Sports. Do you have NBC Sports in your cable package? Because they're on. There's a there's a couple that are the next day. I want to say five are live or something, and six are de- tape delayed. So if you have NBC Sports, you can get the races. Yeah, I I, I just love watching them live. I know. I'm a supporter of this. Uh, I've been in it since I was a little boy. You know. Oh, I hear you. I hear you, Andy. I just I don't know if your internet's bad. That's how you get NBC Sports Gold packages through your Wi-Fi through the streaming, you know. So, um, I don't. I mean, I don't know where you you live in the sticks of Georgia. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I literally live out in the sticks. There's no such thing as high speed anything. I got either dial up or HughesNet, so I got HughesNet. But there's just not enough speed to even Andy, think about streaming. That if I was you, I would move. I, I mean, how do you how do you watch how do you watch porn without the streaming? How do you order something online? How do you do anything with no high speed internet? What what what's going on with your yeah, life, right Andy? There? I mean, seriously. Oh, I know, man. They gotta be able to motor somehow. They gotta have that eleven acres. I mean, I guess build a house somewhere else and go drive to your eleven acres. I don't know what to tell you, Andy. I mean, I, I mean, I do so many things on the internet, from paying bills to watching videos to I mean. I couldn't imagine not having high speed watching videos. Oh, it, it's yeah. tough, man. It's tough, but, but Moto's life, you know. Yeah, I hear you, buddy. Um, yeah, I think you'd, NBC Sports on your Gable package would be the best, best luck, best chance for you. And then um, maybe you can like pick up your laptop and go to your buddy that has high speed and watch the races at his house on Saturday nights. Yeah, 
get that's definitely possible. Get some chicks, get some beer, and you know, watch the races. Head over to Starbucks. Oh, absolutely. that's right. Yeah, Uber Uber home though if you're hammered. <laughs> Andy, you got a bike? Anyway. You got a bike? Yeah, man. Yep. Well, what do you want? Seventeen four fifty SXF. What do you want from us? I feel really bad oh, for your wife. What do you What do you need? I I need a uh, like I said, need a set of bars. Needs wheels. Need a set. No, <laughs> no, you do not get wheels. Stop it. Uh, what, you need a set of bars. Yeah. All right, we're going to give you a set of bars from the folks at Vortex, all right? VortexRacing.com. Email Jake at Vortex Racing for a hell of a deal. Uh, Monster Energy Yamaha uses Vortex sprockets. Are, are, we, are they still using them in 19? Yep. Okay, yep. good. 19, 2019 team, Plessinger, Barsha, Vortex Racing. Stay on hold, Andy. We'll get you some bars, all right? Thanks, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. I mean, the guy has no high-speed internet. Andy actually sounds like he might need a new YZ450. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he could. He could. Enter it. 20 bucks. 20. Raffle. Raffle bu- Don't you have um, to enter online, though? <laughs> I mean, that's not high speed necessarily, right? Oh, okay. Hey, Marks, can we do the X-Brands? We can do whatever you want. Let's do the X-Brand, sure X-Brand goggle tear-offs. Did I tell you you look nice tonight? You look nice tonight. Stop it, dude. <laughs> it's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Listen, the guy who makes these questions, he's asking me a lot of questions about you two guys. Uh-oh. Like, sort of what he can give you questions about. So I'm not responsible for what's going to be asked here All right. for you two. But is- X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Hep Suzuki, X-Brand Goggles, Alex Ray, Adam Entignap, Kyle Chisholm, all running uh, X-Brand Goggles, along with uh, a bunch of other guys. Uh, ben LeMay as well. Uh, Freddie Norn, Fast Freddie Norn running X-Brand. X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Do you run X-Brand? Actually, Rich gave me a couple pairs, and I was very impressed. They're, oh, yeah? They're quite good, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah. They look good, too. They do look good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Did you see that photo of me on the Yamaha Blue Crew on Instagram? I was lit kit. Yeah, I don't oh, know. I just boy. I saw some pictures and with the nose guard and everything. It, yeah, it's a strong look. Yeah, it yeah. is absolutely. Uh, Pulpamex eighteen is a code to save at XBrand Goggles EKSBrand.com. As I said, Hep Suzuki guys, Ed and I think that uses them, and he'll be on here shortly. Um, and uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know him? I've heard a lot about him. He's like a social media influencer or something. Yeah, he's a social media influencer, hundred <laughs> percent, absolutely. Uh, so thirty seconds on the clock, Mark. Let's do this, Steve. Who are your sleeper picks for A1 in each class? Sleeper pick, uh, 250 class. My sleeper pick will be Enzo Lopes. Chad Reed is also on the bandwagon, as I am. Sleeper pick in 450s, um, Kyle Chisholm. Because all you people, it's 15 seconds, all you people count Kyle Chisholm out. Nobody talks about Kyle Chisholm. Nobody looks at Kyle Chisholm. He looks kind of dorky on the bike because his neck brace and full chest pro, you know, and all that. And then you look at the main, and there's Chiz. Like 12th place or better or whatever. No one will talk about Chiz and, and he'll make the main event A1. Great fantasy pick. Yep, he will be. Mm-hmm. He'll be a fantastic Pulp Mix fantasy pick. Berlou, which rider was the worst tester that you worked with? Oh, wow. Worst tester. He wants to say Renard, but he, it, it hurts him. Mm, nah. Wow. Uh, maybe Roderick Thane. All right, 17 seconds. Good job. Sorry, bud. No, 17's good. Oh, okay. I feel like he's just trying to find one that's actually not going to listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Uh, good you know, point. Goose, you, weren't, you were at Suzuki, but you weren't really helping him. But Goose told me, Mike, the 800 was a terrible tester. Oh, yeah. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, Burn yeah. Burn helped him out a lot, believe it, it or not. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Mike, ballpark, how much does it cost to develop a new bike like the the 65YZ? Ooh. Oh, that might be out of Mike's lake. But yeah, I think that's better for Derek. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, oof, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Moser, dude. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different levels of, of cost, you know, engineering cost, yeah. production cost. I mean, yeah, yeah I wouldn't right. even know where to be. Dumb question, Moser. Next question. Horrible. Horrible. The answer is a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Um, Derek, what's the expected ROI sponsoring someone who is retired like RV? Uh, well, I mean, ROI is referring to a financial number, which Again, we're, we're, screws we're not. But yeah. no, I, I, I think uh, what he was able to do for us last year, I think, was was every bit, if not more than I think what we uh, had expected. He's, no, he's, a, he's a strong brand. And... Uh, we feel like we're a strong brand, and together, I think we can do some fun stuff. The outside, not just within Moto and Supercross, but outside of that, he likes all kinds of motorcycles, and we've got we make a bunch of different types of bikes. I, I agree. Like between the pit bike, the Monster Cup, the straight rhythm, like it was fantastic for you guys yeah. to have him out there. Yeah, and he was doing good, and he was you know he's turned into this people's champion guy, and like I, I would have not. I would have never said it would have worked out as good as it has. When Americans you got, when, won in that. Yeah. What? Americans won the donations there, huh? The pit bike race? Yeah. yeah I got a lot to say about that. Uh, I know you do. <laughs> no shit, asshole. Yep, there he is. That's, <laughs> that's people's champions, everybody. He should be <laughs> alongside Ralph. What? He should be, should be alongside Ralph. He would make it one week, and he'd be fired or clipped or something. <laughs> um, be great. That would be Glorious. great. It would be great. Um, uh, no, I, I, when you guys said, hey, Ryan Vipoto's Yamaha uh, brand ambassador, I'm like, oh, you know, because I just, you know, from from racing and, yeah. dude, guy couldn't be any better. It's like phenomenal. God, what yeah. do you guys do yeah. with all those bikes? Those mudded bikes? <laughs> they sold them. Guys... There wasn't Yamaha. It yeah, was, it was a dealership. A dealer, yeah. dealer. Oh, and was they it? sold, I think, most of them. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, all right, next question. Steve, who's most likely to be featured in Just Short at A1? Alex Ray. Oof. Sorry, A-Ray. Oof. But he'll be good news. He'll have twenty five points towards the uh, privateer challenge. There you go. Yep. Could get back on the Yamaha. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Berlu, what's one track you would love to ride? Uh, Millville. You've never ridden Millville. Never. Yeah, I know you have. Oh. You and Stanton. You were chasing Stanton in Dude, practice. I have. Time. I don't. I don't. I have hundreds of laps at Millville. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Great well, you're track. Close up. Yeah. There, yeah. Huh? yeah. Did you ever ride it? I did. I went. Um, I did it for a, a magazine thing, though, not not racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I went out there one time. Yeah, good. Mike, how can we lower the cost of two strokes? <sighs> <laughs> Derek is just, so happy. Just tilts his head back. <laughs> these like questions are. <laughs> Derek is like, sweet. I don't got to answer that. Uh, <laughs> Mike gets you, all. You know what? It's not going to happen. It's just that's my rant. You want me to go another rant? I understand. No. I. <laughs> I don't disagree with you, yep. but it's just, you know what? It's the cost of doing business. There's there's inflation that's happened, you know, all yep. across the board. It's not just, yeah. just in motorcycles. And, I mean, you look at shootouts. Okay, so it's between us and the Husky and the KTM. We're noticeably cheaper than the, than the KTM and the Husky. And, you know, that 
the guys making our bikes don't think our bikes are any less of a bike than the KTM. So what's going to motivate them to sell it for less, even if they could? Um, are you selling all the bikes you make in two strokes? Is that still happening? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So again, the, the demand is you, the big boss, the bean counters at Yamaha are like, yeah, price seems to work pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, you know, with that, like I said, we're, we're still, it's not like we're price gouging. It's, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we talked still a little under, bit earlier yeah. what Derek it's, was saying, where it's not like anyone's getting rich off these things. It's costing us a lot to produce them as well. Yeah. And we're uh, still trying to I keep it. I think that motor mold has paid for itself by now. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not it's, just the molds, it's, though. It's, <laughs> right. I mean, because, I mean, every manufacturer has probably different amortization schedules, but yeah. essentially within call it two to three years, the tooling's all paid for. Yeah. I mean, so oh, okay. it, it's it's it, one bike. Do I mean, the there, math, everybody. <laughs> there's some bikes that you make a good margin on, and there's yeah. some bikes that we're basically not even, why right. even do it? Well, right. we, we sell them because yep. it's part of, you know, stepping up to the next bike in the series. Yep, yep. So some bikes you make good money, some bikes you don't. But in the day, you know, at yeah, the bottom yeah. of the balance sheet, you know, like you said, we're hate, not we're not hate, flying around in private I hate jets. when you make sense like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Derek, which manufacturer currently has the most successful amateur program? Well, I, you probably find this hard to believe, but I think the Blue Crew. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, clear, oh. clearly a biased answer. Um, Donnie Luce, you know, the it. it Right, you know, with the Blue Crew, I think he does a really good job. Um, Who thought of the Blue Crew? Who did that? Because that was pretty... That, was that not the start of all these other guys copying you? Well, I think Team Green's obviously Oh, well, forever. Team Green, yeah. yeah. But I feel like... I feel like Team Green is different from Blue Crew. The rhyming and... The, uh, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I agree. I think ours is better. <laughs> <laughs> um well, also, too, like, Bobby Reagan at some point was like, hey, I want to get involved in amateur racing, you know what I mean? Because you, you had Cycle Trader, Roost MX, and Cycle Trader people were involved for a long time in doing that, yeah. sort of handling that, yeah. you know? And then all of a sudden, Bobby Reagan's like, hey, I want to start bringing these kids up, and now, they're, yeah. you know, so now you have an extra Yamaha team going after people, and then Donnie's sort of there, you know, dividing it up from right. there. Right. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not completely, you know, up on what how Team Green does theirs, but I know our program is is very big and uh, covers a lot of different bases. So you know whether it's supporting kids coming up, you know, and eventually trying to work them up through the ranks up to a factory ride, to offering contingency at at selected races. We've actually upped the contingency just for this year for GNCC. Um, you know that's that's a very important segment to us as well. Uh, to support at you know amateur nationals and stuff like that with with giving both uh, technical assistance as well as parts mm -hmm. at at those races so um, you know we it, it has a broad reach and, and it tries to help out in a in a lot of different ways as well as you know just yeah. people signing up you know they get some some freebies yeah. and discounts we, and stuff like that I just did a podcast with Josh Woods about some amateur racing stuff and he was saying on there that the Honda guys are just like hey. We're going to help four kids out to the max, full race yeah. motors, full everything. You know what I mean? And, and you guys are more of a, hey, we're going to help out yep. a lot of people in right. different ways and different levels sure, and everything. Yeah. So, um, all right, next question. Steve, who will say their bike setup is off at A1? Uh, Tomac. <laughs> I mean, he, he, it's just a brand new bike. It's a brand new model. And I predict, I will hear, we're still working on stuff. Even still, if he wins. We're still doing some stuff. 
You'll just hear it. It's a brand new model. That, that'll happen. Always does. Right, brother? Are you with me? Yeah, I, I hear you. Right. He's got time on that thing. He, that's what he wrote at the donations, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, for the people on Facebook Live, are we still on Facebook? Yep. Uh, sitting here in front of Berlut is a David Villeman Yamaha shark helmet that Mike brought in to donate to the studio. Thank you, Mike. Yep. Cool. It's right. the Villeman's race helmet. Yep. It's got his sweaty French sweat in there. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then it's got, got stickers and everything. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. We'll look in our studio. Thank you for that. DV, one know. of our buddies. Yep. Big fan. Uh, Berlou, who is your pick for the 450 Supercross Championship? Um, I'm going to say Anderson again. All right. Three seconds. Hot take. Yeah. Surprised he didn't say Renard. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, why hasn't... Oh, do you got more? No, we're good. No, go ahead. All right. Mike, why hasn't anyone else rotated the cylinder around like Yamaha, and who would be the first to copy that idea? Well, I just imagine they're not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> One thing you did say uh, about the other OEM, OEMs not copying, though, like, that's why I was very surprised the hydraulic clutch showed up on a Cowie. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm like, ooh. Like, because right. KTM's had it, of course, forever. They've but, done it. Yeah, the Japanese but, copy each other quite a bit yeah, in, but, in the history, if you start looking. I yeah. mean, I think. Yeah, who knows? I mean, if we keep going and, and the bike keeps getting a better reputation, maybe eventually someone will go to it. I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll be KTM. I don't know. But with their frame design, I don't think yeah. that would work right now. But, um, yeah, obviously it was, you know, with the reputation that we got right off the bat, probably wasn't in, in anyone's best interest to try to jump on that bandwagon. But um, 46 seconds. Okay. All right. <laughs> rules are rules, bro. It's not now. Perfect. All right. Derek, uh, which Yamaha marketing campaign is your favorite or most memorable? Shadler and well, Bradshaw with shaved heads. Yeah, that's that, that's the one that came to my mind oh, okay. first. However, uh, I remember I don't even remember why I was there, but because I was in product planning. <laughs> but I went out when uh, when Jeremy McGrath was you know still on a two oh, well obviously two stroke but um we were doing a the brochure shoot and anyway the whole campaign was when he was the austin powers oh yeah and yeah, had the yeah. so it was that was memorable just because i was there and yeah. he was jumping this jump that was just ridiculous on a bone stock bike oh and, really yeah was I, he dressed as austin powers on the bike or no no, no okay later than, yeah, jet, then he did the yeah yeah um that's pretty cool the timmyator remember the timmyator Terminator, but fairy's yeah, face. Right. They had Men in Black that. with DV. Oh, yeah. Men yeah, in Black yeah. with DV. There was a lot of those. Well, the ones. cool thing yeah. was Cycle News. That's yeah. where all the race win ads were, you yeah, know. Right. Um, and I still go. Do you even go to I love Cycle News. I don't know. I don't go there. I it's should. cool. But because um, they still have some of the stuff in there. Um, but, um, yeah, you don't, you don't see race win ads very much. Yeah. And I love those. They were really the The Bradshaw Scheidler. That were, those were those weren't Photoshop. Those were skinhead wig, skinhead yeah. things, right? Yeah. Like uh, wigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right, or whatever. Not wigs, but whatever. Yeah, like like yeah. that. Now they would just Photoshop it, like, right? Right. Yeah. But back then it was like, no, we really need to put this on. Right. Yeah. All right. Next question. X brand goggles. Choice of champions everywhere, including Adam Entingnap coming up shortly here. Um, 
All right, we got uh, Mike Ulrich, Derek Brooks from Yamaha, Tony Baluti as well. Uh, let's thank our sponsors, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Mission Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA Pro Filter, FMF, we gave away the, the, a subscription to The Drop tonight so thanks to those guys please check them out at fmfracing.com atlas neck brace uh great company chase sexton wears an atlas neck brace among other guys uh, i think marty does marty still wear an atlas neck brace i think he does works connection guts racing get data ogo power sports wusa eagle grit honda world downey motorcycle industry jobs.com ride engineering all on board with us tonight uh and also to um the big news tonight, of course, we are giving away a 2019 Yamaha YZ450F $20 raffle ticket. Gets you a chance to win it. You can buy as many as you want. Decked out in a lot of our sponsors. And uh, 100% of the money goes to a privateer in uh, who scores the most points uh, all season long. 17 rounds of Supercross. We're going to give away a... Top three privateers, huh? Top, pri- top three privateers get a chance at this. Um... So, yeah, looking forward to that. All right, so Adam Nectanap's coming up right away. Um, so, as we know, he's a rapper, right? We all know that. Yep. He likes rapping. Well, I purchased the album. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, he rapped a lot about Hondas and riding red. <laughs> now he's on a Suzuki. So, this is the world debut of his new yellow blue rap song. Are we ready? Ready. Here we go, everybody. Adam Nectanap coming up. Here's his new song. Yellow Blue by the 97. I just got a new bike and it's yellow blue. I've been marching with the RM Army. How about you? Let's go. Had a different bike, but now I got the new Suzu. You can try to beat us, but you number two. No offense to Coop. I just threw the Coop. Call it U Haul. Where I'm making moves. Now I'm 97, but I'm always seven dudes, dudes. They just officially put me in top 100. All approved. Uh-huh. I like that new color, yellow, blue. Yeah. I seen what you riding. I was like, oh, you gotta get on a brand new 450 Suzuki. Uh huh. You ain't gotta ask me. You could ask CR22. Damn. We gonna win. We gonna beat the shit. Call us Winnie the Pooh. Coming in hot, staying cool. That's what we do. Uh-huh. I've been sick my whole life, like I got the flu. Just double check my town. Yo, 722. Yeah. I just got a new bike, and it's yellow blue. I've been marching with the RM Army. How about you? Let's go. Had a different bike, but now I got the new Suzuki. You can try to beat us, but you number two. Yellow blue. Yellow blue. Now I got the new Suzuki. I'm just saying, I wouldn't want to be picking a fight. I hope you know, we got that protesting bike. Bye bye, just hit you with the one two. I put a banana clip in the 450 Zook. with the roost. Now I'm gone and I just gift on you. Got the brand new Zook with the brand new team and it's HGP. What you know about me? Got a fresh new star and I'm living my dream and I got my shine on like the damn hot. Make a white boy, make a white boy wanna scream. Living my best life, you might not agree. Life's been good like I put sour cream. Uh, call it supreme. I don't really care if you add your two cents. Even penny pusher, I'ma make them millions. I've been out there killing like a villain. Don't be obstructing my vision with all your conditions and all your restrictions. 
Damn, damn. Boy, how you think I got all this sauce? Drip, drip. Boy, how you think I became the boss? Yeah. Boy, now I got the zook. Seven deuce, deuce. Welcome to the show, buddy. What up? The new world debut of your new yellow blue. Dude, I love that new song. It's sick. Me and my chick have been playing it like every single day. Oh, me and my fiance. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Fiance. Every day. <laughs> wow. Um, it's good. I, you know what? Honestly, I'm like, I, you got on it quick to make a new one. I, I really, uh, the work ethic was there. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Like, honestly, it was like one day I was just chilling in the truck and I found that beat and I was just like yellow blue. And I, just, I liked it a lot, and it worked. And then, honestly, the other part that kind of made it happen all quick was um, I put Weston in the song, and it was kind of halfway done, and it sat. And then Weston got hurt, and then it kind of gave me the idea to uh, to donate all the funds to him. So that was kind of the, the motivation behind it to get it done, you know what I mean? Nice. So where can people get it right now? Um, You should be able to get it on Apple Music tonight, and then um, – you know, you can go on iTunes and buy it okay. uh, anywhere. All the platforms, you should have it. Yep. And then, yeah, just make sure you guys, if you can, um, Weston will make more money if you buy it from iTunes. So buy it from iTunes, play it, stream it, do whatever you can. But he's going to make the most money if you buy it on iTunes. So All try right. to go to iTunes and purchase it and uh I'll definitely let you guys know more information tomorrow and all that stuff. So just uh, keep on my Instagram and you'll know what's up. What uh, What do you think, Prelude? I that? think it's cool, and I think that's your best work ever. Wow. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Best it's, work it's, ever. It's, it's, finishes. I you know think so. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it definitely is one of my better ones, but um, one of the differences is that it has, like, a professional engineer on it. Um, I'm, like, mm. really lucky to be involved with this guy up in uh, San Luis Obispo named Joe, who got me in contact with... Uh, this place called the sauce pot and they're kind of like backing me and doing all my rap music now for me. So I have like a professional engineer that does all my stuff. So nice. if it sounds a little more crispy and yeah. everything sounds a little better, it's, it's because it's like in a real studio and it's all professionally done. So I'm pretty excited for the next album and just everything coming out. I'm stoked. Well, um, I still, a, I still like the subway rap the best. That's still the best one. That's still your best. Subway Raps original, bro. It Come is. And, and 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 Derek and Mike are here in studio from Yamaha because they're, we announced their giveaway tonight, and we would like to name it Blue Crew. Dude, Blue honestly, Crew. I was listening to the show earlier, and that is really cool of you guys to do that. I can't. I mean, for just for the privateer, the whole privateer group, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's freaking. It's insane. Like for somebody to be able to possibility of getting a ten thousand dollar check because. You know, Steve and you guys put something together like that is, yes. you know, it's unbelievable. And people don't understand, like, you know, after Supercross, you know, what do privateers do, bro? You know, we try to get to as many or, I mean, I'm semi-privateer now, but I used to try to get to, you know, as many outdoors as I could on the West Coast and try to get there. And, you know, an extra 10 grand, wow, that's going to go yeah. a long way. It's wow. going to help somebody out get to that next level, you know? Yeah, Suzuki, uh, you know, Suzuki does not doing it. Yamaha did it. Blue crew. I, I mean, just I'm just saying, blue and yellow. You know, whatever they're good and all that. But blue crew, blue crew stepped up for guys like you and on privateers everywhere. Just saying. Say it. So, Say it. Um, how about if by chance Adam was to win the money? Uh huh. He has to make a blue crew rap. 
<laughs> well, we could do something like that. Yeah, yeah, we could we could do that. Yeah, before we write the check to him, he will make a blue. <laughs> there, you there you go. Well, how about just Subway Part Two that I've been crying for for three years? I hey, remember. bro. Yeah. Hey, you can cry all you want, Steve, but I gave you the website. I gave you all the you stuff, and I still have yet to find a beat. Yeah, he told me to pick up the beat. What do I know about picking up the beat? <laughs> I mean, I like Van Halen. Yeah, I was going to say, Van Halen doesn't have a lot of beat, right? <laughs> no, no. Um, hey, so listen, 9-7, Thor Gear, Suzuki Rider, Adam Ettingham is on the show. Who? I'm sorry, it's going to take a while, okay? It's going to take a while. Um, how are we feeling? Anaheim 1 is coming up. How are we feeling, bro? Dude, honestly, I feel really good. It's been, it's been a little, it's obviously a little different, though. You know what I mean? Like, yep. privateer privateer life like you know november december privateer life's like okay i gotta make a bazillion phone calls i gotta figure out how to get my bike i gotta you know what i mean i gotta mm-hmm. do this i gotta do that and this last week you know it's like oh my god i gotta get my motor is my bike broken in is my bike broken did i ride my race bike enough is my suspension right do i gotta get it freshened up because the oil's bad and now it's like you know like Dustin and the whole HEP team has had me testing so many days. It's almost like one of those things where it's like, okay, can Anaheim come today, tomorrow? (laughs) Do I have to do any more testing or what's going to go on? You know, so, and like, I got to ride my race bike so much. It's kind of like, okay, I'm ready to go. So whenever you guys want to start this thing, just let me know. <laughs> oh, the seven deuce deuce prelude. He's on a real team now. Yeah, he's loving it. <laughs> he's it's like, damn, what's up? <laughs> Berlute, or, or Berlute, he's like, we didn't test as much with Teddy Parks. <laughs> we didn't do any of this with Ted Parks. Like there was, there was none of this going on. No, man, it's oh, good. God. Yeah. Hey, and, and you know what? Testing is a skill. Knowing what your bike is doing, knowing what you want to improve on is a skill. Uh, Berluti and I have certainly been on the other end of that, and you'll learn, and it'll it'll help you out for sure. No, it definitely, it definitely is an eye-opener, you know, because the biggest thing is like, okay, obviously, you know, when people hear me talk, I talk a little bit different. You know, I have a little bit of a, like a 70s twang, is, if that's what you want to call it. And I think the biggest part is being able to communicate um, to somebody else, your suspension guy, your pipe guy, whoever it is, you know, being able to communicate exactly what you want in a way that they can understand. Mm-hmm. And so I've been picking up on that really, really good, I think. And uh, I'm happy where my bike's at, and I'm happy where, where everything's at, and I'm happy the people that we're working with. You know, it's pretty cool. Including X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere, like Adam Ecknap. <laughs> Straight up. no. And, and I finally got you an X-Brand. It only took five years. I finally got I, you. I know. You got me on X Brand and I got a hold of Rich and he's super cool and the whole Pulp MX family is pretty awesome. I was thinking about that the other night. I was like, dang, I have a lot of a lot of pulp I'm like full Pulp MX sponsored. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> Straight up. Uh it absolutely it absolutely is. Uh it's funny, people have said that too. Yeah, the Hep team's a, a Pulp MX team. So <laughs> you guys up. just need fly racing, fly racing gear, bro. That's all you need. Oh, there you go. Um We got Thor. So um yeah, like what 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 what's your what's your goal here? What are we talking about, uh, Adam? Obviously, main events are are the key for you, and and working forward from there, getting in the main events. I mean, do you feel as good as you've ever felt on this bike? Do you feel like it might take you a few races um, on the on the HEP Suzuki to to kind of know where you're at, or how do you feel going in the season? We asked uh, Chad Reed the same thing. Um, I feel I feel really good going into the season as far as like 
bike and all that, but I definitely have a little bit of a different approach. Um, you know, it's, I felt like last year, my goal was like to, you know, to specifically make Maine. Mm-hmm. And now this year is, you know, more focused on getting good starts and like a position in a Maine. So it's not, it's more like putting myself in a good position instead of like feeling like I'm the outside guy trying to come in. You know, I want to be more of just be in there every single week, get the starts that I want to get and just hit my marks so that it kind of comes more automatic. I think, you know, with all the testing I've done and how comfortable I am on the bike, I'm like, there's no reason why I wouldn't be in the main every week. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just, I've done so much time on the bike and I feel so comfy. It's like, holy crap, this is definitely a little bit of a different, a different feel coming into the season. It's like, you know, you put so much time in and you have so many resources behind you. That's like, I'm just kicking back, chilling. And all I have to do is make sure my body's right. And, you know, they got that bike taken care of, and right. I just have to do my part. So How's your health? It's been pretty cool. It's actually really good. You know, like, it's crazy to think that I'm only, you know, at Anaheim, I'll be at exactly five months out of femur surgery. Wow. So um, it's pretty crazy how different, you know, modern medicine is. You know, when I was in that hyperbaric chamber up at Salus Medicine, and Carrie was helping me out a bunch, but, you know, you do – you do everything and you eat right and you train with your, you know, my trainer Taylor is also a certified physical therapist. So, you know, that stuff helps and just kind of making sure you're eating right and doing everything perfect. And you can get back. I mean, I was on the bike two months and three weeks. I mean, it definitely wasn't like yeah, super, super gnarly riding, but I got to go out in the field and kind of put around and just, and do my thing. And now we're at five months and I feel, you know, my body feels a hundred percent. Adam Knapp on the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Brought to you by RoostMX, RoostMX.net. Please check them out. Hartraft, Hayes, and Bichelia are riding for a Cycle Trader this team this year, and they're supported by RoostMX.net. Custom uh, number plates, custom graphics, whatever you need. Use the code uh, Pulp Nation to save. they got a whole Pulp Nation section on their website with shirts and stickers and things like that. So RoostMX, pleased to bring you Adam Entignap on the show tonight. Um yeah, it'll be it'll be certainly weird to see you with a yellow front fender in front of you and everything else. Um, and so for you, like, what do you like about the Suzuki? What do you what do you think about it as far as compared to a Honda that it does better or worse? Okay, first of all, like, it's so weird because I got off the Honda and I went to the Suzuki, and I feel like they're pretty similar in bike. Mm-hmm. Like, to be totally honest, like the frame, it doesn't feel that much different. But I think like like I was talking about, the biggest difference is, like, that everything on it is, like, mine because of how much testing we did. You know what I mean? It's, like, you know, before, like, last year, I was, like, you know, I know this part's better, but, like, I don't really get to tune it, so let's just throw it on there and see if that's good. You know, we'll just throw a pipe, we'll throw an ignition. You know, we're not going to tune it or anything. We're just going to kind of throw it on there, and it's going to be better. Like, you know, I've just done so much testing to make the bike how I like it that it's just, like, it's, I don't even know if it's, you know, better or worse than my Honda, but I just know that this bike is my bike, which is pretty sick, and it makes me feel super comfortable. Right. How's uh, your teammates, Alex Ray, Chiz? How's it been with them? How's it, how's it, how's it working with them? It's, it's, actually, it's actually pretty cool. Alex obviously has a lot of energy and yes. holds it wide open, so he keeps it on the edge every day. And then, you know, Chiz is just a vet, bro. He comes to the track. He knows what he he wants and he kind of handles it so it's, yeah it's cool having both those guys because it 
you know, Alex keeps you high energy because you know you got to be on your toes every day because Alex is going to wake up and pin it. And then, you know, Cheese is kind of going to be on point because he's so veteran. So it's yep. it's been good. I think all of us kind of work together. I'm definitely loud and I talk a little extra, which I'm trying to, like, <laughs> quiet down a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, everybody's getting along really good. I'm so Three different personalities, huh, Berlou? Oh, big time. Like, when you think about it, like, the, you're just like, oh, boy. Well, I don't know, I'm, I'm, hey, so you and Alex train together? Um, No, not really. I mean, we he is so far down south, and then I'm, like, in Santa Barbara, so we right. met up on test days and all that stuff because we have to do our test days. But, like, dude, like, when we're testing, you know, we don't even really have enough time to do motos together because it's, like, Okay, test this fork. Go right. back, change it. You know what I mean? It's like oh, yeah. you know we're we had days from like eight thirty nine a.m. all the way till dark where like we were just swapping suspension or you know testing a pipe or bars or whatever you know just trying to get everybody's fit. Yeah, me and Steve have been there before. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. long. It's long days. Yeah, yeah. it so is. It's like we haven't even really like we've got to train a little bit together, but not like you know, grinding it out. For the most part, we kind of do that. You know, we get done testing, and then we get to go back home and put in our motos, and then, you know, we go to our next test assignment that Dustin shows, you know what I mean, sets up for us. 702-586-7857. You got a question for the 7 Deuce Deuce? We can still call you 7 Deuce Deuce, right? Dude, I'm 97, but I'll always be 7 Deuce Deuce. Okay. Good, good to know. That was explaining the song. If you, it, it was explaining yeah. the song. You're right. I, I should have known that. Uh, brought to you by RoostMX.net. Uh, we have Adam Entingham up on the phone. We've got a couple of calls for you. Uh, Brecken, what's happening? What's your question for Adam Entingham, Brecken? So this is Brecken from Moto Kids, and I was just wondering when your song is going on YouTube because all my friends are, like, freaking out. Like, when is it going on? So we. Um, I don't think it, it doesn't. It probably won't come on YouTube for until tomorrow sometime because YouTube's pretty like on it as far as like the day of, but it should be on Apple Music um, here pretty soon, any minute. So hold on, you can't put it on YouTube. You're trying to raise money for Pike. Don't put it. Don't give it away well, for free. No, it gets monetized on YouTube. Oh, it does. Okay, see. I yeah. Did, so I, there's like a monetized. Thing I did not know that because like I have a certain amount of. Uh, what do you want to call it? Like plays on my channel, right. or I don't know how to explain it. But through TuneCore, they monetize it. So okay, like so have a commercial at the beginning, but right. Um, so there you go, Bracken. It'll be up soon. Apple iTunes would be quicker though if you want to just do that. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. Appreciate hey, yeah, it. no problem, bro. Uh, Dale, Dale, what's up? What do you want to talk to the Seven Deuce Deuce about? Hey, I wanted to ask uh, Deuce Deuce uh, same question you asked him, like what he likes most about the Suzuki's, but since you asked that, I wanted to see what's one of the things that HEP gives you, uh, whether it's a part or a package, uh, that you wouldn't be able to get otherwise? Good question. Um, You know what? To be honest, like I don't think the biggest benefit is so much the part that I could or couldn't get. Um, it's more that HEP does everything and organizes everything and if i ask them for it it's kind of like there you know what i mean it's not like i have to worry like before when i was a privateer if i wanted something i had to go make a phone call go take a trip down to la or do whatever overnight ship it or you know what i mean who knows it it was a process now it's kind of just like hey i'd like to try this this or this and then they have it there for you and it's handled and all you have to do is focus on writing i think you know, I think that's one of the bigger benefits for me that's been awesome. 
There you go. Nice, man. That's awesome. Keep grinding. Thanks, Dale. Heck yeah, I appreciate it, bro. All right, see ya. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, the world debut, Yellow Blue. Get it on iTunes. All proceeds go to Weston Pike. That was a good song. Well, I liked it. I have a quick question. Sure. Um, so, obviously, Alex's and, and Seven Deuce Deuce riding style is much different. Yes. How about their setups? Is it oh drastically God, different bro. between the two? And then how <laughs> is, is the team able to supply you guys with completely differing uh, setups like that? Dude. Oh, my God. I got on Alex's suspension, and I rode, like, a half a lap. I was like, bro, I got to put this back. This is not going to yeah, work like for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, just straight up, like, 100% different. So, so pretty much it started out as we had, you know, a big initial day, a couple initial days, and then we got kind of, like, I would say, like, a baseline setting for everybody, and then we could go out separate days with our guy and kind of handle it like that because – we were going to, we, we tried, you know, Chisholm tried Alex's bike. I, we kind of did a little switch swap there at the beginning just to kind of see if we all were going in the right direction or what we wanted. Mm-hmm. And nobody liked anybody else's setup. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. it was like, we kind of all had to do our own solo thing. So each bike is, you know, especially from, I would say Chisholm's bike and my bike are probably a lot more closer than Ray's bike just because of his riding style. He rides, you know, a little bit more off the back and then he likes to grab more throttle, you know, coming out of the corners in the whoops everywhere. So his bike is a is different setup than <laughs> Kyle and I bike. I that's a sh- it's shocking. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's not the A Ray that I know grabbing a bunch of throttle. Hey, <laughs> are you guys on Olin's again or this year? Yes, or whatever. Yeah, yeah we are on Olin's. How's that working? Um, you know, at the beginning it was definitely different. You know, it's not it's not show stuff. It's not KYB stuff. And then um, I would say we had a couple days of testing where we were kind of like going the wrong direction. And then we made a couple moves, tried some different parts, and it was like night and day better. And then we just kind of got better from there. So you guys, at least you don't have to run that rear shock that Suzuki has, right? Yeah. Track shock or whatever that is? Yeah, exactly. So we're not going to run the stock shock, which is like, I don't, what's that thing called? Like a, a BFRC. BFRC. Yeah, a BFRC. So we're running, um, you know, Pit Olin stuff from Sweden, and I guess they made us some special parts and some other stuff. So I don't know if that stuff that is on our bikes is sold yet, but I know that where we have it right now, well, I'm really happy with it. Listen, we uh, right in front of Baluti right here, we have a Ride Engineering RMZ 450 1819 Performance Link. It'll reduce wallowing and improve ground clearance and put more preload on the shock. It's a very important part for getting the chassis balanced. The ride link lowers the back of the bike three five point five millimeters. Recommended sag is one oh seven with the fork height at five to seven millimeters from flush. So that's that's the ride engineering link. It's two hundred nineteen dollars. But you save with Pulpamex dash twenty code. Thanks to the folks at ride dash engineering dot com. Maybe you should get one of those. Uh and Tignap, they say that it's, it's the best thing ever. I got I got a JGR one, so it's all good. Okay. All right, just checking. Ride engineering, ridedesengineering dot com. <laughs> Thanks to those guys for coming on the show. Uh performance parts uh that uh they even uh Moto Concepts runs uh with with Justin Brayton as well as the team up in Canada, MX one oh one. So yeah, you guys use ride engineering yeah. a lot. Yeah. So uh Adam Enting up on the show right here. Um what's the track like up there uh at the Northern California ish facility of HEP? Dude, honestly, it's pretty sick. Like, it's really good because of all the rain in Cali. Yep. And then it's, it's like, a little bit more sandy-based. And then, so HEP actually has, like, two full Supercross tracks, plus I have Castillo's. So 
it's been really good. They have one that's like a little more on the tight side and then one that's more on the open side, which mm-hmm. is like, I would say it's a little bit more of a milestone style. It's pretty dang fast. And then the other one's a little shorter and tighter, which I think the jumps might be a little bit small, but sometimes, you know, like when you're trying to do 20 minute motos, it's like, you know, I don't want to be like staring death in the eye every right. lap. So yep. that's kind of nice sometimes. Good idea. But it's been, it's been cool because I have, you know, I have Castillo's, which is like exactly like Anaheim dirt. And then I have um, the HUP test track, the bigger one, that's like more of an East Coast. It kind of ruts up a little bit, a little more sandy base. So it's nice to be able to test on both places because the setups were quite a bit different, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, and when I say quite a bit different, it's probably a little, you know, a few clickers and maybe like two millimeters of sag. But, um, you know, it's been good just uh, kind of riding and putting in laps and getting comfortable. Have you met George Holland yet? No, I haven't. He's pretty elusive. <laughs> he is elusive. Um, yes. Kerman, California. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I did, uh, I did, I've met a couple of the other almond guys and everybody's super, super <laughs> cool. And I've known, I've actually known D pipe since I was like a little kid. I used to yeah. run CMA races with, um, with him and his dad and, and do all that stuff. So we, uh, we've known each other for a long time. Do you like almonds? Dude, I love almonds. I kind of do like a, I do kind of a keto style diet, so I do low carb, high fat, and I freaking love almonds. Oh, that like, works out all right then. The that's the daily snack, bro. Hey, okay. so has the Moto Concept guys came up there and rode with you in the last couple of weeks? Right? Um, I think I think Mookie was supposed to come up, but I think um it was right after that. I think where was when he crashed like in Paris or something like that. Grenade, and then he kind of took a little bit of time off. So they haven't come up and ride with us yet, but they definitely were talking about and it. And I guess he had another one the other day at Milestone. He's okay, but yeah, I heard he. I heard he's okay though. I heard yeah. he was just a little guy. Yeah, we got all these guys crashing in Tignap, so you, all these rumors oh are going gosh. around. I know. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be. You know, I'm not trying to be one of those guys. Forget that. No. Just make yeah. it to A1. <laughs> Just make it to A1, exactly, bro. Yeah, straight up. Uh, um, <laughs> well, hey, man. Thanks for coming on. As usual, friend of the show, Adam Entignap, the 9-7. Yellow-blue drops soon. By the time you listen to this, it's probably dropped for most of you. Straight up. So, uh, good luck with everything. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Come back in studio. I appreciate it, boys. Let's get Seriously, you in the studio. I need, to, I need to get back in, bro. I just got to... Um, Bring your fiance. Dude, I just got an SM7B. Do you know what that is? No. New Sure microphone. It's uh, like perfect for it's like perfect for podcasting. I think I'm going to start my own podcast. Why not? Everyone else is. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Everyone else is. How's the ridge line? No, I'm just kidding. Dude, the ridge line. Still getting good gas mileage. It's phenomenal. Still bobbing over everything. Still getting my bike to the track. Nice. I'm happy. People that were talking shit on my post, your truck freaking broke down and my shit's still going. That's what Honda I'm talking about. Honda World Downey, 30 minutes from anywhere in L.A., by the way. That's our guy. That's from our anywhere guy. in L.A. Anywhere. That's our guy. Go there. Hey, mention mention Pulp Mex, get a free oil change. What? Huh? Dude, and just to let everybody know, you don't just got to get a Ridgeline. You can get a Honda Accord. You can get a Civic. You can get all kinds of stuff. They don't just sell Ridgelines. No, they should just sell Ridgelines because they'd make enough money I mean, off that. Should, but they're the best. They're the best. They are the best. You know, the best Fantastic. It's a good job. Period. I'm glad you brought that up, brother. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm I'm here to help. Ridgeline Nation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's your trunk? I love mine. 
Maybe I can Dude, get a deal honestly, on one. I got a gear bag and a brand new set of Alpenstar Tech Tens in mine right now, locked up. Locked uh, up. No uh, one's gonna get those. Are you using nope. that thing? I use it all the time. Nice. Dude, Love it. Yeah. If so I was, I use my trunk every day. Dude, if I was ever gonna like kill hookers, that's where I would put them in uh, that trunk. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> You could do anything. In Good there. thing you're not going to do that. I'm Steve. not. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Saying, but I'm saying that's never it, can, it can hold a body. A crazy. It can hold a body. You can hold a gear bag. Whatever you want All in right. that trunk. You can put ice in it. There's a drain. Yeah. You can fill it with ice and beer. Nice. You guys know that? Nice. Do now. We are in Vegas. I mean, yep. the hookers. That's what I'm saying. There's hookers everywhere. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> easy. <laughs> Thanks, Seven Deuce Deuce. You know. See you boy. this weekend, bro. Right, guys. Heck yeah, sounds good. I'll see you this weekend. Thanks. See you. Honda World down, everybody. If you want uh, a trunk, a truck with a trunk, and uh, it's fantastic. It's great, <laughs> great truck. Uh, all right, hey, real what? quick. Yep. You know what I think is cool is that pretty much a legend like George Holland is helping out this team, yet he's not trying to shoehorn himself no. into it. You know, to like nope. be the face of it and and try to no. get some publicity for himself. No, he doesn't That's care. That's pretty awesome. I did a podcast with him, and it was like pulling teeth. Yeah. He didn't want really to talk about himself. He's won a national championship. He was just like, eh. He's always been like that. Has he? Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. Always. He seemed like a super nice guy, and like you said, he's giving back to the sport, yeah. and he's not around and and yelling at the guys and being like, oh, back in my day. <laughs> You know what I mean? How some guys can get, right? So, uh, all right, we're going to take a commercial break here. Second and last one of the night. Then we're going to come back with a BTO Sports tweet at uh, Travis segment. We'll have some more talk about, about the contest that we're doing. Uh, I have YZ65 questions. Uh, we got Tony Berluti. We got Derek Brooks. We got Mike Ulrich. Uh, some guy in the corner named Travis Marks. And uh, much more after this commercial break. See ya. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki. And you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. 
Case in point, the championship-winning factory Kawasaki race team. Longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You don't bring in the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chance that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who've purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Race Tech Suspension and Engines, great guys. They've been with us for a number of years now. You know what Race Tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose Race Tech. Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. PulpMX17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. 
and we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Race Tech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Race Tech products are made in the USA. Race Tech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Race Tech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website, Pulp Nation Code, saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp, and why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team, and we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gear for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. 
teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. 
We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Thanks to Chad Reed, Justin Bogle, Adam Ethicknet for all coming on the show tonight. Thanks to you people for listening. It's a brand new year. It's a brand new me. Marks? Mm-hmm. Don't you feel like it's a brand new me, Kanda? Are you talking about you or are we talking about me now? It's no. a brand new you for sure. Yeah, it's a brand new me. Absolutely. Like yep. my attitude, mm-hmm. my demeanor. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
2019, I am new and improved. Looking fit. I don't know about that. I got a long way to go for that. Looking but. fast. Hey, if you need, if you need someone that, that has a drone to film you in your sweet corners, you know, going fast, I know a guy. Okay, all right. He's got a sweet drone. Drone life. Marks is now drone life. <laughs> Obsessed. That'll Bad. be cool when we when you go out ride next time. He'll have to do drone footage of us. Why? So everyone can see you beating me. I don't want to see no. you say that. But my bike will be fixed. I'm gonna go ride too. Yeah. Thanks to the folks at uh, Pivot Works and and Cam, Hot Cams and. Uh, what's the hot rods and the crank and the wrench rabbit? Wrench rabbit is basically what it is. They are dialing you in. Pumped, pumped. Bike in a box. And I asked him. That motor. I asked him to get you to do it, but he's guy's cheating on you with somebody. I know. I I offered him tonight. The guy. I offered him. Oh, you know the guy. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. He's an old cat that's been around Vegas for since. He's like your arch enemy. Then. Nah, not really. Just fixes bikes now, right? So. Yeah. He's not your arch enemy. No. Okay. Um. So yeah, Wrench Rabbit. Uh, I think it's a it's a couple hundred dollars cheaper than stock. All the parts, maybe even more. Complete bike in a box rebuild. C- crank is there. You don't got to rebuild the crank. It's a complete crank. Uh, valves, cams, pistons, cam chain, seals, water pump stuff. And Good. I'm gonna come out on my O6 and just work you. Ooh, just work he you. He just said Ooh. that. Not on my Yamaha YZ450. That is not gonna you. happen. Have and, you jumped the quad yet? No one jumps that quad. It's stupid. No one <laughs> wants quad? to jump that quad. The on off. Oh, it's not really a quad, but yeah. you, you know, Parabinos and jerk off Castle were quad ish. So. It's a quad ish. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, Mike Allridge, Derek Brooks from Yamaha. <laughs> I'm choked up. Yeah, we have that effect. <laughs> I'm thinking about this contest that we're doing. Um, boarding a bike to uh, a lucky listener. Twenty dollars on the raffle page. Follow us on social. We'll put it out there on Instagram and everything else. Um, LCQ Challenge, Privateer LCQ Challenge. So, um, San Diego Supercross. We went to San Diego. We saw the launch of a YZ65. Yep. Bitch and bike. How's it going? What's the What's the buzz? I was ta- told you I talked to Mitch Payton. He was yeah very excited about it. Yeah. Uh, yep. What What is it? so now we're months out? How's it been? Yeah, I think it's been really good. Um, sales have been great. Um, I think the response is really good. People are excited about it. I think they're they're happy to have a, another choice. Mm-hmm. For, yeah, the, the uh, only complaint I heard is they couldn't get enough, right? Like, did you yeah, guys underestimate yeah. kind of yeah. what? Well, I mean, it's when you look at the numbers, it's it's a pretty limited yeah. market compared to, you know, yeah. 450s, 250s. So, you know, the last thing you want to do is come out too strong and then, you know, have yeah. too many bikes. So, uh, admittedly, I think we we're a little little slightly too cautious but once we got that initial order from our dealers we went back and actually uh and you guys are like, guys are, holy crap <laughs> well yeah so we were able to increase production right, so right. It worked out good uh and performance wise is it is it is it better yeah yeah it's, it's really good yeah, that's kind of what i've been gathering yeah the handling is really good the suspension is is awesome uh from what i'm hearing i didn't yeah. ride it right so <laughs> that's the response I'm can, we get will to... Hon, can we get will Hahn to test it <laughs> we, we, we could get him up right I yeah think steve uh, butler is testing that right yeah steve's ridden it actually right. travis is even ridden it. but um yeah so it's not i'm not just just saying the company line here I've, I've, th- these are kind of comments i've heard from from other people the handling's great and i've also talked to mitch yeah, you like, like you said yeah um yeah he seems super stoked on it he said he's it's got a lot of potential even above yeah. you know, what what it comes stock. So yeah. as well as with our eighty. Says, yeah. Or I mean eighty five. Eighty five. So, yeah. yeah. So uh now Kiefer did an eighty five shootout. You guys didn't take the t- didn't take that one. I right. don't know how the feeling mm-hmm. how he felt. 
but yeah. but the 85 has been redone right a little bit yep. power yeah. valve and yeah. everything right yeah yeah i mean basically aside from the the bodywork right it's a which brand new bike i gotta be honest i didn't you guys left the bodywork the same yeah. and that confused me because Kiefer told me yeah the yamaha is all new too the 85 and i'm right. like it looks the same he's like yeah yeah, yeah. that was a odd decision but i guess you have only so much budget so yeah right. you have a finite finite amount of money to spend you know yep. in development and and everything so do you put it in new plastics or do you put it in the performance and we just yeah, yeah, the decision yeah. put it yeah. in performance yep um but what and the buzz has been good on that yep yep yeah yeah great results again and yeah obviously didn't win key for shootout which is is fine um fuck you know Keith. again I mean, fuck key for no, 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 no yeah who is that we don't even know <laughs> right. who that is but um you know, it's just like we talked about the two strokes a um, little bit earlier. It's yeah. it's also considerably less money than than the other brands. Yep. Um, so I think for the the performance versus cost that you you're getting, it's I think in most of these cases it, it's not the bike that's holding yeah. the kids back. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's it's good. Sales are good. Uh-huh. Performance. The 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 feedback we're getting is is really right. good. Motors are strong. You know, like like I said, Mitch yep. has been. I was surprised to hear that from from him, you know, right? Some, right. A guy like that, yeah, uh, to be kind of excited about a, a new I, bike I, and especially a mini bike. I know, think so. we brought this up. I think you were here. Maybe it was Kiefer, but it's just good to see new models from from Japanese OEMs, wh- yeah. whoever it is. It's nice to see. Well, Yamaha does a better job than anybody, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean to to keep up with the KTM thing that's been happening. Yep, yep. you know, and I, I think that's amazing. You know, I mean from their off-road bikes to their motocross bikes to now that you got the 65 you know and they i didn't even know you updated the 85 but that's pretty impressive i mean you guys are staying right there with ktm like yeah. the other manufacturers even honda i mean finally the honda's yeah. come out with a like an x model bike you mm-hmm. know yeah but um, do you guys see because the honda works edition bike sold out mm-hmm. ktm sell out huskies sell out do you see yourself doing that down the line yeah, I mean anything's possible for sure. But yeah, I, I see know, like it, in, in this in this world where like the rich are pretty rich, and and if you want something, you know, it seems like the the elite people who have the money is not are not scared to spend it. Whether it's NBC Gold Pass, in addition to the t- like anything uh, VIP experiences, just what Chad was talking about, like the, the, these concert artists are doing things. Yeah. It seems to be a world where like things are happening where the the people who are really loaded can get options. Yeah, yeah so. the, the biggest challenge that that I, I imagine it's not just us, but that that we have is ultimately it's manpower. So you, yeah. you have so many man hours of engineering capability. So do you want to mm-hmm. invest that in this bike or this bike yeah. or update? You know the yep. the 450 on a, on a faster schedule, or develop a new 65, mm-hmm. 85. So you just have to you have to make a, a strategy and, yep. and go with what you know you think is going to be the best uh, best. Uh, I would decision. have never predicted the success of those Works Edition bikes. Yeah, but the Honda, those guys get one one. The dealer gets one of those things of rocks. And yeah, they're, they're pretty rare. They're right? very yeah. rare. Yeah. yeah. Um, and 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 also, I thought we were trying to make bikes cheaper, not. No, I know. No, and that's all you hear, right? That's all you hear is 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 the price of these bikes. But these freaking works things sell out. Yeah, they sell out. Dealers, well, just no, everyone's calling, freaking out. So, right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of my point earlier. It's it's hard to make an argument for making stuff way cheaper when they're selling out of the super expensive ones. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so or or the two strokes are selling out. Like you said you make yeah. you're selling all the ones you guys make for two strokes, you know, again. Yeah. So um yeah, absolutely. Like it, it's definitely uh, a thing. Um 
a long time ago, uh, I got to go. There was this Honda Come Ride With Us program. And I was a part of this because I used to get these bikes. Did you ever have that in the U.S.? Was that a Canadian thing only? No, they had that here, Did I believe. It? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I used to get those bikes as my Honda support ride. I would get to buy them at half price or whatever. Sometimes I have like bent bars and stuff because people yeah. would just weed them. But you guys are doing the same thing with Jason Rains and the Yamaha program yep. to get people out there. Uh, it's not caught. I hope you're not calling it come ride with us. Because um, that might have been... We thought about it. Yeah, that, not, not a good idea. But how's that working? I, I haven't talked oh, too much it's... about it, either one of you guys, but I've, I read about it. Jason Rains, of course, longtime GNCC Yamaha rider. Yep. Um, you know, he's 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 been the, in the Yamaha family forever, like a Randy Hawkins type of guy. And he's running these programs for you. And they might do one at Western. Yeah? Yep. Maybe. Oh, that'd be cool. Maybe. How's yeah. it going? It, it, yeah. Oh, sorry to interrupt it. Interesting, I just got an email from him kind of wrapping up the year. Oh. Close. Uh, 12,000 demo rides last year. Wow. He did. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's and, a big and number. It's, just, it's not just YZs. It's, it's no, our, uh, uh, off-road. All off-road. Off-road and stuff, yeah. 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 Mm. yeah, and he goes all around the country. Does yep. them all over the place. Like, you know, like we just talked. Uh, he's trying to put one together at, at Western Raceway. Um, but, yeah, it's a great program. You, you can go on our Yamaha website and down at the bottom just look for demos and, mm-hmm. and click on that it'll give you a schedule and and where where he's holding them but you know again talking about getting people into the sport and not spending as much money i mean what a better way to especially if you want to get your kids into it or something and you're not sure about spending all the money to to have them just try mm-hmm. and find out that they're not into it you can go to one of these things try any one of the bikes for free um, they've got gear to borrow, and and Jason will give them, you know, even yeah. lessons if they're if they're first timers, if they need them. Um, yeah, and then you can cool. figure out, hey, do do the kids like it? Do they not right. like it? And and you don't have to spend all the money yep. just to find out. So. And, and Feld's been doing something like that in the parking lot of some races too, which is cool yep. to see. Like yeah. that's what you got to do is get yeah. these kids on a bike, right? Like yeah, hundred uh, yeah. I mean, percent. That's, that's what we're trying to do is is get more younger riders. Obviously, that's. You know our our goal with the 65 to to get younger kids mm-hmm. and, and step them up you know right. through the through the ranks but um i mean that's it's good for the whole industry you know we just yeah. we need to get more young people into it. uh speaking of 65 chris has a 65 question uh chris what's up what's your yz 65 question yeah hey, i got a comment and a question uh, okay comment. We, we bought one and put our uh, nine-year-old on it and at first he was like yeah hey, that's different this and that and then he wrote it in sand he, he came back Dude, this is the best bike I've ever rode. So he's all stoked about how it handles and stands. So that's pretty cool. Nice, but awesome. My, cool. My question is: Would you guys ever consider doing an off-road bike, like maybe with uh, different power delivery and different suspension setup, or would that just be not cost-effective? Yeah, it just you start getting into such small volume uh, of production. It, it, again, a, a big challenge for us manufacturers is just the development time, the testing time. So for every every piece that we would change on that bike, it would need to go through all of the engineering, you know, development, of course, but then also testing, validation. Durability. Right. Durability. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, yeah, I think the numbers, the, the volume would be pretty limited. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's something that you could pretty easily change with with yeah, uh, you could market. Yeah, throw on some base gaskets to mellow things out, yeah. and, you know, and change yeah, suspension and, yeah, do all that. No, we appreciate you guys doing that, man. It's an awesome bike, and we're loving it. So. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks, thank man. you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Travis Preston, how's that working out? Uh, 
think it's pretty good. Right? Yeah. And he's doing a good job. He, he's he's working on bikes. He's learning how to work on bikes. He's R&D guy. He's a Supercross champion. Yep. He's yep. funny. Uh, that's a really good hire by you guys. Yeah, he's a Supercross champion. He lets us know every minute he Oh, gets. he does? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Mike, just Mike, I've got a Supercross championship. I don't know what you have. I can just right. see him. It's yeah. the silk yeah. boxer's robe that he wears around, <laughs> champ on the back. Right, right. Yeah. No, no, he's he's awesome. Um, actually, the, our whole group down there in in testing is is really good, and um, I think one of the good things is we have such a close working relationship with our engineers and, and testing guys over in Japan. Mm-hmm. So it makes it really easy to kind of communicate and, and work together and, yeah. and move forward. But yeah, Travis does a great job. I th- Obviously, I think, Butler does a great job. Yeah. I think having, uh, like, Travis Preston swallowing in his ego a little bit, okay, and learning how to work on a bike and tune a bike, which these guys don't know what the fuck they're doing, right? And and then learn how to use a computer and and diving into this job headlong, from what I I understand, Mm -hmm. I mean, he worked on my bike. You know that was killing him. It had to be killing him to set the bike up for me. I think that's nothing but credibility for you guys if you're showing up and Travis Preston is there to help you dial the spike yeah. in and then talk to you about it. Sure. And like be like, hey, what did you like? What didn't you like? You know? Right. It's awesome. Yeah, and I think it's very valuable even when he comes out to the track and during shootouts or mm-hmm. something. You know, he's able to ride with the guys. And if they have a complaint about a certain section, you yeah. know, and he can, okay, well, where are you feeling this? What are you actually feeling? You know, yeah. he can go out there and, and see if he feels it himself, then dial it in. And, and yeah. I think it's really helpful I think it there. Really gives you guys a lot of credibility with media people and, right. and things like that, you know? Yep. And the Travis TP 2.0 map that yeah. I have in my bike. Mm-hmm. You like that? Yeah. Fantastic. Now, I will say. He gets a lot of credit for that. There's another guy, actually an engineer, also in in the testing department named Stephen Vincent. Oh, so oh, you don't we, say. Yeah, okay. We need to give him a little bit of a oh. little bit of credit here because well, Preston's walking around like he's developing well, these. Well, he is the champ. These settings. <laughs> uh, what's been the feedback for that for the app, the, t- the tuner app? What's yeah, been the feedback awesome. on that? Yeah, really good. I, I think people are really stoked on it. Um, you were looking it, at it, huh? You were, I think it's great. I mean, that's another thing. F- you guys are above and yeah, yeah. I think it's the future. You know, yeah. it's it's makes it really easy to to really change the character of the bike, and I think one of the beauties of it is it's not only is it kind of the highest tech, but it's free. Yeah. On it, I mean, it's in free, the price yeah. of the bike. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, yeah. I know what you're going to say. No. You know, it's nothing's free. No, but I was not going to say it's that. it's not an extra <laughs> right. purchase on top yeah, of yeah. The, no, on top the retail price of the bike. Uh, I used it to check my oil lot, my my oil yep. life. I was like, hey, what yeah. you know, what my oil, at? and I had to do right. it. But yeah. so it kind of bummed me out that I found out that it was past the time that it was due. And <laughs> I still, I found my. Uh, three ring binder from when i used to race flat track for every race the condition the yeah, soil yeah. the temperature yeah you know you'd, re- you'd log your race right right what gearing i ran and it's all in the app yeah it's all there you can oh, log every race i think it's awesome i mean yeah. and like you said uh, it's you got your guys old handheld one i mean you had to buy that right. mm-hmm. now it's free you know yeah, so yeah. and that was yeah. that's like about what three hundred dollars was it mm-hmm. 300, yeah, I think it's 300 bucks so yeah. and then yeah it keeps the hours of the engine on it and yeah. everything it's it's yeah never mind the mapping and, and changing that it yeah. tells you it tells you how many hours are on your bike and yeah. how many hours you can reset it yeah. you can set an oil counter anything yeah, reminders bitching yep all yeah, that stuff i think the race log that that derek was talking about that's really cool to me because if that you go neat. to a certain track and you have a good setup on that you can make notes on it and then next time you come to the track you're not searching around you can just bring yeah. up your log and it's all right there. So. Uh, all right. We got some more questions on the phone. Uh, Brandon has a question. Brandon, what's up? You want to talk about Aaron Plessinger and Justin Barsha? Yeah. So it's 2019, mm-hmm. and it's been since Stu. 
2012. That was the last time Yamaha won a 450 main event. Yep. Supercross. Yep. You think either one of those guys can get it done and get Yamaha back on top? Has it been that long? Stu in Daytona? No. No. Uh, Reed. Yeah. No, no, Reed. No, no, Reed never won. Um, oh, what are we talking about? Okay, they can oh, do podium. it. Okay, they, they can do it. Uh, I don't like the odds, though, but Barsha ahead of Plessinger. I would put Barsha ahead of that. Um, but, I mean, look, every year in Supercross, we say, oh, there's seven guys that can win. And it never ends up that way. There's a four or five it guys never, that yeah, win. Yeah, it never happens. No, never yeah, happens. So. I, I, I think Justin has a, a very good shot, and especially either one of those guys, as long as they stay healthy, uh, I think they have a, a really good chance. I mean, yeah. all it takes is a good start, and, you know. I'll tell you, it's a shame that Barsha got hurt. Uh, what, four rounds in or something? Five rounds yeah. in? He looked yeah. so yeah. good. Dallas. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Berlut? Pless or Barsha? Can they win? Um, No, absolutely. Sure. I mean, Barsha, I mean, he typically is a good starter. Um, I, I'm I'm really curious to see about Plessinger. I, I, I really have high hope for him. Yeah. 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 All right, Brandon. But his starts suck. <laughs> Plessinger needs to Maybe get his starts Maybe he'll be better on the bigger bike. On yeah. the bigger bike, yeah. You know? Yeah, so. he was pretty big on hey, the 250. Hey, one, so. one, more, one more thing, Mathis. Yep. How are the, how are the skates? Uh, yeah, I went skating. I played hockey. Uh, the skates are great. It's the skills that are not good. I was really oh, no. surprised how shitty I was. Like, I got on the ice. <laughs> First of all, it's called stick and puck. So, yeah. t- technically what you need for stick and puck is like a helmet, gloves, skates. And a stick. And yeah. a stick and a puck. I show up, I'm the only guy outside of some 13-year-old that's not in full gear. Like yeah, I that's f- how it is now. Dude, I felt full like a, I felt like a dork. I felt like a dork. Like, I'm like, nah, hey, don't worry about it. You know, so, so I'm out there, and I'm skating around, and there's a goalie in the net. And, like, my skating, even when I was, like, on it and skating all the time, I wasn't a good skater. So you can imagine what the time has lapsed. My skating skills are not. You, when's the last time you played? Uh, I probably played about 10 years ago. Oh. Yeah. It, it probably didn't go well. It was okay. I mean, honestly, like, you know, one thing, though, is, like, I got the, I got the new, uh, one of those new comp- composite sticks, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, dude, my shot is way better. Like, those sticks yeah. are good. They're legit. Like, my shot was never that good when I was, you know, playing. Where'd you do this? I went to, uh, um, Fiesta, no, not Fiesta, oh, Flamingo. Oh, okay. Ice Palace. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like we have like a true to life Happy Gilmore story here. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Can't skate, so, but shot's really good. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, but the skates are good, man. I bought them in widths because I have really wide feet. So yeah. they didn't even hurt my feet. It was awesome. Yeah, I saw you got the Nexus line. Yeah, I just they're Valley. like the mid level, right? They're like a mid level. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to want to hit a motocross stuff. <laughs> I was wondering I, I that did, was coming. <laughs> I didn't want to buy the high end buy high end skates because I don't know how serious I'm going to play, you know. But yeah, but uh, no, man, I need to just keep going. I need to keep practicing, you know. So yeah, that's it. Well, I'm glad you're getting back out there. Thanks, Brandon. Appreciate it, man. All right, no problem. Have Thanks. a good show. Thanks. Uh, I heard that. Steven has an off-road Yamaha question. What's I'm up, Steven? I'm just jealous that I didn't get to go. What's your question? Hey, Steve. Uh, how you guys doing tonight? Good. How are you, man? Oh, I am very happy that you're back on the air. It was a bit of a long pause. I was. We were really? off for a week, bro. Dude, that's it was, a long week. It was one week. It was, the, and I was going to have a show, but Marks <laughs> was taking off. Ah, uh, 
Well, no, no regrets. You know, you got you got to pre- uh, you got to treat that producer well. He does a hell of a good job for you. Shh, pipe down. <laughs> but anyway, uh, my question is: You guys were talking about doing R and D on those uh, on Yamaha, um, all the lines they have. I was wondering if you're going to do any um, development on the YZ uh, 250X line. If we're going to see a headlight or electric start on them, or you know, just kind of, it's a hell of a good base for a woods bike. I just want to see them a bit more on par with like. Sherco, Beta, KTM, Husqvarna. Derek is nodding. Else. Derek is nodding. He's ready to take your question. <laughs> okay. No, I, I that was that was it. I again, my previous role for the first twenty years at Yamaha was in product planning. So that was my job was to you know argue on behalf of our market, you know why we need, you know what we want and why we need it. And yeah, I, I think what you said is is very accurate. Um, but you know we can't sit here and talk about future product by by any means but yeah i think uh the bike is a great base could it use a few uh little changes for for off-road for the woods um yeah i think so for sure mm, there you go all right it's not a very direct or even close to an answer but it's <laughs> about all i can give so so can we um hypothetically speaking and maybe in the next oh we'll give you a broad window here five five, seven years, can we maybe see some improvements that are heading toward that direction, maybe? Oh, that's, yeah, I mean, certainly possible. All right. Certainly uh, possible. You know <laughs> that sounds is, like a, it sounds to me like it's going <laughs> to happen, and Derek just doesn't want to tell you that. Like, it sounds to me like he's just like, yeah, yeah, we know it. If there was, if they, if they, if it wasn't happening, Stephen, Derek would not say, like, we know it. We, we, we know it needs some improvements. He would be like, we're happy with it. The things are going really well. We're, you know, we're con- like, it sounds to me like he knows that and he knows it's coming and, and he's trying to tell you that. Or I'm just leading you on and trying to keep you interested in the brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a very definite maybe. Yeah, very definite maybe. Uh, thanks, Stephen. <laughs> thanks for the call, man. I, hey, thank you. You guys have a good night. Thanks, Appreciate man. It. Appreciate it. Uh, Kyle, what's up, man? You got a question about the AMA? Yeah, for sure. First of all, I wanted to congratulate congratulate the Pultamex crew for a very successful off season and keeping very entertaining co- topics. And it was really, really good. Thank you. That's so what we tried a to tremendous do. Amount, yeah, not a tremendous amount of Chick-fil-A talk and other stuff, even though it does get entertaining. But um, first of all, I have kind of a leader question for the point I was going to ask about. And the leader question would be, what would you guys consider? Of course, you know, many kids get a motorcycle or their first motorcycle for a birthday or Christmas. And a lot of times the dads will get a bike so they can ride with their son or daughter. And with that, what would you say is probably the biggest um, failure or reason why they don't become long-term enthusiasts or long-term riders? Mm, that's such a hard question to, to answer, I think. Um, injuries? Uh- yeah, I think it's – I'm a perfect example. I have okay. a nine-year-old son and, mm-hmm. um, you know, got him a PW50 and went and rode. I, it's, I think it's – for myself, it's just time. Not finding the time, but making the time. Because mm-hmm. I mean, there's always time. You just have to make the commitment and time to do it. But I, I – you know, everybody talks about, oh, kids these days are always on the, you know, on their devices. Yeah. And But, I mean, I grew up – you know, playing video games and, but I think right now we're, we, there's a lot of distractions. There's so many things that you can do. 
so much entertainment that you can do as a family mm-hmm. that, you know, really dedicating yourself, okay, once, even if it's once a week, we're going to go out on the dirt bikes, you know? And, and yep. I don't know. I just, for me, I was, I was guilty of that. I wasn't doing that, you know, and, even though I knew I probably should and, have been doing it. And your son just was like, eh? He just plays video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's. Uh, I think a lot of it has injuries. Like, I think mothers are. <laughs> Being like I, I don't want this yeah. my kid on this thing. Like I think it's kind of always been there, though, hasn't it? Yeah, good point. I don't know. Well, this is this is uh, you touched on what I was thinking of with the injuries. I know growing up, it seemed like people at school or wh- whoever wasn't really moto oriented. Whenever they got a bike, it was an injury, and usually the injury happened because they went over to a buddy's house or went down the street and were riding wide open through a field, hit a hole, and end up just catapulting themselves or doing something silly like that where they're not really riding in an area that's set up for motorcycles. And I guess the point I was wanting to make in regard to the AMA is, if I remember correctly, they advertise on TV at every Supercross event, and I'm pretty sure Motocross as well, and their advertisement, you know, just talking about how they're trying to protect, you know, motorcyclist rights. And it seems like it would be very well spent if they were to advertise, you know, if it's Supercross, just for example, is in Indy, you know, the local riding areas, whether it's a public riding area, even if it's a track that's open to the public, you know, even though these areas aren't AMA sanctioned, it would benefit the entire industry. It would benefit Feld. Um, if you have a casual viewer that's like, I'd like to get my boy a bike, but I don't know where I can take him to ride. And then they see, you know, possibly three or four places that they can go 30 minutes to an hour from their house that could be the tipping point for them to get a bike yeah yeah all good points uh Wygant has said this many times that we have all these issues in our sport we have fim and we got felt and we got mx sports and we got ama and or you know um we have people with all their own interests and everything else but there's one group that ties everything together ties local racing in ties racing in ties uh amateur stuff ties off ama and without that strong leadership we don't have anything because there's one group that could be like hey man because the oems are on the board the oems and ama work closely together so if the oems and ama could ever get strong enough to grow the motorcycle pie stop smacking the hand smack the hands of the promoters that want to do things for them smack the hands of the the different organizations like fim and everybody else that comes in from other countries like just there's one group that has touches everything it's ama and they're not strong enough and they haven't been strong enough and they've never been strong enough and they've always been clowns and they might probably always will be clowns so yeah but they're you're i agree with you 100 percent on what you're saying i was just thinking they're paying advertising dollars whenever i'm just like oh protecting motorcycles right you know motorcycles oh i know yeah what's the point of that i I don't know i I mean i I guess helmet you know there's lots of things going on in congress with helmet laws and size of motorcycles and taxations and that's sort of their end of things but but man they get it i was just thinking if they promote riding areas then you're actually really you know yeah even though it may not put money immediately in their pocket or anyone else's pocket, the long term of it is yeah. if you have places to go, that's you know it makes yeah, it better. No, if you absolutely. have a basketball court down the street. That's yeah. you'll probably no. I agree. It. I like what uh, uh, John Eric Burson and Jeff Emager were doing with the coaching, the United States coaching thing. That, that's well, ne- that's needed. That's a good job by those guys. It's kind of getting people to ride bikes and learn learn how to ride them properly. So that's a good thing. Yeah. But I'm with you, you man. AMA AMA has forever. Like, I read these old cycle newses, and I got all these old magazines here. And the AMA, Brother Rudy, 
has been fucking things up for 40 years. <laughs> I mean, just... Yeah. If you just look, read old Cycle News and read old magazines, there are so many instances of people just yelling at the AMA. No, well, all the time, yeah, they're definitely... Right. They had a scandal, like, maybe 10 years ago, where the, the head guy was stealing money or something. It's just... It's been just a young, murky mess like of young stuff. Like Youngblood? I don't think it was Youngblood, no. Oh, okay. I don't know who it was, but... Anyways, thanks for the you call, man. On another, Thank you. Real quick, you touched on another point with Imig. And you were talking about with them, even from a dealer level, I know there's a lot of dealers and people who work at dealerships who listen to your show. If they were to offer $100, find a local pro or somebody, you know, of notoriety even who can give lessons, it would really help out the longevity because then you don't have the accidents because people are getting proper skills well, to be able to avoid yeah. the accidents. I think that's what these United States coaching seminars are trying to do and trying to get into dealers all across the country. So that if you if you you know if you have a kid and you just walk into a dealer, they can say, "Hey, here's a YZ65. Here's a phone number of a of a of a coach teacher. You know, you're on your way. Here's some gear. You know that kind of stuff." So, yeah, yeah um, you know, yeah, I think awesome. those are Thank you, Steve. Yeah. thanks, man. Those are all good points, and but I gotta say, I kind of agree with Derek as well a little bit. You know, we all it's so easy to bitch and complain and and say, "Oh, it's the kids' faults and it's electronics mm -hmm. and this and that," but. Really, us as parents, I guess maybe we should take some of the responsibility and make it because I'm in the same boat as Derek. Like I, I want my kid to ride, but I don't really make it a priority to go out there. And then when he, you know, when he goes out, he has fun, but it's not like he's asking to go back right. the very next week. Well, maybe if I took him every week, right. that that passion would grow, and and then he would be more into it. And yeah. maybe if instead of getting discouraged when the kid says, "No, nah, I want to stay home," and and play video games we no 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 let's let's go you know and try to make it a yeah. whole family event maybe get mom out there as well we could kind of spark that interest in the kids yeah. and, and you know maybe instead of complaining about the electronics and the kids being lazy and not wanting to do it maybe we, we need to kind of look at look in the mirror yeah, yeah. yeah take some responsibility and, uh i'm yeah. gonna take some responsibility right now for starting the btosports.com tweet at travis segment that's what i'm gonna take we're on this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com the tweets of Travis. I will not eat cat poop. All right, everybody. Uh, BTOsports.com. Uh, call there. Mention Pulp MX. Put Pulp MX in the notes section of BTOsports.com. Whether you want FMF, Roost MX, EVS Sports, ProFilter Maxima, Atlas Neck Brace, Get Data, WUSA, Guts Racing, OGO Power Sports. Do we all have OGOs in this room? Yeah. We all have OGOs. Everyone has OGOs. Multiples. I don't. I don't. What the F? Thanks for shitting on my point, Marks. Uh, OGO, whatever it is, BTOsports.com will have you dialed in, whether it's street bikes, dirt bikes, quads, side-by-sides, mountain bikes. BTOsports.com will have you covered from head to toe uh, with hard parts as well. And uh, we thank the folks at BTOsports.com. So these questions are tweeted to at Show. The guy in the corner goes through them, picks the best ones. Let's just have it. Let's do it, Marks. This one's from Brett Franks. What's the most cost-effective way to tame the hit of a YZ250? Flywheel weight, engine porting, aftermarket and ignition, smaller rear sprocket? Well, the best way is add a base gasket. Was he talking two-stroke or four-stroke? Sounds like two-stroke. Sounds said. like two-stroke, right? Uh, I'm I'm guessing because he didn't specify, but yeah. What do you think? I like, I like the flywheel weight thing. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, if it's a two-stroke flywheel weight or a, a different pipe or, like you said, base gaskets, if it's a four-stroke, then a power turner. Yep. 
Yeah, power tuner. I mean, and and what the cool thing about the power tuner, power tuner that we talked about is. It's set where you cannot blow your bike up. Right. You just right. can't go like parameters. Right. right. There's, there's parameters built in. So, all right. This one's from Tyson Stagall. Have Mathis and Berluti tell their best A1 prep story. Any fire drills because something didn't come in on time or a mishap getting ready for the first race of the season? Hmm. Guy? No, I just remember like wee hours. Where yeah. I remember. How about, how about um, graphics? You don't get graphics to the. We never got graphics till like the night before or whatever. Yeah, you, know? yeah. you want to get your plastic prepped and stuff like that. But I mean, stuff like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. I I remember the triple X days with Nick Way. Oh my god. Um, like just yeah, just I mean I remember getting four hours of sleep, three or four nights in a row. That was tough. Just trying to get everything ready, trying to build wheels, trying to build spares, trying to get yeah spares. Dealing yeah. with dealing with plastic and graphics and everything like just yeah yeah. Crazy. I think that was that was just to try to get the numbers on straight. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Um, yeah, I don't really have a fire drill story, really. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just so many hours. Before Anaheim won and before Glen Helen over the Old National. Just yeah, I mean, hours. There, there were some parts that I remember that we had to change like last minute because we saw a failure or something, yeah, you know? Yeah. And that was, yeah, I mean, an RD, you know, he's intense. So we'd, a lot of times, yeah, we were burning the midnight oil for sure. Right. Not fun. This one's from Tanner Hall. How can the FIM slash WADA legally flat out ignore the riders that have been suspended? Shouldn't they have to provide them some information? You want to talk about crooked? WADA. Good God. WADA, FIM. Um, what a shit show that is. Tickle still waiting to hear when he can race again. Cade Clayson. Because he had to earn a living, he'll never get to race in America again. Well, how about the AMA? There you go then. Why, no, I, why, no. why don't we intervene? Why don't they intervene on that and get rid why of that? Why doesn't Feld? Or Feld both. Feld you know? got him. Why does it feel say, hey, oh, jerk only, offs? Yeah. We're not using you anymore unless you keep doing this. Like, yeah. we'll pay for our own drug test. I've, I've said it over and over. It's, no, it's, it's, it's such a joke. Yeah. Tickle is literally, like, that's fine. He paid, the, he, he he got caught. He should do a time. But not do to you even get, know. Do you get arrested for, like, drunk driving and then just sit in jail for a year before before the judge comes out? Yeah. Are you just like, oh, I'm in jail for a year. I guess I, I don't know when I'll ever see him be in front of a judge. What a joke. Ruin his career. What a joke. What a joke from FIM. What a joke from uh, WADA. What a joke from Feld Motorsports. Absolutely uh, should never have happened, and it's a, it's a, it's a shit show, and, yeah. uh, and I feel sorry for Brock Tickle. I do, too. This one's from Rodney. Did anyone address or decide what to call the three Triple Crown mains? Yeah, we did that. Gangbang? Yeah, we're going to call it Gangbangs. Okay. <laughs> because that's what one of our listeners suggested. Yeah. On a PG note, though, what would you? Go- I, I've said this over and over. You can't call them mains. Sprints made. Remember, people talked about sprints was a good one. Um, uh, he can't be heats because we have heat races. Right. Uh, people had all these names for him, but I really like gangbangs. <laughs> it's hard to go wrong with. Gang Thank bang. you. I mean, so Brayton has won a couple gangbangs this year. Good job, Justin. How do you feel? You know about all that. You always want to finish first in a gangbang, right? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, after dark. That's right. <laughs> Keeper would be so proud yeah, of you. Yeah, he would. Be. Um, no, that's but right. they, they need to have because, like, at the end of three years here, I would love to know how many gangbangs someone has. <laughs> <laughs> or sprints or whatever you make. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Derek's like, like, uh, you know, like, hey, Brayton uh, uh, didn't have, didn't win an overall, or, or Vince for whoever. He didn't win the trip. The triple. No, but, you know, uh, Justin Brayton has one win. Daytona Supercross, and 
Two gangbangs. And four gangbang wins. <laughs> I want to know that. So can we call them something? I like it. Yeah. Okay. And God bless the listener who said it was gangbang. Yeah. Uh, we've been running it. I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> so then... So then... <laughs> so we brought that up on our preview 450 preview podcast. And Wygant, like, Wygant is, you know, trying to be all professional because... The Feld guy, he was in the running for the Supercross TV job, and they kind of told him, like, ah, oh, like, you do a, he did a beer bong with RV uh-huh. after Washugal, and and then he grew a beard, and he, he, you know, he does things just whatever, to have fun, and they were, like, on him for that. No. Yeah. I don't know if that cost him the gig or whatever, right. but, but I, and then, so we're talking about gangbangs, and Wackett's just like, <laughs> goodbye, TV. <laughs> <laughs> Um, on that note, there was a tweet about, do they know that RC threatened to kill you with, to shoot you with a gun? Yeah, nobody, everybody knows. Nobody cares about me. They'd like for, for me to be shot with a gun. <laughs> you don't um, like guns. <laughs> I like guns. No, you don't. Uh, let's I'm, not. I'm fine with guns. Yeah. You want to go hunting? No problem. You can have a gun. You want to protect your house? You can have a handgun. No problem. Yeah. Do you need a hundred millimeter bullet clip no all right you've changed it sounds like you've changed a little bit before no you were, no you, that's always been my that's no, always you, been my thing that's always been my thing oh at one time you're like you look you shouldn't have guns period type of thing no no i was never that way okay i don't understand you americans and your weirdness with guns i will never understand that but yeah everyone in canada there's guns if you want to go hunting you need a gun and hunting's cool whatever go ahead but do you need number two it's the it's a second what's it called the uh, Constitution. Yeah, the, but there's also a book called the Bible that says that locusts are going to come get you if you commit a sin. Do you also go by that? Do you worry about locusts often? <laughs> yeah, that's way different than this what I'm talking about. This is number one bullshit. Right. It's, it's written in a book. A long old, no, it's not a, a, it's not old a, book. It's not a book. It's the Constitution. Sorry, it's written on a piece of paper. Yeah. Anyway, no, right. to protect yourself, you know. I mean, yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm good with that. All right. This one's from the Meerkat. At the end of the Supergrass season, assuming both JB19 and BB4 stay healthy, who do you predict, predict finishes better in points? Oh, I mean, Blake. All right? Bag it. I mean, we just talked about Bogle and getting a slow start. What do you think? It was Baggett and who? Bogle. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd have to say Blake. Yeah, yeah. for sure. This is from JR. A question for Berluti. At what hour mark should I be looking at doing my crank? I have a 2017 CRF 450 with over 100 hours on the bottom end. I'm trying to see when I should look into refreshing the whole motor. 100 hours? Yeah, I would probably do it. I mean, think, <laughs> the thing is, you don't know until it goes out, and when it does, then it can make a mess. Yeah. So I, I, for preventive maintenance, I depend on how he rides and whatever, yeah. but I wouldn't go no more than 100 hours for sure. No. You should definitely be looking at around 100 and thinking yeah. about it. I mean, that sounds like a big number, but, yeah. I mean, these bikes are mm-hmm. developed to go further than that typically, well, I, 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 but oil changes, you yeah. don't know if, you know, they're staying on top of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, so. I told this story before. My Everyone talks about four-strokes. My buddy's Yamaha went 80 hours, and he, all he did was change oil. And it was great. He did a he did a, a check the shims, mm-hmm. and they were good. Checked the compression. It was fine. Like, he was a good rider. 80 hours and people are like ah oh, they're time bombs they're time bombs no they're they're not change no. the oil yeah Look, i mean if you race in 250 nationals with compression and they're right they can go yeah so that three percent of people out there 
Yeah. They're time bombs. Yeah, 30, 30 hours on a race engine. I mean, yeah. at, at that level, yeah. you know, but yeah. All right. This is from Jason Magnet. For Derek and Mike, how is the attitude at Yamaha headquarters in California with the announcement of the headquarters being relocated to Georgia? And Derek, what do you miss most about growing up in Manhattan, Kansas? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I know, Jason. Um, uh, the attitude, yeah. So, obviously, well, I don't know, obviously, but yeah, we made it... Uh, there was an announcement that the hit, well, is it the headquarters, the motorsports operation. So motorcycles, ATVs, side-by-side vehicles, um, will be headquartered in, um, in Georgia now. So sometime between basically today and oh, sometime in the middle of the year, January one, yeah. we'll, we'll be transitioning down there. Um, some people like Mike over here will be staying out here in California or out there in California to take care of the media. Um, I'm, I'm personally moving. I'm super stoked. I'm, Are you? Yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah. I think it'll be a, a nice change of pace for sure. Um, Family was all cool with it? Like everyone's on board? Amazingly so. Yeah. Yeah. We we held off on telling our kids until, you know, we kind of waited as long as we could. We just didn't want to stress them out for a year, you know? Yeah. And we told them and my kid, my son was like almost had tears in his eyes. He was so excited. Nice. Like, I mean, my, my wife put together this whole presentation of all oh, the really? cool stuff you can do down there and pictures. And yeah, he was so excited. I feel like my mom and dad would not have ever have done that. They You'll just be getting, like you're moving. <laughs> You'll be getting a pay raise going there from California. Yeah. And what do I miss yeah. about Manhattan, Kansas, the little apple, um, Aggieville. What's that? Aggieville. Well, maybe not really too many. Uh, it's right next to Kansas state university. It's a, I don't know, like three blocks of just pure bars up and oh, down really? both sides of the street. So lots of crazy. And, and where, where, where is that in Kansas? It's probably two th- or a third of the way from the east to the west. So okay. Kansas City, like yeah. two hours drive. Okay. Yeah, uh, it really is the middle of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's a cool little town. It's actually I was just back there for for uh, Christmas, and yep. it's amazing. It's just the, growing up. The Yamaha quick. is. Is it by Atlanta or where is Marietta? Yeah. Or is, is that Atlanta, Marietta. basically? Yeah, north yeah. of the city, like yeah. 30 minutes or so. Right, right. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and with that, um, it's, like Derek said, the the motorsports department or, or large group of that is, is moving their operations there, but it's not like we're shutting down the, the Cypress, California right. part of it. Well, There's if other... you are, I want my bench. <laughs> <laughs> if you're shutting it down, I want to take my bench. I don't know. You could probably talk to somebody and get that to happen right now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, there, there's other departments that are expanding, yeah. so it's it's that building staying, mm-hmm. you know, everything's uh, kind of staying where it is. Just yeah. just some departments are, are moving, and then other ones are expanding. Well, it's like Balut said, though. So. You just got a raise. You got a bigger house for the money. You got, you know what? Right? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean that's like the thing. Everything you look at is... the, the standard cost of living down there, and it's, yeah. it's pretty nice. Yep. This one's from Trevor. Steve, how mad did you make A-Ray saying he was going to be a disappointment this year? No, he never heard that. No one, he never heard it. Just worried about that. I'm worried about that team. I am. Olins, RMs, I'm just worried. Mm. That's it. Just putting it out there right now. It's because you care. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be doing, like, like the reason why Pulpam X and, and myself are successful, relatively speaking, because I'm honest. If I'm being honest, I'm a little worried about that switch for A-Ray. That's, that's all. What kind of clutches are they running? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Lots. Maybe they need to just Lots. put that recluse auto clutch on there and then take his lever off. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. 
I mean, he's at gnarly on clutches. Yeah, I just uh, just use him as a governor. He just yeah, like, <laughs> that was uh, that was um, RC was like yeah, that, you know yeah. Look like a barbecue every time he'd come in and you pull the clutch cover off. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever see that? Yeah. Uh, no, Chad's been pretty bad on him too. Yeah. Yeah. But the best part about A-Ray is um, when he was on filling in factory Yamaha, just taking everything from the truck, <laughs> like all the all the clothes and all the stuff, like uh-huh. all the promo stuff, water bottles, posters. Every weekend, he seemed like he was just filling his bags up, like, I might never get back here. (laughs) I saw him at the track one day, just, he was out practicing, we were there for a a magazine deal, and I, uh, when he was packing up, I had some sandwiches left over, I asked him if he wanted a sandwich, and he was so stoked, like he could get a free sandwich, like he was the most grateful guy for a free sandwich. Right, right. All right. This one's from Ricky Ufers, uh, for everybody. Do you guys think part of the issue with bike sales has to do with the fact that manufacturers are seeming to focus more on beating each other with a better production bike versus looking at the sport from the roots and trying to keep the cost more affordable for families? Hmm. Well, I mean, it's, I think it's apples and orange. It's it's uh, six and one half dozen on the other than apples and oranges because, I mean, they ha- Yamaha offers lower priced motorcycles, yeah. TTRs. Yep. Um, plenty of you know Honda does too. All these guys do so. They have them. Yeah. Yeah. What's your budget? You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, if you, you know, like Kawasaki, to give them credit, their KX85, it's it's cheaper than the other ones. Performance isn't as good. But then when people read Kiefer's shootout, you know, it's at the bottom of the, uh, of the, you know, finishing order. And then people kind of bash it for that. Right. And it's like nobody. they don't read that, you know, that, hey, I can buy this bike for this much less, and it's still a good bike, especially for my kid. Yep. He's just a beginner. Um, everybody wants the yeah. top performance. Yep. That's what they look at. And, and, and I mean, think if you just were like, hey, you know what? We're just going to leave a carburetor on our four-stroke. EFI is going to add to the price. We're just going to leave the carburetor on there. Like, people will be ruining you guys, yeah. <laughs> for example, of technology-wise. Like, you can't do that. You just... Yeah. But like you said, you know, for that reason, we make... The TTR line, and yeah, um, you know, hopefully making something for for everybody's needs. Yeah, so. yep. This one's from Fenton Brinson. Steve, are you faster <laughs> on the bike after dropping a lot of weight? I know your endurance is probably a lot better, but is the speed? Mm, no, probably not. You got to ride a lot, right? Anytime you got to. Are you jumping stuff? I haven't on the ridden. Yamaha? I haven't. Yeah, I mean, I don't you know. Said, I th- think that one day you went out there, you said you felt more comfortable jumping. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you won't go back out with me. You, I've, I need to. Too I need scared. To. I, I am worried now that um, you're going to smoke me. Right. Um, no, I don't know. Yeah, you just got to. I think it's like anything. You have to keep riding to, to stay on top of it, to not have your arms pump up, not have your hands hurt, feel like you're on top of your skills, you he know? blames it on me. Yeah, my but fault. Brother, it's my fault. It's really. Mm-hmm. I've texted the Silver Fox to go riding a bunch, and he's and he's been busy with this family thing and these holidays. Yeah, that's silly. There yep. is such a thing. Yep. This one's from Greeby954. How does our sport reconcile the obsession with privateers and the desire to take the next step in professionalism? How many privateers do you see in F1 and other high-level motorsports? Aren't those two concepts in stark contrast to one another? Oh, deep questions tonight, like deep. 
I mean, they are. Yeah, you don't. You don't. That's something you totally unique to motocross. That's right. a great point. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't go to MotoGP F1 and F1. watch the, the uh, LCQ race. At no <laughs> F1 uh, NASCAR. Like I guess NASCAR does have wild cards, right? You can show up and enter and start start yeah. and park and get some money. I, I mean, think really even MXGP in in a way, right? No, they can't do it. Everything to be teams yep. and yeah. yep. Yep. No, it's a, definitely something you need to to American motocross and motocross in general. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talk a lot about the stark contrast and the highest paid elite, you know, guy that wins the championship versus a guy in a van. Yep. But yet, yeah. I mean, that it kind of sucks that there has to be that much disparity. Mm-hmm. But yet, it is a pretty cool opportunity. Yeah. A guy with a van and dirt bike can go try. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and and. Especially in motocross, supercross, I get like yeah, specialty that's, stuff. That's tough. And MotoGP or, and stuff like that, like you could die if you don't know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Motocross, not supercross. Motocross is mm-hmm. roots, right? I mean, yeah. it. I I do get the guy's point though. You know? Yeah, no, but, that's a good point. But 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 man, I can speak for this show and others. Like people love these guys in the vans and yeah, the yeah. and the pickup trucks that don't really happen anymore. Mm-hmm. But people love these guys. Underdog so, story. Yeah, hundred percent. This one's from Ernie Roach. I know Mathis won't care about it, but ask Derek and Mike what they can say about the Tanir 700 World Raid. I don't know what that is. That's made up. <laughs> it's made up. The, the name. Tenere. Tenere. Tenere is a... That, that, what is that, an animal? No, it's a... <laughs> it's a, a river. Portion, right? No, it's, it's a, a portion river? of a desert in Africa. Oh. Like where the yeah, original, what does it got to do with, with... What is it? It's a, like an adventure model. bike. It's a Adventure model. rally bike. Seems like it's made up. <laughs> no, you guys have had it for a while. It's pretty successful. Yeah, right? so we've yeah. had the Super Tenere, which is a 1200 twin. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like the Paris Dakar bikes. Yeah, know, the big but, adventure. Kind of like what, what um, yeah, Shorty. Shorty's. Right. We had Brayback and yeah. Shorty in here. I know, yeah. I heard it. Jimmy yeah. Lewis, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was a rally show. <laughs> it was. It's off season, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, the, uh, was the, the Tenere he's talking about is one that we j- just introduced. Uh, what November, I believe. Um, it's a 700 twin, smaller, lot smaller, lighter, more maneuver, more off-roadable versus the Super Tenere. So yeah, that'll be coming. Um, What's the question though? Just I, like, what do you? When will it hit showrooms? Oh. Price? Anything new you guys can talk about? Yeah, nothing new that's not already on our website. Um, it's going to be um, in the U.S. in 2020, um, probably around the middle of the year, somewhere in there. I do know that. Stefan Peter Hansel mm-hmm. rode a Yamaha yep. to all those the car wins. Correct? Yep. Yep. There we go. Yeah. Suck it. Suck it to that guy. <laughs> this one's from LAX Defense Coach for Derek and Mike. With bike sales down across the board, have we reached the techni- the technological and mechanical peak for consumer bikes, or will we continue to see some major changes in the next few years? Man, I remember being a young wee lad thinking, how much cooler and better could this? Yeah you know insert name of the bike here yt 250 b like this is yeah how could it be better than this mm-hmm. and you know that was the 80s you know and it's so how yeah you can never say that this is it this is the pinnacle uh throttle by wire maybe sure suspension that could be a auto adjustable like you know like they have that in moto gp right yeah so yeah i think most of it's going to come with with electronics yeah. and then you know what's amazing is just in the last few years the the leaps and bounds that they made especially on the street side the sport bike side oh yeah and so much of that technology was made possible from like cell phones and and video games with with the the sensors and stuff like that so okay. um i think that's going to keep 
keep progressing and progressing. Yeah. Yeah. Cody Granfield wants to know who fits the bill for a training program like Alden's. Do the teams pay for it or does it come out of the riders' pockets? Alden is killing it because KTM pays him and then he gets paid by all the riders. Hmm. Fantastic program. Sign me up for that. Hey, you pay me to train your riders and then, oh yeah, you pay me too to train you. That's great. Good job, Baker. Uh, The riders pay. (laughs) Outside of that, the riders pay. The, The trainers. And then if the riders don't want a certain rider there, they have to pay him to not have not um, train him or something? Is that right? No, I don't know how that... They usually vote on those guys. Okay. But um, there is something about, yeah, buying your spot away from you or something. Yeah, I don't that's know. That's what I thought I heard. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and then, and then, and then also, too, like, it's... I, I mean, listen, this is a whole other topic. we got to wrap this thing up. But, um, like... You join these teams, and you have to go train with these guys. Right. Like, I get it if you're 18 or 19 and you don't know what you're doing. But if you're some veteran, like Dean Wilson like or, or Alex Martin, or hey, we know you've been a pro and you got all these wins. you got to train with this guy. Well, And then they make you do the same work that the kids make you. So you're 28 years old or 27, and you're doing the same work a 19-year-old kid is doing. Your body's completely different. You've had success doing it one way. Like, I don't... They're just like, nope, screw you. You train this way. Like, I don't... Everybody's training programs are different, and things work for different people, and rest is needed, and I, I it blows me away that, that that is so strict down there, that that is just the yeah, way it well, is. Yeah, well, it didn't work. I mean, look at Anderson. Is he back down there? I think he is, yeah. 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 Because, I mean, you know, last year yeah. it was like a full layoff and almost, you know? Uh, he went for the one month. I know, I know that. Then he kind of followed the program a little bit. But, yeah, I, I just... That whole... KTM thing is very like cultish. Like you have to go here, you have to do this, you have to work with this guy. Like what? Huh? I don't know. Well, on the other hand, it's it's worked for him pretty well. Well, so it worked so, for the yeah. Baker program, the, the Alden's four guys or whatever, you know. But I, I would I would say that I don't know about the other kind of like back when you worked at Yamaha. Hmm. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Having to come in every day and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. This one's from John Schroeder. Why is nobody talking about Justin Cooper in the 250 class for Supercross? I did. I think we are. I did this morning. He's East Coast. East yeah. Coast, you said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Justin quick. Cooper. He'll be good. Very quick. I mean, he's literally only done, what, two races, though? Two soupies in his life? Right. Did he say yeah. he got hurt? Yeah. Broke his collarbone, yeah, right? He's been hurt, but, yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, he's fast. So yep. Should be. I think Ferrandez could win both titles. He can win a Supercross and a Motocross title. I think he's that good. Mm-hmm. I really do. Oh, I, he I, is that good. Yep. yep. It's just a matter if he doesn't grenade himself. Yep, 100%. What, what happened at that one race? Didn't he... Did he do that on his own? I, I, I didn't see that heat race. It was in the heat race where he... Uh, last in year Europe? in Supercross. In Europe? In Supercross last year. Oh. Where he grenaded himself. That was Atlanta. So yeah, that, he... He, he ca- did it on his own. Yeah, he no. caught a tough block going up the face of oh, triple, right, yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I think... It, didn't Weston crash there? Same thing, same yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. God, that was gnarly, yeah. and the guy got up. Whew. All right, we'll end there. That's it? Yep. Cool. All right, good thing. Thanks Thanks for not asking me that one question. What well, one question? Never mind. Uh, Wait, I have more. BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis. Nope, that's it. You're done. <laughs> nope, you're, you're done. You're out of your mind, dude. Uh, BTOsports.com. Put it in the notes section. Call there. Mention Pulpum X, and uh, they can dial you in. BTOsports.com. We appreciate those guys as well uh, for coming on board. Um... That's it. Who wins Anaheim this weekend, Brother Rudy? Both classes. Um, I'm going to go with Anderson in that class. And the other class, uh, probably Adam for sure. Okay. Yeah. Mike. 
Dark well, Horse? I don't know. You said Anderson. I know you threw me off with this this possible injury. I, dude, of I don't. No, I don't listen, know. don't so, don't go with what I said. I have uh, no proof. I have nothing. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it would be hard to discount him. He's he's the champ. But I don't know. I feel like I got to say Barsha. Uh, is, that, <laughs> okay. is that too biased? <laughs> Barsha and Ferrandez got it. No, Barsha if you really Ferrandes. feel it, if you feel it. No, I, I don't know. I mean, I I would think Anderson would be a good good candidate. Um, I would love to see Justin Rayern up there, but and then two fifties, yeah, for sure. I think I think Ferrandez. All right, Derek. Yeah, <laughs> Barsha Ferrandez. Yeah, well, I, I mean, honestly, I think I I, I don't know that my pick would be any different than Fernandez for the 250. Yeah. Um, 450, I mean, are we, would it be crazy to talk about Kenny doing it? I mean... No, I don't think it'd be crazy at all. No. He's... Had a nice, solid offseason, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going with the assumption that I can't pick Yamaha He has for, won Anaheim 1 before. Yeah. 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 But, again, you know, we talked about Barsha before. He's got... He came into it late last year. He's been on the bike now a full year. And I'm really excited to see mm-hmm. what he's got. Uh, I'll do – sorry, guys. I know you're here. I appreciate it. But I will go Tomac and AC, a team Kawasaki sweep. When are you getting the back back from? <laughs> <laughs> Marks, who you got? Uh, I would go Tomac and – yeah. I'm stuck between AC and McElrath. I'd probably lean more towards AC. One thing for sure, this show is going to be a hell of a lot easier next Monday night. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot going on that we can talk about. How about your boy McAdoo? Yeah. For a on. dark horse. Not not to win, but yeah. to do well. I think I think he looked good. Ram it. Come on. What? You're supposed to. That's over. Go, go Jerry Robin. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Jerry Robin's West Coast. Jerry was at West oh, Coast. Jerry, Jerry switched up his whole program, a bike brand, yeah. training program. I'm on the Jerry train. Race tech suspension <laughs> and motors now for, for, for Jerry. Jerry says upstairs is a lot better. Huh? All right. So, Lock probably it. the most important thing. Jerry hasn't let me down yet, so. Because you've Bill, never. Kill him good. Because you've never picked Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> May have been a little bit of sarcasm in that, in that uh, statement. Uh,. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, Bogle, Reed, 7 Deuce Deuce on the line. Uh, Pulpamex.com forward slash Yamaha raffle. $20 gets you a chance to win a 2019 YZ450F decked out with uh, sponsors from our show. And all the money goes to three privateers that battle in the LCQs all season long. Thank you to the Yamaha guys for coming up. Mike Allrich, Derek Brooks, thank you guys for doing this contest. Yeah. Thank you for coming up and announcing it. Super cool for us. To, to help out privateers, and it's because of you guys. Right. Yeah, thanks a lot for having us. It's a blast. Yeah, thank you. Uh, did you get that address right? What did you say? Yamaha, pulpamex.com forward slash Yamaha raffle. Okay, I didn't hear the Yamaha. Just make Is sure. that it? Yep. Okay. You're good. Is it up yet? Nope. Mm, shocker. <laughs> uh, X Money on the desk. Pulpamexfantasy.com. Sign up now. Uh, live show this weekend down in Costa Mesa. Pulp Max Racer X live podcast show. Tickets start at $25. We got a lot of shit going on. You do, Steve. We got to back this thing down. He probably should. Are you going, you're, you you don't have gray hair yet. No. Do you color that shit? No, I don't color it, brother. Stop it. Um, I want to thank EVS Sports, Firepower Batteries and Chains for coming on for 2019 as well. Really appreciate that. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, 
FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, WUSA, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Honda World, Downey, Ride Engineering, all on board with us. Berlut, thank you as always. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate Enjoy you coming it. in. Yeah, always yeah. good to have you here. Uh, let's go riding. It. Yes, we will. When? Let's um, go. What's best, Tuesday, Wednesdays? Wednesdays are good. Okay. Wednesdays a.m. Okay, let's work on Wednesdays. Like next Wednesday. Okay. We'll go to Anaheim. We'll get pumped up. We'll get excited. Then we'll go whipping and tripling. Nice. Okay. Right? I'm, I'm going to follow you. I can't. I can't I whip. Can. I can tell you that. Uh, thanks to Pookie. Thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Moser. Mar- uh, Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. Welcome to back for another year. Hey, thanks. Longest producer ever. Oh, really? Claiming that Are right you? now. Yeah. Because is this your third year? This is my fourth year. What? Good yeah. job. Did Marks did, did Tits did three. Tits did three. Mm-hmm. Gibbs did two. So he's out. Tips did, Gibbs did two? Yep. And you're four. Four. Good job. Mm. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, all in the back. Foot. Again, thank you to Yamaha guys for making this contest happen. Really excited to promote it all year long. And uh, we will be talking about it. And 20 bucks, you can win a new bike. And uh, next week, everybody, Anaheim 1 will be done. There's so much more to talk about, and we can't wait. Thank you for listening for 2019. Thank you for continued listens going forward. See you next week. I was in a gangbang. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Speak my mouth.